by btosports.com coming to you live from las vegas right outside the lion's den with your host steve mathis and now strap in and get ready it's showtime i just don't like the guy the guy's just a douchebag Yeah. Welcome, everybody. The Pop and Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Coming at you. It's 6.01 p.m. Pacific, Monday night. East Rutherford Supercross is done. One more to go. And then the great outdoors start. So there is plenty to talk about tonight on the show. Looking forward to having uh, you people around for it. Uh, Really, really fun to do each and every week. We were off last week and... Man, I really missed it. I was going to call Marks up and uh, not even record it, just have him down here and uh, just start talking about the show. I was really just looking forward to doing that. Uh, Thank you, people, for listening. Uh, Thank you for listening to it on Stitcher. Thank you for getting it on the archives. Thank you for listening on the Pulp Mex app as well. Uh, Patreon people, I met some of you at the live show this past weekend on Friday night. Thank you. Support, supporting us through Patreon. Always fun to do. Uh, Free T-shirts and things like that that we do. Early access to podcasts as well. Uh, Zach Osborne will be on the night second place in East Rutherford led a lap and uh, yeah we'll have Zach Osborne on uh, tonight Chase Sexton won his first 250 Supercross race took the points lead as well he will be on Will Christian will be on uh, from NBC Sports she does the motocross pit reporting the supercross pit reporting Will Christian will be on tonight as well looking forward to that and my co-host sitting in here NBC Sports pit reporter main event moto podcast Eagle Grid owner, Daniel Blair. Daniel Blair's not here yet, everybody. He had plane plane issues. He's landed in Vegas, so he is on his way over as we speak. But that voice you heard uh, is the producer holding things down over there, Travis Marks. What's up, Marks? What's up, four time? How are you? Four and a half time. Yes. (laughs) What's up? How are you? Uh, Pulp Mix Fantasy, you did well. No, I did not. Oh, you didn't? No, oh, it was like, the week before then. Okay, yeah, my bad. I got like 196. Oh, that's week. terrible. 
Eli does well. I do well. Okay. Eli not so hot. Yeah. Uh, Travis not so well, hot. Well, um, I'm falling apart. Either I'm falling apart or JT and Truman and Parabinos are getting hot because they're they're catching me and passing me and and all of that. Would you so. say you peaked too early? I, th- I believe I did. Okay. I believe All I right. did. Uh, yeah, it didn't go so well. Jace Owen just rode right off. That did, that did not help things. What about how he got into the main, though? Oh, I know. I know. Wow. A 61% pick trend, and he wasn't even in the spot, and then Stephen Clark threw it away. Just with totally threw it away. Four turns to go. Um, <laughs> what a better place. 61%, one of the higher pick trends of the year, right? Yeah, you don't normally see anything over... I mean, over 50, honestly, yeah. is, is big. I want to say Eli 60. was 70-something last year. I know or... last year AC was 70-something at one, at was one of the races. Okay, yeah. yeah. I, so. I, I think it was up there. But, yeah, it, it's, it's been rough. So um, thank you, everybody, for coming out to the Friday Night Jersey Show. Uh, look, at, that was a lot of fun. Barry Carson, Damon Bradshaw, Davey Coombs. We have that up on the archives now to grab. Uh, good times for that. Wygant and JT were there. Uh, that was a lot of fun. And this Friday night at the Space in Las Vegas here, about five minutes off the Strip, uh, not far from the Rio. We have another show coming up. Marks, you will be there. Yes, I will. Chris Kiefer will be there. Myself, JT, Wygant, 7 to 9. Tickets start at 30 bucks. Orion Villapoto will be a guest this Friday night, and he will be in fine form, I'm sure. As, as he always is, and I think he would say... Uh... No shit, asshole. Uh, and also, uh, just locked it down today, confirmed it, guaranteed it, stamped it. Chad Reed will be the other guest. So Chad Reed will be the other guest this Friday. Uh, the CR22 and the RV sharing the stage. That'll be fantastic. We may just give them mics and then just walk off and uh, and just worry about it Worry about it then. So uh, tickets are available on Pulp MX and on RacerX as well. So like I said, they start at 30 bucks. We got a meet and greet after if you want. Uh, hopefully RV and Chad will stick around, but uh, uh, you can meet us anyways. Kiefer, you can meet Marks. You can ask him about fantasy. Uh, BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension and Engines, Vortex Racing, Roost MX, Vertex Pistons, X-Brand Goggles, EVS Sports, Mission Starcross 5, Firepower Batteries and Chains, Maxima USA, Pro Filter, FMF, Atlas Neck Brace, Chase Sexton, by the way, will be on the night. Atlas Neck Braces Zone. Uh, Works Connection, OGO Power Sports, Get Data, Guts Racing, WUSA, Eagle Grit, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, LA Honda World, Ride Engineering, and Intense Cycles all on board with us tonight. Marks, are we any closer to uh, heading out to Western uh, Speedway and uh, motoring down? How's that looking? Uh, I have wheels. I don't have suspension done yet. I'm about to just go ride it anyway. Oh, you did send a suspension off, though. No, uh, Chris Riesenberg from Race Tech is actually hooking me up with someone here in town, so I don't have to ship it. Uh, they were sending parts. And but I, is it off the bike? Yeah. Okay. So, but I got to take it to the guys when they get the parts, so okay. and, and then they can do it. This is breathless weekly updates from you. Trust me, I want to ride. You think I don't want to ride? I want to ride. I'm going to go show uh, you what's up. Yeah, you probably for, will. For, I'm, for I'm half a lap. I am garbage. Uh, I can't believe how garbage I'm, I am at I'm riding. I'm probably a not much better, honestly. But we'll see. Ah, uh, yeah, it's 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 really bad. So, uh, all right, okay. So, listen, I want to get to uh, Daniel Blair is on his way here right now. But before we do that, we're going to touch base with a couple of our regulars to talk about New Jersey and some other stuff. Uh, first up, from Fly Racing, FlyRacing.com. What's up, JT? How are you? Not too bad. Uh, long time to talk yeah really right um okay so before i i'm gonna ask each of our guests this tonight but um i got an email from a guy named davy he said uh no uh he said hey stevie pookie and crew 
If you had a time machine and could have anyone's career, past or present, who would you choose? Wins, titles, good times. Thank you for the free content. I appreciate it. Who Whose career would you choose, past or present, in the sport? So I have a couple of I have a couple of qualifiers. Of here. course you do. Of course you just can't pick one guy. Of course. That's how I roll. Right. Oh, that's how yep. I roll. Got it. Uh, well, we've only got five hours here, Steve, so I know you're pressed for time. Um, do I – am I also that person in real life, or do I get to be me, but I just get to insert their results into <laughs> – No, you have to be that person. Life. No, you are that person. that person. Yes. Well, you said their career. So <laughs> I I had to like to. So I'm switching lives with someone. You're switching lives. It's Freaky Friday. It's like white. Is this a wife swap? Am it, I married to their spouse too? It's white chicks, I think. Okay. Um. Man, I don't. I don't know how I can't pick McGrath, just based on era. Uh, like the '90s were just so awesome, which we have delved into many, many times on the show. Uh, winning at a level that he was supercross it was almost like it, the guys didn't even have a chance against him it, it you could go and say carmichael too but i don't i don't think carmichael had a lot of fun i was around him a lot in the early years um and i was around him at the races some in the later years just by happenstance and i don't think he was having all that much fun i think he was working his ass off right he was winning everything which had to be cool but i think mcgrath would be hard to top as far as having the most fun being the coolest like everybody knew if you were at the race like yeah McGrath's the coolest guy here like he's just crushing everything uh including chicks and everything like all of it he's crushing everything involved yes that is that is my answer 100 percent as well there is no doubt he wasn't training like Carmichael he wasn't grinding it out he was working hard but not like Ricky and uh and then he was just amazing on the bike so and and amazing I, off the bike with the with the ladies, I am sure. I think I think people who may be newer to the sport or you know casual fans could say Carmichael because his his the stats are just so damn impressive. It's hard to not go there, or even Stu. But you got to remember, like we we talked about Ricky, how hard he was working. He wasn't. I don't think enjoying it a lot. I, I know I know for a fact he wasn't enjoying it in the beginning the early years he was all he did was complain but at the same time all he did was win so i'm sure he was he was happy with his choices but then if you pick a guy like Stu, think about how much frustration there was for Stu and crashing and then he had to deal with ricky and ricky just owned him yeah ricky really made it hard on Stu every time they went up against each other you know series wise yeah i i think i'll, I'll stick with mcgrath yeah i don't know how you could go away from that i agree I agree 100%. Uh, yep, I, I think it would be Jeremy. Um, all right, uh, and I'm going to ask Blair this question. I'm going to ask Osborne coming up, Sexton, everybody. Will Christian, we'll ask her, we'll ask her as well. Um, all right, hey, by the way, um, before I get too far into this show, the guys at Supercross wanted to remind me to remind you people that we saw the St. Jude um, auction going uh, live a few rounds ago. Well, it's coming up. This is the final week for the St. Jude auction, so jerseys, pants, plastic, all the stuff that sort of had uh, St. Jude stuff built around it from, uh, I forget what race that was now, Nashville? Nashville, I think, yeah. Um, so it's all, this is the final week for that. So supercrosslive.com, go there, follow the links, 
and uh, bid on some plastic and jerseys and pants and all that stuff that was St. Jude. So uh, thanks to those guys for making that happen, of course. So, all right. Hey, did you think did you think Tomac was going to try to take Webb out or try to bunch him up or try to do something with him in that main event? Because it kind of looked like it. I don't think he did, but maybe it crossed his mind a little bit. I thought for a second, yes, because they he couldn't really pull away, and it, you weren't you weren't really able to tell if he was holding the pace or if he was actually trying to go as fast as he could. It was it was too close to call for a while. Um, I do believe that he would have liked nothing more than for Webb to take a cheap shot, because I think he that would have given him free reign to maybe retaliate. And I I, I don't think he was wanting to start anything. I just don't think that's where he's at as far as being, he doesn't want to be dirty. Right. But if, if Webb would have passed him back back and maybe crossed the line, I think he would have welcomed that because then he's like, well, he started it. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit him back. You know? Right, right. Uh, but, yeah, it, it definitely appeared as if maybe he was bunching, but in the end I think he just wasn't able to pull away and he kind of found his groove and started putting time on his guys. I, loved, I love Webb's uh, – I mean, that's just who he is, but I love the fact that he's just like, yeah, all right, I'm going to go at you. I can let you go, but I'm going at you. Yeah, it was uh, it was a little half-hearted, but I, even then, I think it was much more than you would have seen from Muskan or Dungey or anybody if you trade places. I think he absolutely just let them, those guys just let him by and yep, yep, see ya. Right. Uh, but yeah, Webb's a fighter, and, and man, if you know if the title was on the line as far as he really needed those spots, it would have been much, much more aggressive than it was. But you can tell he definitely held something back. But even then, you could see his personality shine through, and he was just like, man, I really want to win. I'm going to fight, fight you guys. And you could see the internal struggle almost visually playing out, you know, in his actions. E.T. crashed twice in the whoops, almost the same spot. Osborne made a mistake and almost sent it off the track into the, into the net. Uh, Marv crashed in the first turn, and Baggett washed his front end out uh, when he was right there. Which, which crash was most surprising? Which crash was least surprising for you? Least surprising, I, I think you have to say Eli, just because we've seen these weirdo, unexplainable moves so many mm-hmm. times that, as crazy as it was, you just you're almost expecting it now, and you're just like, yep, well, there's you know Eli just doing something you didn't expect again. Um, I, I didn't expect Marv. I'll say I'll say Marv, and only because I watched those guys going down the start straight, and Marv was positioned on the very inside, and. There was like a little weird kind of formation on the inside of the first turn from where they had been working on the track, and there was a, mm-hmm. they had fixed that double, and, and you could tell like guys were going through like a rough patch there every start. And I saw Mark on the very inside, and I didn't expect him to fall there because he was in a really good position. I didn't think he would be first, but he would be top three or four for sure, and then all of a sudden he's on the ground. So I'll say Marv just because I really expected him the way he looked all day to be on the podium, no doubt, and then he ends up you know having to come from last. Right. Um, Jason Thomas on the show right now. Daniel Blair on his way over uh, uh, from from the NBC Sports Supercar Show. Fly Racing, flyracing.com, bringing you Jason Thomas. Thank you, everybody, on RacerX Facebook for tuning in. Appreciate it. What's up, everybody? Daniel Blair will be sitting right over there shortly. So thanks for – if you're watching on RacerX Facebook, uh, thanks. Appreciate it. So, um, so are, you, are you literally by yourself right now? Well, I got Travis Marks here. Oh, Marks. Yeah. Are you stressed? Like, where's your stress level right now? No, I'm good. It's like Moto no, 60 no. show. Oh, you're good? Okay, good. Yeah, no, okay, I just yeah. carry it like Moto 60. I can do this shit. No, no worries about it. Got it. Uh, 
All right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I don't know if that's good or bad. So uh, Webb has to get 20th or better this weekend in Vegas to clinch. And it, that'll happen, I have no doubt. Um, but it's going to be, I that's would think. If, that's if Eli wins, too. Yeah, true, true. Um, I could see Eli winning, though. He's good in Vegas. I could see him winning sure. this weekend, right? Yep, yep. Um, hey, but that would be, look, it's no problem. It's going to be easy. But, you know, Will Hahn broke his hand at Vegas a few years ago. And, you know, you just never know. But. God, that's, that'd be so nerve-wracking for Webb this weekend. It, it really is. The practice and everything, you're just like trying to ride, trying to go through the motions. It's going to be easy. It's going to happen. Uh, probably a less than 1% chance that it doesn't happen. But, man, you just all day long, you're just a bundle of nerves. Yeah, I really think winning last weekend took a lot of that pressure away because all he really had to do is just not, not break his bike and not crash. And he did any battle – any weird situation, he can completely just back out of it. Like, he doesn't have to press if, if a jump doesn't feel right, if someone comes up the inside. All he has to do is let him go. Like, he doesn't have to fight for anything. It's not like he has to go out and get 10, where he actually has to apply himself somewhat. He literally could let everybody go on the start and just ride around. Like, he, he could just do that, because you think about the state of the field right now and the guy, you know, and this isn't a, a knock against those guys, but, you know, Carlin Gardner and, and Seven Deuce Deuce, and those are the guys in the, the back end of the field right now. Oh, yeah, he could literally just ride around and pass those guys and put in 20 minutes and get, I don't know, 10, 12, whatever that, <laughs> right. if he wanted to. you know, Like, it, like let everybody really go up the start. Like, let everybody yeah, go. Yeah, exactly. If he, <laughs> right. if he wanted to, he could. You know, it, it's really that easy, and he won't do that. You know, he's a racer, and that's what we just kind of talked about. Right. But I really don't think he has uh, – I don't think he'll be that nervous because it's, it's been made so easy for him now. To be honest, I think the biggest chance of anything going wrong or anything happening would be, like, midweek testing this week. You know they'll be, they'll be riding outdoors and trying to get, you know, ready for the outdoor series, and they have to put in hard motos for that. Yeah. I think there's a better chance of him hurting himself riding outdoors in the uh, middle of the see, week than there is. I don't think he rides any outdoors this week. I I don't think. Really? Yeah. I, I think KTM's like, yeah, you're, you're good. You're good, dude. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I would be surprised. There's so much, and I just don't think that's how Alden rolls. I think Alden will have those pressure on those guys to get their motos in because we're two weeks away from the beginning of a series that now he might be one of the favorites. For, I'm going to say definitely one of the favorites, but he some are saying he is the favorite for. So I don't think he can. He has the luxury of just not riding at all. I think he'll have to be out there putting in some sort of effort. So this leads me to another thing that I wrote about this week uh, for On Track Off Road. Um, so we're assuming Webb's going to win this thing, right? I would think. Yeah. 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 yeah right. So um, it's going to be KTM's fifth straight championship. I don't. Don't give me the Anderson on a Husky thing. Don't. Don't stop it. Stop it. <laughs> I, I don't want to okay. hear it. Uh, fifth straight championship for KTM. That's pretty amazing. Fifth straight Supercross championship for KTM. Um, yeah. that's pretty amazing, man. Like, uh, and I, I think you, I think you have to give KTM the credit for Anderson because without their technology and development, oh, yeah. there's no possible way Anderson could have gotten there. I don't want to hear Osborne coming on and being like, dude, the subframe's different. The link's different. I don't want to hear that. Right. I, I, yeah. Right. Yeah, go go uh, go let them develop go let them develop their own 450 from scratch in a couple of years and see how that turns out. Right, right. So five five straight titles for the Austrian manufacturer in Supercross, and uh, 
Yeah, I don't know. I, I think it comes down to a bike and Alden Baker. <laughs> I don't know how you want to divvy up the percentage, um, but they deserve a big part of that, each, each one of those people. And the riders, of course, get the biggest one. But, yeah, uh, uh, Alden, bike, rider. Yeah, you know, and I've, I've you've given me grief for it, and I've heard it from lots of people about being an Alden Baker honk or whatever. But, holy shit, man, when you look at look at the records, and just look at how many titles are being attributed to him. Well, the last one he didn't get was unbelievable. the 2008. He didn't get 2008 with Chad Reed. That was it. It's freaking unbelievable. It's, well, <laughs> Dungey in 2010. Oh, yeah. Dungey Sorry. in 2010 yep. was the last one, yeah. Apologize, yeah. But, I mean, it's it's insane. Really, since he's come on the scene in the summer of 2000, barring injury, it's been, I mean, and literally, I say barring injury because every single time it hasn't happened, there was an injury. It, it happened with Carmichael 104. It happened with uh, James Stewart in 2008. And then it happened with Ryan Bill Poto in 2010. And, and 2010 could have gone either way. You know, they were battling. Yeah, they were series. close. Yep. 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 But, but barring those, it's been a clean sweep. I mean, that's, that's ridiculous. Like, that's, if you told somebody that, you know, 20 years ago, they would have laughed at you because there's so much parody in this sport. That's that's just crazy talk. It, it's a real testament to whatever he's doing down there, just the structure or whatever. Yep. And yes, you could say that you could say that he's working with the best riders all the time. Well, hey, guess what? They're choosing to work with him too. You know, that's that's a big part of the equation is they know that he's he's breeding success over there. It's, you know, no one's forcing them to go over there. Uh, Roxon hasn't been the same guy for a while now. He had a good Seattle. He had a good um, first round Triple Crown there in Houston, but he hasn't been the same for a while. We nope. we don't know this, and this is pure speculation, but can't you see this taking him out for the outdoors? Not not right away, not for Hangtown, but eh, if things don't get better, um, your body is not going to recover in outdoors uh, week after week after week doing these motos in the heat and everything. If it doesn't go well at Hangtown and Paula and he's still not feeling good and he's getting fifths and sixths and seventh. It's not gonna. He's not gonna just trudge, trudge this thing out. He's got to figure it out. Yeah, I, I think you're right. But more importantly, they they need to figure out what's wrong. And you know, we we never really know what's happening. But he's been pretty transparent with they're still trying to sort it out. That's that's the most crucial aspect of this. Is you can't fix anything until you actually know what's wrong. Uh, so until they can pinpoint it and whatever the diagnosis and recovery, you know, whatever that takes, if it's rest that he needs, then yes, you're absolutely right. I can see him taking the summer off at some point if it's not going well. Um, but if it is something else, if it's just diet deficient or something they can actually figure out and move forward, then maybe maybe they can fix it. You know, maybe yeah. they can fix it, a running change, instead of having to take a lot of time off. Um, but, man, you just, you know, every time we've seen something like this, it seems it ends up being some sort of Epstein Bar type related, and, and I'm sure they've already crossed that off the list. But, I, I would think so. Yeah, down that, we've been down that road so many times. You're almost expecting that to be the culprit at some point. Yeah, yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see how he does. I just I don't know how suddenly he shows up at Hangtown and gets on the podium and runs up front and, and all of that. You know, which would be a sign that he's good. You know, I, I don't. Yeah, no how, doubt. How's that no going to happen? How, how is that going to happen? It's, you know, these Supercross races are. I don't know, 25% as, as taxing as an outdoor. Maybe, you know, like, right. it's, it's hard on your heart rate. It, it's really difficult to be cardiovascular fit enough to go 21 minutes wide open, which is what these guys are doing. But as far as taxation on your body, I mean, you, 
after a Supercross race, like guys can go out and have dinner and hang out, and no big deal. You know, they could probably race the next day if they really wanted to. Mm-hmm. After an outdoor, you're pretty hammered. I mean, especially at a hot one, like you're done. Like Sunday yeah. is IVs and just trying to get somewhat back to, to normal again. So, yeah, it, it doesn't bode well for any sort of physical ailment. I'll give you that. No, yeah, it, it, it's uh, it's too bad. Uh, Jason Thomas on the uh, Pulp Mech Show, presented by BTO Sports and Fly Racing. Speaking of fly racing, I have talked to Max Steffens down there at Fly, and we are going to give away a Justin Bogle jersey from this weekend in Vegas. So right off of Bogle's back, like yeah. Uh, so you want to enter the contest for Bogle's jersey? Go to contest at – no, you're not eligible. Uh, oh, contest at pulpamexshow.com. Contest at pulpamexshow.com to enter for a Justin Bogle uh, jersey, race jersey from Vegas. Uh, Bogle's actually been really, really cool lately. And, uh, well, I, he's cool anyways, but he's been really, really hot, I guess I should say. Uh, and it's cool to see that Bogle's been doing well. Uh, won another heat race this weekend as well and uh, and was running up front in the main until it crashed. Then he had a small bike issue, I guess, that held him back from there. So contest at com for a uh, Fly Racing Justin Bogle jersey. So uh, thanks to the folks at, at Fly Racing for that. So, JT, Sexton wins. Not a surprise there. Forkner, uh, his <laughs> knees, knee has a problem. Uh, no team orders at Star, clearly, because Oldenburg caught and passed Justin Cooper and That'll be interesting to see how it plays out for the sh- for the showdown this weekend. Yeah, pretty surprising. Yeah, um, I you agree. Never really know. You know, you never know how these things are going to go. But as tight as it was, and listen, after the heat race, it was pretty clear that Forkner, even if he could could go the whole race, he was nowhere near the rider that he normally was. You knew he, you knew the main event was going to be a struggle for him, regardless of the finish. So at that point. You know, I would have expected Will Hahn or Bobby Reagan or whoever's calling the shots over there to to have that conversation and say, hey, if everything's going well and you guys are together, you know, Justin needs the point. Like, that's just how it's going to go. And and then you get into the conversation of, well, if it's obvious that Mitchell's faster, then we can can sort out some sort of bonus arrangement. Like, you know, if Justin's willing to hand you over his bonus money like that, which is, to me, the – the fair and obvious way to handle it is like, hey, if, if you know he's going to beat you, give him the money. Like, you'd rather have the points, right? Yeah. Of course you would. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's pretty clear that didn't happen. You know, the only thing I can I can really point to is that, you know, Mitchell Oldenburg doesn't have a job for next year, from what I know. Right. Um, so, yeah, he's probably looking at it like, man, I, it's not that I don't want to help Justin, but I need a damn job. And a second place at East Rutherford is going to look really good on my resume here in, in a couple weeks and I'm out there searching you know searching for this job so interesting scenario but I absolutely agree with you that I would have if it's me and I'm Will Hahn or I'm those guys I definitely would have been you know lobbying for Mitchell yeah. to let him buy yeah. you know it's just championships well, are hard to come by and you need every need every ounce of help you can get yeah it wasn't wasn't happening all right let's get to some phone calls here on the show uh first up uh raining yellow Welcome, welcome. I got the answer. What's the answer, Randy? I got the answer. Okay. I think I think we tend to forget that these guys are human. Like uh, Tomac, when he did his double shoulder, the guy said he was freaked out. He's never had surgery before, right? Yeah. And the next year, obviously, it took him a while. I think uh, the bike was new. Well, that sounds very similar to this year. New bike. And, you know, you can give or take, you know, setting it up for that. But. The dude broke, I don't know how many of the, I don't know the, the, the term for it, but the pieces off his spine. And 
when was that? Maybe November he did that? or I, I, Yeah, I mean, he told us he was 100% recovered from it. Yeah, I mean, but you know these guys are full of it, and it's a mind game. Like, at the end of the day, like, I think that you can't deny the guy when he's, you know, he's, 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 he's like my other stew I got. But uh, you can't deny when the guy's on clicking, it's, it's, it's unreal. Well, I, I, so, I don't know. I, I don't know what to tell you. I don't think that's it. I, I really don't. He's been sending it this year at times. At times, he looks as good as he's ever looked. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, think, I mean, I, go ahead, JT. I think he's on this. I think Randy Yell was on to something at the beginning of the season. I think yeah. he was definitely suffering from the injury and lack of riding time and all of those factors at the beginning. But I think Mental. that was, a, I think that was a physical thing. Like I, I just don't think he was prepared as he wanted to be coming in. I think he was, he was healthy. Right. You know, he said he's a hundred percent healthy, but that doesn't mean you're a hundred percent ready. And there's a big difference there. But now, like these these races lately, and in the middle of the season when he just he tipped over at the one round and went backwards. Maybe Indy. I can't remember where we were, but he just faded back to like 13th. That's those are unexplainable. I, I don't know yeah, of that, any possible that, reason that should be happening. Yeah, raining yell. I'm not having it either because there and there's been times JT where he's absolutely been a, a beast, sending it, jumping yeah. things. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Flying the like, he's like winning. He's a he's the same guy. Right. In those races. Right. So okay. if, without the tip overs, if, if it was a if it was a mental thing, raining yellow, it would affect him all the time, not just sometimes. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Denver, Denver, he was as good as he's ever been. Yeah, yeah. And then here, one other quick take is, uh, so we know Cooper Webb had talent. He had flashes on the Yamaha. I truly believe, and and as you, as he mentioned, he wasn't training or riding, you know, practicing a hundred percent. I truly believe, Alden Baker's, it's discipline. It's the self-discipline. You know, and I I truly believe that maybe the bike does suit him better, but but when you're held accountable and there's you get every little bullshit out and you're on it, I think that's that's the difference maker. These guys are all insanely well, talented. I uh, thanks, Randy Yellow. Appreciate it. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate yeah. it. I I like the uh, Baker program of practicing against each other every single day that uh, Roxon doesn't necessarily have and Tomac doesn't necessarily have. I think that that's a huge thing. JT, you brought that up many times before. Um, yep. You know, that it helps for sure. Yeah, I think but, it's taking it to the next level. Right. You know? Yep. Uh, Tyler, what's going on, man? You got a question about Race Fuel and the live show. Tyler, are you there? All right. No, Tyler. Speaking of live show. So one thing I was going oh, go, go to add to that, Steve. Um, I think the consistency in program that Alden is big on, uh, I think that that makes a big difference for some of these guys that haven't had that structure before. I know I, w- I lived it in my own life when uh, Tortelli was big on that. It was like, we're going to do the same thing every day, and it's going to be hard as hell, but we're going to do this for like three months straight. Mm-hmm. And I've never I've never experienced a transformation in my, my body and my fitness level as I did then. So I, so I can't imagine what it's doing, you know, how positive it is on those guys with that, with that much talent to – yeah. To burn as well. Yeah. Uh, I agree. By the way, live show this Friday night at the Space in Las Vegas here. I already pumped it up, but JT, Chad Reed will be there on stage with you. You guys are good yep. now. So, you yeah. know, but he's coming. Yeah, it'll be good. It's, uh, I, I don't know of a motocross show. Well, the Motocross of Nations Race Direct show was pretty, pretty damn star studded this year, but this will probably be second. Second most star-studded live show ever. So if you're uh, I, if you're coming to Vegas, better be there. If you're not coming to Vegas, you 
better come to Vegas now because uh, with I, uh, RV, with Chad, with the people we have, them, it's going to be I'm, it'll be interesting to say the least. I'm scared of what they're going to say. I'm scared. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm terrified of where Chad, what Chad will say to me yes. and about me and, and, in front of everyone because he does not pull punches, and, which is a bad thing for me. And we want to thank Yamaha for making this happen, and I don't want to cost Yamaha. Well, I don't know what RV is going to say about Yamaha. <laughs> Last time he was talking about they didn't fuck the bike up. That's what they. That's what the best thing they did. <laughs> just like you're just like what? But anyways, uh, so yeah, I think it'll be fantastic. So uh, a few more calls here, and then we'll get to uh, Kiefer. Uh, what's up, Tyler? Tyler, what's Tyler? What's Tyler? What's happening? You guys had a couple questions about race fuel and a yeah. live show. So yeah. Basically, uh, I have a 2018 KTM 250 SXF, and so far I've been running a T4. I was wondering what your thoughts are about running, uh, you know, race fuel in accordance to just pump pump fuel. I know it's just a direct pour in replacement, but what, what is your take on it? I mean, honestly, right now I'm just I'm looking to go back to looking to use pump fuel just because I'm kind of can't really afford race gas anymore. Do you have and, uh, stock motor? Do you yeah. have? Basically, stock. Yeah, bone stock, bone stock, stock, yeah, stock just, pipe, everything. Just uh, go to go to normal pump. You're fine. Um, race fuel makes a difference. It, it is a it is a difference. Yeah. Uh, it yeah. helps. I mean, I haven't I haven't ran anything ever since I bought the bike. I've just used T4. I I right. haven't used pump gas at all. So um, you know what? You know, I, I, I just I was a little I, concerred about put you putting you know your local Sunoco or Exxon ninety three whatever. Yeah, you'll be you fine use. on a stock They're bike. You, yeah, you'll be fine on a stock bike. There's there's nothing wrong with it. Have you ever? Have you ever used? I don't even know if they still make it. I think they do. Have you ever tried Ultimate Four, Steve? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't yeah, think it's around anymore, is it? Uh, I, well, I think it is, but I don't think it's legal for pro. That's what we all used to race with. Right. They, it's not legal for pro racing anymore because of the oxygenation stuff. But holy crap, was that stuff a lot better? I mean, it was. I think two or three horsepower on the dyno, and you could feel it immediately. Uh, and that was pretty cheap. I think it was four or five bucks a gallon. It wasn't crazy. Uh, but man, that stuff was unreal. Um, so I don't know if they, I don't even know if that stuff's still around. But it was it was awesome. If you're not racing and not worried about that side, it's crazy good. Uh, actually, let's uh, let's get the man on the line right now. Kiefer, what's up, bud? You there? Is hi, Steven. Is Ultimate Four still made? U four point four is made. Yep. And there you go. So pretty good stuff, right? Uh, no, it's bad. Why? Uh, well, two things. So it it has good horsepower it builds horsepower really good and it produces hps but it's super dirty fuel it uh mm. gums up injectors really bad and gums up valves okay i guess we never had to worry about that worse than worse than like pump gas though yeah yep okay okay huh. i go. never i never had a problem with it but i re- yeah that i would take keeper's word a million times over mine so. yeah so all right oh, tyler um and then also um yeah, but say I've heard about the live show. Do you have to be 21 to go to the live show? Or, or, I'm 20, so I, I didn't get the chance to go to the Jersey one um, this past weekend. Uh, we had kids at – we've had kids at him. Yeah. Uh, he, he's so, I don't know the spaces rules, but – Yeah, I, th- I think you're good. Just, just <clears throat> yeah, my, my pops really isn't too, in, too big into, you know, pulp, unfortunately. So I was going to kind of go by myself, kind of just alone. But, uh, yeah, I just didn't know if I was going to be old enough to go. So uh, Send me yeah. a – Yeah, last, last year we had uh, – I had a couple friends that brought their kids. So, yeah, they're they're, they're cool. Yeah, I don't, I don't think there's an issue. Yeah, I think, I think you're all right, Tyler. Also, one more thing. What, what do you guys think about, you know, now that Austin Fortner is, you know, obviously the title's kind of come and gone. Uh, now, obviously, surgery's kind of uh, in the near future. Uh, what do you think this kind of does to his mental state and uh, also coming into 2020? I mean, I know kind of Mitch was due, was kind of, you know, due for a title. And obviously, you know, uh, got Cincerello in the West doing really well, and now Marty's kind of stepping up to the plate. But, 
Yeah, I mean, what do you think this does for his, uh, you know, confidence? And uh, how do you think next year is going to play out uh, going into 2020? I, Super it, I, to me, uh, Tyler, it's an ACL. You're fine. It's been done. It's it's quicker. The guys come back quicker from those than they ever used to. Um, no problems. Forkner will be a title threat indoors and out, I think, in 2020. Um, yep. You know, yeah, I don't think it'll be a problem, JT. No, it's, you know, the ACL surgery now is so minimally invasive. It's, uh, it's crazy how fast, and, and a lot of guys are really careful with it. You know, a lot of guys take their time and make sure they don't re-injure it, but if you were forced to ride quickly, it's crazy how fast you could be back on a motorcycle if you really needed to. Yeah. Thanks, Tyler. Appreciate yeah. it, man. All right, not a problem. Thank thanks, you. Boys, appreciate, appreciate it. it. Uh, all right, JT, thanks for the call. Uh, stepping in for Daniel Blair, who's on his way here right now. Appreciate yeah. it. Fly Racing, flyracing.com. Uh, check him out on the web. Thank you, buddy. All right, guys. All right, see, see ya. Uh, hey, Keith, what's up? How are you? Hi, Steve. How are you? Good. Yeah, just uh, working away here, trying to get some content going. Okay, all right. Uh, I want to thank you for furthering the – driving the wedge further between myself and Ricky Carmichael with your – with your uh, Rick, you know, shirt and everything to Daniel Blair, and we're going to get to that when he comes down here. But, yeah. He's the rat, right? Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. And, uh, you know, I just want to, uh, you know, thank you for that, for causing problems. So. Well, hey, if you if those guys can't laugh at that situation, something's wrong. Um, yeah, no, I kind of agree with you. Um, uh, but, uh, like hey. We, we mess up all the time, dude, right? And yeah. we laugh. So Yeah. Yeah. No, you got a, you got a point about that. Um, hey, so how's the prep coming, bro? Shit. How are we doing? Man, it's, uh, it's, today was an off day. Oh boy. Um, had a busy, busy week last week, man. There's so much, I forgot how much damn work this shit is. It's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. And, so. uh, to try to keep up on the testing part of it and then all the, the process leading up to the race, it's. It's a lot of riding, but the difference for me is it's a lot of – it's more quality riding than what it is for, for testing, right? So right. I'm putting the motos with Mike. I'm riding with faster dudes. Intensity is up. My body's a little bit sore in the morning. So just a lot of different things I haven't experienced in a long time. Are we working on sprints? Yes, a lot. A lot. Okay, because, yeah, we, we, I feel like that we're going to need to do that early in the, in the, when that green flag goes. So yeah, so basically, I've been trying to ride over my head on three times a week. <laughs> that's my that's how I do it. Good to hear. Good to hear. I want you to know your team manager's over here working hard behind the scenes as well. Are you really? What what's been going on? I haven't really heard much. So maybe you should fill me in. <laughs> ah, don't worry about it. Things are things are in motion. Things are working. You know, a lot of ins and outs. Okay. All right. Yeah, a lot of ins and outs to uh, to your situation. I'm working on passes. I'm working on truck parking. You know, all those things. Man, it is expensive for guest passes. I had to pay for some today. It's, yeah. it's like no joke. No, yeah, it's not. Uh, it, it is no joke. Um, speaking of that, speaking of a joke, no, I'm kidding. Uh, he's in studio. Uh, main event moto, eaglegrit.com, NBC Sports pit reporter, Daniel Blair. What's up, dude? Welcome, welcome to the studio. I made it. Yeah, you did. I almost went home, dude. Did you really? Yeah. Ah, come was, on. Well, it kept delaying and delaying, and right. then the one went really far. The last text I sent you, I'm like, man, I think I'm going to go home. And then it quickly changed, yep. and I said, I'll give it another 30. And then it, I wrote it out. I'm here. Well, thank you. Appreciate Welcome. it. Welcome. Uh, so Kiefer's going to try to ride the or race the first two nationals uh, on the MCR Bullfrog Honda. I understand I'm the that. team manager. What advice would you give him? 
Yeah, there oh, you go. Oh, man. What, maybe wait for Supercross skip, for you? Skip Hangtown. <laughs> just ride the second round. <laughs> Hangtown sucks. I mean, honestly, I live 45 minutes from there. And my last attempt at it, I don't remember the year, I I prepared going in. Like, I'm going to do really good at Hangtown. It's my home track. It's nothing like what you think. It's just yeah. it's gnarly it's, it's and weird. deep and sandy. And, yeah. and I didn't qualify, so... Um, yeah, that you was, didn't qualify. No, I'm surprised. Yeah, no, I got uh, ninth in points that year in Supercross and did not make Hangtown. <laughs> yeah, so. Was that the year you uh, pulled the fat hole shot? What year was that? That was the Dodge National, the Amateur National, where the track uh, is a lot more like it is during the week. So I did pretty good on yeah, that one. But it. the National, they bring in so much stuff, like rice and yeah. sand, and they just try to make it suck. And it does. So yeah. I would say skip round one, save the fuel in the well, semi. Wait, that's that, that, I mean, that's not even an option. We're going. It's oh. done. Well, then I, I don't know what else to tell you, man. <laughs> Good luck. Good luck. Um, so you rat-balled us to RC and, and – and Yeah, what's up with that? Yeah, yeah I rat-balled you guys. Well, our, our listeners, Marks, right, our listeners are, are, are kind of upset with you. They're them. out for blood. They are. They're well, upset with you. Hey, hey, well, that's so stupid. <laughs> First off, you guys have been doing the Rick thing for, like, months, and then finally right. Ricky comes to me and goes, hey, what, what's this Rick thing? And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, there was a T-shirt or something, and I didn't know about – what did Kiefer? Did you make a shirt? Is that what happened? Is that how? Yeah, it I happened? made a shirt for the live show in Denver. Okay, because it was it was at Den. Yeah, it was at Denver. It was the next day, and I had no idea what he was talking about with a shirt. And I'm like, well, the only Rick thing I know is, you know, your guys' first episode. You had some issues. Mm-hmm. Jeff was, you know, he was wondering if you were there. Right. And yeah, they poke at it, yeah. and Ricky laughed at. It. He thought it was funny. Okay. And then all of a sudden, yeah, people are hitting me up and calling me a rat. Yeah, yeah. Didn't rat. I mean, I. <laughs> Come on, man. You guys Come been, on, man. For like months have been doing that. I mean, he, there's plenty of ways for him to find out, but he came to me. Uh, we we were on stage at Denver, the live show, for 15 seconds, and uh, people started yelling, Rick. It's... Yeah. Well, now they're doing it, I guess, on the show, too, on their show. They're, oh, they are? Jeff, I guess, either last episode or before, they started the show, and Jeff was like, Rick? Rick. <laughs> See, I like that. I'm fine with that. <laughs> I thought, yeah. I'm down. I'm down with that. I think it's funny. It's, right. again, it's being overblown. You've, you're idiot listeners. I'm, oh, oh now they're idiots, Marks. Well, the few. Make sure you tweet that out. Th- this is not going to go well. Tweet that out. Daniel, not Daniel, all Daniel of them. Blair, a hole. Daniel not Blair says you, <laughs> your idiot listeners. Steve, are some of them idiots? <laughs> Probably. Those ones. Probably. Right. <laughs> um, Kiefer, what's your thoughts on uh, on Chase Sexton taking the uh, win? And this is he's on the show tonight. He's uh, got his points lead as well. You're, you've been a fan of Chase well, Sexton. Yeah, I have for a little while. But uh, first and foremost, the gear that he was wearing was unreal. Oh. Um, I'm not even a Jets fan, and I and I love the gear. It almost made me want to be a Jets fan just <laughs> looking at the gear. But uh, yeah, Chase is built for 450s, man. I watch him ride, and I just think to myself, ah, oh, this kid's going to be really good on a 450 because he's calculated, he's smooth. Um, he has made some weird mistakes this year. Even when he is, he does ride smooth, he just makes kind of mental errors. But he's kind of cleaned that up over the, the course of several weeks. And just the way you're watching him ride, I think he's getting better. And now that he has a win under his belt, I think that's just going to help his mental clarity when he's racing as well, knowing that he can do it now. So, And especially if he wins this championship, it's uh, – I think going to roll over in the outdoors as well. Um, yeah, I mean, he was 
Justin Cooper had an off night. Oldenburg rode well and all that. But Sexton was just, I mean, clicking things off, Daniel. He looked that's, perfect. That's been coming for a while, too. <clears throat> and I think in the beginning of the year, he mentioned he was trying too hard. Mm -hmm. And I think he's got this thing with Austin. You know, I mean, obviously, amateur rivals and Austin's just out there smashing it. So I think that Chase was getting kind of caught up in things other than the actual race itself and making mistakes. But you could tell he was circling around getting it all cleaned up. And now that I'm, a, I'm with you, Kiefer, he's got the win, maybe probably the title if he doesn't screw up. He's nine up. Yep. Yeah, which isn't much, but I, he's just, it's all coming together right. And I, I think he is going to take that and then take next level because he finally gets the win. You finally are like, okay, now I'm here. Right. Now let's go. So yeah. I I agree it should help in the outdoor. My biggest concern is is the rules. What's he get one year to defend, and then he's up? Is that how it goes? Yeah. I think it's three. If you get the title in year two, you can defend once and you're out. So he's got one year left, and I think even though he physically looks the part, I still think he needs time. The, I, I mean, he did. The last year was a full year. Yeah, okay, the year before was the one he did one, or he made out oh, of practice. Oh, he didn't even make it out of practice. He didn't even make so, out of practice, right. I'm, if I'm correct, I think he would have to def defend and then go, and I don't like that for him. That reminds me of more like a Bogle type situation where I think he needs more time and and unfortunately he might not get it. So well, that'll be interesting, interesting to see how they what they do there for sure. Um uh Kiefer, uh back to your national prep before we let you go here. So you've been riding with the yep. eight hundred, right? Yep, have been. Yep, a lot. And where are you at on his speed? Where are you at with him? Um depends on the day. Actually we had a coal sign race this is what Tony does, okay? So he sets up a, you know, a practice session, and we and at the end of that practice session, we have to throw down a heat lap, and then we do two thirty. So that's a lot of what we've been doing the past couple weeks. Um, at, and we go to obviously rough desert tracks, Milestone, uh, Mumford, uh, Sunrise. So it depends where we go, but uh, rough desert tracks, somewhere between three to five seconds off of Mike. Mm -hmm. um, when we go to a, a water prep ruddy track, I'm Anywhere from one to two seconds off. So I feel like I'm riding good. Mm -hmm. um, I've been told that from other people. I really, I, I don't really have a lot of people I can trust. People say, oh, you're riding good. But, like, my wife's pretty good. She knows how I can ride. i got a couple tight friends. But And even Mike, um, Sunday we went riding, and we laid down a qualifying lap. Even though it was at sunrise, I was the same as him. So I feel like I'm riding good. It's just a matter of me, like Daniel said, Shit's going to be way different. Yeah, you know, come no, town. dirt's going to be deep. It's loamy. It's got different kind of right. bumps. You know, not square edgy, There's but no momentum at Hangtown. Yeah. You will never feel good. Even yeah. your good laps, you'll feel bad. So be ready for that. Um, yeah, but, but if that's you're... some good advice. I've been told that from several guys. Like, hey, you're going to have to ride fast when you're feeling uncomfortable. So yep. I've been really working on trying to get onto a new track when I go to one, and just trying to haul ass right away. If, and uh, even though at times that's sketchy, but I'm just trying to get comfortable with that situation. So if, if I don't know. The bike's good. I got yeah. factory suspension. I haven't been on factory suspension whew, in a long time, and that makes a huge difference. So uh, yep. um, uh, the bike, the bike's fast. It's it's fun to ride. If you're three to five off Mike, I got to say that you're going to be in oh, the yeah. fast, fast 36. That'll be in the fast 36. Okay. Um, Tony's got it calculated out. Oh, I bet he okay, does. So I bet he does. He has he has Sacramento times up from last year. He figures Mike's about tenth place guy. He's like, okay, the seconds from tenth place to 36. It, it's mathematics every single day. When right, we go right, right. Yep, uh, I could see Tony doing that. So, I heard from a source that 
Thule, our buddy Thule there at uh, the AMA, has already said that you are not getting in the A practice. I'm out. That was my question. Yeah, I, I'm going to ask him still. Because if you can get into A, then just latch yourself onto a guy, even if it's for four corners, and squeeze an extra second yeah. just from well, blind trust. You know, right. just get yeah. behind Eli. Oh. Thule, apparently Thule's. Oh, man. And let me tell you right now, those other practices are really slow. Like, well, I looked into it, actually. Clear. I looked into it. Eight guys from the B practice made the fast 40. And you're really doing your job. I huh? did, yes. Yeah, 40 or 36? 36, 36, sorry. Made the fast 36. Okay. Eight guys from the second practice, from the second group. And I looked at the schedule today, too, and A practice 450s is first in both sessions, too. Oh, yeah, because they, they flip-flop, Some, right? Yeah. 450, No, no, no. I, he, he means, like, for TV, sometimes they put 450s first. Right. So it must be for TV reasons, 450s oh, are going first. Okay. First mode of the day. Um, well, yep. Well, it'll be interesting. So I'm yeah, looking forward to it. It's going to be fun. I'm, I mean, it's a, it's a good story. I like to uh, yep. I like to ride dirt bikes. I want to go race. It's going to be fun. I like to, to meet people. So uh, I got yeah, uh, hell, I'm going to pin it. See what happens. I got your butt patches all done. The fly has them. So I uh, I'll be working on this program a lot when I get back from Hawaii. <laughs> oh yeah, three days of prep for Steve. Yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm really going to dive in deep when I get back from that. So hey, uh, but we did get press day, right? We're good on press. We're day? good on press day. Yeah, we got pressed it. Okay. So, yeah, just your manager over here doing something, you know, just working hard, trying to do something. Um, we actually got to uh, – I'm going up to, I'm going up to St. George this week. You coming? I don't know. I don't think so. I got a, I got a refrigerator repairman coming. I have a Moto 60 show. I have mountain biking stuff. I, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I, I, we'll see. I got to talk to my – I got to talk to Pookie. I got to figure this out. All right. Uh, we got a question for Daniel, you. Daniel, are you going to come race next year? No. <laughs> I rode a couple of weeks ago, and it was – every time I ride, it reconvinces me not to ride anymore. At, well, to be fair, at Daniel Blair's peak, peak Daniel Blair, LBZ Daniel Blair. I think I peaked. There was other years. No way. Okay. Factory Connection Daniel Blair. Yeah, 09, bro. I tried nah, that you were, you were You were better uh, after that. No. No, but anyways, you were never an outdoor warrior. Oh, that's never. What, that was no, my no. point. Right. No, I, I I ran top 10 at Washougal one year for over half the moto. Uh-huh. And? Got 26, never fell. <laughs> On a track with no bumps. Yes. Faye yes. did. Right. Uh, uh, Brian, you got a question for Kiefer before we let you go. Yeah, hey, guys. How you doing? Good, hey, Kiefer. Up? Hey, Brian. Hey, so I saw you out at uh, Vet World Championships last year, and I just want to say you're, you're, you're really fast. And one thing that impressed me the most was just how quickly you come to a stop and how quickly you charge in the corners. I was just wondering if you can give any advice to maybe like intermediate guys or aspiring pro guys um, you just, just to kind of step up to the next level in terms of braking. Yeah, it's kind of a tricky thing. I. I guess I've always been pretty good at, at rolling corners just because where I live in the desert, um, you have to be smooth because there's not a lot of moisture where we live. So every day after school, I go ride and, and just go to these turn tracks. So what I've learned over the years is you really got to try to get your braking done a little bit early and then get off of the brakes and then roll your corners. Um, a lot of times when 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 people view me, you know, going through corners at times are like man it's so so effortless and so smooth and when you do it right that's how it's supposed to feel like you come in hard you charge you brake, and then release the brakes and then roll your corner instead of trying to you know haul ass into the corner 
and then kind of half breaking into it in the middle of it and then getting on the gas. So the smoother your transition is through corners, the faster you'll be. And So would you say the here, same applies for maybe coming into like inside rut corners and then like sweeping wide corners? It's kind of the same technique? Yeah, absolutely. And it doesn't matter if you're inside, outside. You want to get your braking done early and then roll your corner with your throttle as smooth as you can. Um, Kiefer, at Milestone, how was my corner speed? When you were coming up behind me a few times. Hey, when you're when you were fresh, it was good. When you were starting to get a little bit winded, it wasn't pretty at all. Yeah, that's what happens. The elbow drops. Uh, thanks, Brian. Appreciate it, man. Actually, Brian, right on, guys. Brian, you uh, you got a bike? Yeah, I actually have an Alta. <laughs> Do you really? Oh, there you yeah. Go. Well, then this, this, probably, does this change you your technique? Does this change his technique, Kiefer? Yeah, on the Alta, completely different uh, Dude, honestly, approach. It's actually it's easier on the Alta. <laughs> I agree. That. <laughs> yeah. Um, I got a 125, too. Well, I was, was going to give you a, a chain. So, um, oh, that'll work on the alternate. Hey, yeah, hey yeah, Steve, yeah. as a matter of fact, I'm running one of those chains that you uh, talk about all the time on f- the Alta. On the Alta. Well, nice. Well, <laughs> Should I give Working you another one? Should I give you another one? I try to talk him out yeah, of getting something, sure. man. All right, we'll give you another one. Firepower. Uh, power Pass, right overpriced OEM battery with firepower fueling your adrenaline rush. This won't work for your Alta or your 125, but they have lithium um, batteries. Uh, they save you cash, offer superior performance. Spending up to $500 for an OEM lithium dirt bike battery? Forget it. Spend at most 120 bucks and get more cranking power with a Firepower Featherweight Lithium Battery. This is one of Chris Kiefer's top five mods for YZ 450 and 250. Right, Kiefer? Firepower Battery? Yeah, good chain. And yep. uh, and then we'll get you the chain, Japanese quality chain, at 50% less expensive than the competition. So uh, firepowerparts.com, and Brian already has one, so he knows how good they work. And Brian will get you another one, all right? So stay on hold. Right on. Thanks, guys. Appreciate Thank it. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, all right. Before I let you go, Kiefer... Let me ask you a question that I asked JT, and I'll ask Daniel Burr yep. the same thing. Got an email from Davey, uh, just a reader, named Davey, listener. Uh, hey, Steve, Pookie, and crew. If you had a t- Are you paying attention? Yeah. I'm looking something up, too, though. I'm, I can do two things at once, dude. Okay. If you had a time machine and you could have anyone's career, past or present or now, who would you choose? Mm, good question. Mm-hmm. Who would you choose? Well, Anybody's career. Career-wise, it's going to sound weird. Because he wasn't, you know, had, didn't have the the most prolific career. J Law, but I feel like he was uh, <laughs> fast. No, fast, humble person was a well-rounded rider, and uh, so I'm going to say Travis Pastrana. Okay, all right, a painful uh, one. The reason, like being yeah, that, yeah, because um, I don't really look at the health. I mean, I guess I'm, I'm pretty banged up, right? Because all the shit he's been through. Yeah. But, I'm like the exact opposite of Travis. I'm a homebody. Um, I don't go out. I'm kind of reclusive. I, I just in my bubble all the time. And Travis was outgoing. He tried new shit. Even if it didn't work, he still sent it. Um, he was in a he, dude. He, how fast was he on 125s? Supercross. He was amazing to watch. Um, I just really liked watching him ride. Um, besides James, I would say he was my second most favorite 
um, rider to watch in his whole career because well, you never knew what uh, he was going to do. It's a wrong answer. It's a wrong answer. Kiefer, that's a horrible answer. terrible answer. But, no but, way, dude. Travis was awesome. Uh, I know he was awesome, but yeah. you, you would have to... Be- Right, you would have to be him. That's what you're saying, right? Yeah. You would have yeah. his career? Yes, yes. the time machine. It's like Freaky Friday or, 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 or um, uh, White Chicks. Why wouldn't you want to be Travis? Look at all the shit he's done. I w- I'd like to remember it all. I, and I l- wouldn't like to be like 80-year-old knees and stuff. Yeah. I'm picking McGrath, dude. I'm going uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to win Supercrosses with very little training. I'm going to dominate the sport forever. I'm going to bang chicks every single weekend as much as I can. I'm going to have millions of dollars. I'm Jeremy McGrath. Dude, I don't know. Like, I just think Travis seen a lot. He's lived life, you know. You don't think McGrath's lived life, bro? Yeah, but he's just, you know, it's it's McGrath. Like, I think that's a cliche answer. Everyone's because it's say the that. best one. Mean, no, see, Kiefer's right though. He yeah. wants to do the complete opposite of himself. Okay, so so I get Daniel. Who, what do you pick, Daniel? Oh, Dungy for sure. Dungy, perfect. Okay. I mean, really? what, one or two injuries that were manageable injuries yeah. and yeah. a great career, solid dude. Could run for governor. Perfect. Hot, hot wife? Yeah, hot wife. Right. Yeah, Investing about, in things. Intense, intense cycles? Yeah. Attitude. Huh? What about his, like, just bland attitude? I mean, so? that's not you. I, you're not Travis? <laughs> yeah. True. All right. True. I'm trying to, so I'm trying to get like out of this my, thing my, super healthy and rich. MC, bro. MC would be great, Everybody too, loved but. MC, too. Everybody loved him. I know. Yeah, yeah I, he was a good dude. MC Dungey would be. Yeah, they're. I, I, I Dungey's look, not a bad one though. I'm just. I, I, I look yeah. at the body. Dungey made more money than Jeremy. So it's true. The, yeah. the what did JT time. say? He said McGrath. Did he? Yeah. Oh, of course. Shocking. Yeah. <laughs> All right, buddy. Uh, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. You are going to be in studio after Paula to talk about yeah, our, our assault. Come, uh, yeah, we're going to talk about all the stuff that's happened over the last. Oh, week. we're going to have a lot to talk about. Believe me. Hey, if I get a, a Rick Rick shirt to Blair, would he wear it? I'll wear it next week to yeah. our TV meeting. Get it to me by Vegas. <laughs> there we go. And uh, I'll get a picture with Ricky on it. Friday night live show, Kiefer. You will be there this Friday, 7 to 9. We'll have uh, Chad Reed and Ryan Villapoto as our guests. God, that's going to be good. That's good. <laughs> that's going to be good. What time is the show yeah. at? 7 to 9. Oh, make it later. Chad's so. better like later p.m. Do it at 11. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do it at 11. Uh, all right, cool. Thanks, uh, thanks, Heaver. All right, have a good show, guys. See Thank you. you. Appreciate it. Uh, Daniel Blair in studio. Eagle Grit, EagleGrit.com. How's that going? Everything good going there? Going awesome, man. It's fantastic. Do we have a special uh, here tonight? Yeah, we'll get into it. I'm, oh, okay. I'm, I'm actually, Matty Fran is my guy. Yeah. Like, he uh, handles all of our web stuff. Great and dude. He, yep. Dude, the best. Um, we got a couple We got a couple things going okay. tonight, but right. um, hey. let's get into the mode. We'll sure. save that for Okay, later. we can. Uh we have some news for Race Day Live coming up as well. Yeah. Um, well, it's we have half the news. Okay. We have half the news. I, I've been trying to get on here. I know, and you've been behaving. Um, <clears throat> Semi-behaving. I actually, I'm actually waiting for a confirmation text here any uh-huh. moment, and then okay. I'll have maybe the second half of the news. But we're okay. okay. It's right. looking possible, okay. man. All it's right. Looking pretty I mean, good. I just want to be with you and Uncle I got, Jim. I got a lot of people in your corner, but I got to get everyone in your corner. Yeah. So I got to get yeah. a little bit more confirmation, and then we're good. Okay. All right. Uh, we got some more co- people on hold here, and then we're going to get to Chase Sexton here in like three minutes. So, uh, Alex, what's up, man? How are you? Good, man. What's up? What's so, up? So um, I was watching an old like thing on YouTube today. It was like, uh, like I don't even know. It was some something retarded, and it was it had RC on a Honda, Barry Reed both on Yamahas, uh, 
uh, RZ cross jump ferry, and the next corner Reed takes out Ricky, and then yeah. like afterwards they 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 come into where Ricky's pointing to you and pulls you in and talks yeah. to you. I, I what was he what was he mad about? I mean, I'm young, so I wasn't like really like I wasn't really paying attention during that time. So yeah. like, what was he mad at you about? I, I've told this story like a hundred times, but it's okay, no problem. Um, yeah, he was <laughs> he was mad. Uh, he thought Timmy was trying to take him out and and ride for Chad because him and Chad were going for the title, and. Okay. And so he thought Timmy was trying to take him out, but Timmy was just mad because RC almost jumped and landed on him. So Timmy was going for his own revenge. Uh, what you don't see is when RC's lapping him, uh, Timmy makes a left turn and goes straight for the front tire, and he misses him. But he was going to try to take Ricky down. Timmy because, was yes, yeah. because he was pissed at Ricky for trying to almost taking him out earlier in the race. So what did he say to you? So Timmy, meanwhile, did not like Chad at this point and was not trying to help Chad. He was just mad at Ricky. Um, but Ricky thought it was a team tactic thing, which I understand. So then Ricky, I was walking back. Ricky pulls up, and he's just like, that's bullshit. Uh, you know, that's why he'll never be a champion, blah, blah, blah. Ricky's like he's saying, if, I, if I'm going to get a gun and shoot you. That's what he told me. No, he did Yes, not. he did. And that's when I go like this in the video with my hands up. Because I'm hands like, up, don't shoot. I'm like, you're out of line, dude. Like, I'm just a greaseball mechanic. <laughs> go tell him, but you're out of line. And Ricky apologized to me later, and I get it. Um, and so, I, I, you know, I... I get that, but that's yeah. It was some other f bombs, but he was really mad and and because he thought Timmy was trying to you know take him on, and he, he kind of knew me, you know, he knew who I was. We we talked and hung out, so I think he just saw me yeah. and that was it. He knew I was Red Dog's mechanic, and, and it was on from there. So, um, wow, yeah. Um, I have I have one more question, if possible. I, I saw Marty posted that like that message on Instagram about him the last race on his two fifty. In Vegas, is that is he hinting towards a 450 ride or is he hinting towards retirement? Well, you know? he's going to point out um, if he if he finishes Vegas, he's going to point out. Wow, really? Yeah. So does that mean no outdoors then? <laughs> no, no, no. He can still, no, no. He can ride outdoors. No, he, Supercross point okay, out. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think if he. I've heard that he wants to. He's going to retire. I've heard that this is. This I is already it for was him. going to maybe last year, too. Yeah. And then. Yeah. Kind of wow. just but, give it uh, one more shot. But kind of thing. Um, if he somebody offers him a 450 ride, he may do it. I don't know. I I think he's done though. I think he retires. Yeah. Did so. y'all see Stink Dog hitting bombs on 420 on Instagram Live? Did you guys see that? Uh, Daniel Blair would be our, is my Stank Dog expert. <laughs> he was at our main event Moto Ride Day, and okay. I did see it. Dude. Yeah. Live. Okay. Dude, <laughs> that's wild. Uh, Anyways, thanks, man. Y'all have a good show. Man. Thank you. Appreciate okay. it. Thanks, Sean. What's up, man? How are you? Sean. Hello? Yeah, hey, what's up? Yeah, hey. Uh, sorry, uh, I just wanted to ask, whatever happened with the pilot episode that you had with DirecTV, like, in 2011, I think it was? Yeah, that was, and, that was, uh, that was, was Ma yeah, Mav TV. They, we shot a pilot. They were okay. going to put us on TV, uh, like, a half-hour yeah. best of. Uh, but, nothing happened. They just passed on it. They didn't like us. Like Pro this show? Just yeah, a video yeah, version a of video it? a video version of it. They came and shot a pilot. Um, I think Watson and I were just too ugly for TV. If I have to be honest. Well, you guys were going to get a Lambo, right? Well, that's what, yeah, when, I, when we hit it big at TV, then I was going to buy a Lambo, and it was a whole thing. And, right, right, right. But, yeah, they just passed on it. They did, they called me back and said, look, we're going to pass on this, but if you want to buy the airtime, we'll put you on, and then you get the sponsors, and you buy the airtime, and I'm like, I'm not doing that. Right. But That's how all those TV things yeah. work. It's even with Supercross, it's a different way yeah. now, but there used to be where one would buy into the slots, the yep. other one, would they would buy you. Yep, yep. They have those options out there. Yeah, so uh, nothing happened from that. Nobody cares. But uh, yeah, yeah, I'm trying well, to... Well, just I'm, crazy, because you guys were pretty small. Yeah, no, time. I know. Now you guys are big. I thought something would happen, but, you know, yeah. if something was going to happen, I think it would happen now. I'm working on something for Satellite Radio, though. I, I doubt it happens. I doubt it comes true, but I am working on something right. with Satellite Radio. So Pretty just... Uh, oh, that's awesome. 
We'll see. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a long shot, but thanks for calling, man. Cool. Thanks, man. Appreciate, Appreciate it. it. Thank you. Uh, over the last 30 years, EVS Sports has established themselves as the leaders in innovation and technology when it comes to designing protection gear for today's motocross racers. Riders like Hampshire, Hill, Travis Pastrana, all wear EVS when they race, ride, or whatever Travis decides to do. Check out evsports.com to gear up like the pros and use the code PULP19. They save on anything from knee pads to shoulder braces. What did you use from EVS, Daniel? You knee braces. You had to have. Knee braces. Right. All the way through. EVSSports.com. We are protection. Use the code PULP19 to save. Uh, EVS is proud to bring you our first guest of the night. Uh, he just won his first Supercross in 250 class. Took the points lead uh, with, a, with almost a perfect race. Not a bad way. Not a bad night in New Jersey for Chase Sexton. What's up, Chase? How are you, man? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. How are you guys? I'm good, man. Thank you for coming on. Congrats on the win. Um, it was a long time coming for you. And Daniel was just talking about you uh, earlier in the show and kind of saying, like, as the race has been going on this series, you've been getting better and better. Do you feel that way? Uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, as I think everyone saw in the beginning of the season, I was kind of on the ground a lot and mm-hmm. uh, making a lot of mistakes. I had the speed, obviously. I just kind of couldn't put it all together. And I feel like the last, I don't know, three three races, I've been um, been getting a lot better mm-hmm. and just been more solid. And then, um, yeah, to get it done finally man yeah then i all i've been thinking about for like the last like i don't know six seven like the whole season i'm like i gotta win a race yeah i gotta win a race yeah well you're i you're laying on the ground in nashville and you're like really really justin oh, yeah well, I, honestly when that happened i was like i was like in disbelief i'm like did this really happen <laughs> you're like, like look like, one of us was gonna win this dude we one of us yeah. were gonna win this <laughs> honestly like martin i think Martin was like, I was like really surprised how good he was riding there. Like, yep. compared to like what he had been all season, like mm-hmm. he was riding really well. Like, I like when I got into second, I was like, man, he's not really that far ahead of me. Like, I was like, I, maybe I can catch him. But then I was like, man, he's riding pretty good. Like, I didn't really like <laughs> re- like catch him. Like, he was, I was, he surprised me for sure. And then, but yeah, when I was on the ground, I was like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe it. Yeah, it uh, yeah, it's been it's been a long time coming. We've seen you set the fastest time too. Like, look, Forkner's been great. Uh, he's got a lot of race wins and he's been showing blistering yeah. speed. But but you have outqualified him at times. So yeah, like, speed's there. Like, <laughs> that's why. Like, I don't like when people like they're all saying like. I mean, obviously, I mean, you, you, can, I, you can't knock him. He has been riding like mm-hmm. super super good. Like, it would have taken like I know if I race if I race my best race, I still believe I can beat him. Like, I just. I never put it all together, which mm-hmm. was frustrating for me. Like I qualify, like my speed is not was not the problem. It was more of just putting it together, getting a good start, and not making any mistakes and riding it myself. Which I really was. I was kind of frustrated halfway through the season when he was just clicking off these wins, and I was just getting second place every time. <laughs> like it was, it, it's not what I wanted. Like I was not happy getting second place at all. Like it was it was not fun. And I mean, we've raced each other for I mean pretty much my whole amateur career and my pro career, and it's just been. Uh, yeah, I mean he's he's been my toughest competition throughout my whole career so far. So it's it's uh, I mean it's cool obviously to have him race in amateurs and then now mm-hmm. we race pro together. It's just, it's pretty cool that we can still battle the same way we did in amateurs though. Uh, for sure, seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. You have a question for Chase Sexton from Geico Honda, uh, brought to you by EVSSports dot com. Chase, you know that's not going to change, right? Based on your ages, <laughs> your skill, like you're no, gonna. It's you're, not, it's not, it's not gonna change. I don't. I mean, I I like it. Okay. Personally. I mean, he, I, 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 I guess I've been. I've said. I, it's not cool. That, I mean, I don't want him to get hurt or anything like that. Like I didn't. Like him getting hurt is not at all what I wanted. I wanted to race him and 
beat him straight up. And now that I feel like I'm getting better, my racing's getting better. Like I wish, like I just wanted to be there. Right. And yeah, then, like yeah. obviously this weekend, like I was like when he came out in the main event from where he was in the heat race, I was very surprised. I I don't something turned around big time, and then obviously we came together a couple of times, and I kind of just sat back there. I'm like, well. Mm-hmm. I gotta, I gotta, we gotta settle this down because it's gonna. <laughs> I feel like I'm gonna kept going after him. We, yeah. we might have both end up on the ground. So. I was wondering about that. I talked to you after the race, obviously a little bit, and I think you have a right to be pissed about it. But on the other hand, on the other hand, if I'm Forkner, maybe I, yeah, you know. So I see both sides yeah, of that. You, I, that's why I said also, like in the, I said it in the, like in the press conference, like it's. He really, I mean, he. I give it to him because he gave it. Everything he had, like I mean, that's he went out. It was an all-in move. It was an all-in. I'm going for it. Move. That's what it was. Yeah, but it wasn't straight, dirty. Knock the guy down. No, and and Chase, I could see your frustration too, because again, you're coming off of Nashville, where you're like, dude, really, lap one, and now lap two of this one, you're probably just like, come on, let me get in this man. That was lap lap one, two, I believe. Like I passed. So, the one thing I was kind of frustrated with, obviously, I don't want to like. Um, bash, like I don't want to like get into it again, but like just like the start thing, like yeah, I kind of felt like I had both the maybe not both, uh, the heat race. He kind of had the wheel on me, but the whole shot in the main event, I felt like I had, and he just kind of just came off that landing of that single and just plowed me. Yep, and kind of both of our starts, which was I was frustrated about, and I ended up passing him. And then um, before the finish, like I had no idea he was coming, and right. I, he just I just get T bone. I'm like, oh my gosh, not again. <laughs> but luckily, I, I stayed up. I didn't really. It really didn't bother me. Like I didn't bobble really. It just kind of pushed me on my rut, and then I was like, all right, yeah, gonna um, settle down and wait for this thing to come to me a little bit. Yeah, and you really did. You you showed patience. You showed perfect technique. You just kept stretching that thing out four, five, eight seconds at one point. Um, it was hey, it was kind of a perfect race for you, but. Uh, I did a bunch of interviews after the race, as I always do, Chase. And, man, uh, it wasn't the design of the track or the obstacles itself, but no one liked that track Um, because I think the rain, it was soft in spots, it was slick in spots, it was chuck-holed like crazy, and this was more weather and type condition of soil than than design. But do you agree? Did you have a hard time trying to figure that thing out? Yeah, definitely. And then, obviously, I I think some of it might have been, like, um, us not having that free practice, I kind of feel okay. like the track out and like that get into your flow of things. When I, my first practice, I qualified first in the first practice still, but honestly, I felt terrible. Like I was like, man, I can't even put two laps together on this track, and I'm I'm like, wow, this is <laughs> this is not good. But I talked to other people, I'm like, oh, maybe it's not just me. Right. It was just a tough track. Like um, not having press day and not being able to ride it and kind of fix out the bugs of the track, I think hurt it a little bit, but. To me, to be honest, I think it was just a tough track with the whoops and everything. Like before the main event, I went out there. I was like, "Man, this is going to be a tough fifteen minutes plus one lap." If I get a whole shot, mm-hmm. it's going to be a it's going to be full focus. Like obviously every race is, but this yeah. track specifically. And I was out there riding. And I felt like I was riding in slow motion. Like I was like, "Man, I don't feel like I'm going very fast right now." But I think everyone had that kind of had that same problem. The whoops were tough. Um, I was glad I was working on jumping on whoops all <laughs> three weeks prior before this race because it kind of paid off a little bit. Um, yeah. But the, the track was nasty. The rocks were um, pretty uh, pretty sketchy. The last, I think, last lap, I didn't jump. I didn't triple one jump. So um, I kind of kept on the, yeah. the ground as possible. You know, Chase, it, 
it looked like a track, again, that was frustrating to get a rhythm on. You kind of had to fall back on your fundamentals, and that's something I, I want to applaud you on. I'm, I have an eight-year-old son right now, so I'm obviously trying to teach him how to ride. I'm all about fundamentals. So I watch all you guys, the way you ride, and I've always been that way. Even with Wyndham back in the day, I admired the way he rode. But I remember watching you on a YZ125 riding some turn track or something, and I remember going, man, that kid really rides the bike correctly. And I think that kind of helped on a track like that. My question is, where where did that come? Who coached you in the beginning? You do everything very textbook. Yeah. Where, does, where did that come um, from? Really, I mean, it's just been my dad and I the whole the whole time. I wasn't really a guy that went to a training facility. I was I went to one here and there, like Robbie Raynard and um, a couple of other ones. I've just been kind of it's just been been me and my dad. Um, he used to race, and I mean was by no means like a pro or anything but i mean once you see what what's the right way to do it it's kind of like i mean it's not hard to teach it so just develop that right kinda, just develop yeah, that as your way yeah i mean that's i mean I, this is the way i've ridden throughout my whole life i've never been one of those riders to i've well and plus if i do make a mistake my i'm my dad's the first one to tell me so <laughs> um and he's my practice mechanic so every day there's uh it's no room for error. Right, so, and constant reminders, kinda, right? Just yeah, stay tight on. Yeah, reminders about staying the same. Um, and I've gotten taller a lot. Taller yeah, you have. Yeah. yeah. I, I, wasn't, I wasn't a big kid at all when I was little. And still to have, kinda, still to have the right technique is a big – I think it's even – I don't want to say a bigger deal when you're taller, but obviously I think there's more – you just got to be more – I think you have to be more precise when you're taller just to keep your legs in the, out of the rust and stuff like that. So – they still have the same style. I think is pretty good, um, considering how much taller I've gotten. Yeah, you're gonna be like AC soon. Like AC's getting there, where he's just like, I can't even fit on this thing anymore. I gotta get out of this class. You, you AC, gotta... AC is a little. I think he's about an inch taller than I am still. Yeah. Yep. I think we argue about it every time we see each other. <laughs> who's taller? But yeah, I think he's taller I think than he you. He is still taller. Yeah, I do. I do. I think so. It yeah, seems a little like bit. It. Yeah. Um, and he looks tall on the bike. He, yeah, you you ride a little looks, smaller than he does. He rides big. He's you, got longer legs. I yeah, think. and I feel like you're tall, but you still kind of scrunch your body down. Um, yeah. So you you don't. I mean, if you are an inch, maybe you look two inches shorter when mm-hmm. the, when you actually ride. Um, yeah, like I, yeah, he's not that much taller, but he definitely looks taller for sure. How's outdoor stuff coming for you? I mean, I know obviously you're trying to wrap this thing up, so I don't know how much do you ride. Have you been testing outdoors, or are you one of those guys that just said, hey? Uh, Dan, I don't want to ride outdoors. I got to focus on this title. Or how's that been going? Uh, yeah, I've definitely been doing a lot of outdoor testing. Um, from I think I, so we started in between what was the Indy and um, yep. Indy and Nashville. Started testing. I went to California, came back and started. I rode. I think we had three weeks off. Rode two weeks of outdoors, and then one week of Supercross, and then um, the week after the week after Nashville rode outdoors again and then my the team came down and tested in florida okay um between i think the week before easter so i've done quite a bit of testing and the uh, the two weeks in between um or the three weeks in between uh this or nashville and new jersey i rode all two weeks of outdoors so oh wow so you're not yeah you're not worried about it no i think i think it helps me though just riding outdoors and Mm kind of getting my speed back um just getting back on outdoors i think brings your I don't know. It's just something about it. it brings your momentum back and everything like that. I think it helped me on Supercross. Yeah. Um, you f- when I get back on Supercross, I don't feel like I'm out of 
out of sorts. So I right. think. Um, Do you feel like Chase? You feel like when you ride Supercross a lot, and once you've got into the season, you get so precise and so tight that you lose a little bit of that edge speed. So I've always felt like a little bit of outdoor almost just speeds everything back up. And makes you ride a little bit more aggressive because outdoor you have to be thrashing more, you know. And I feel if you ride supercross yeah. too much, you get too technical. Yeah, I think that's honestly like a lot of my, um, like a couple of those races I struggled in between, um, like in between in the like middle way through the season. And I think getting back on outdoors kind of brought me back to just that having the the corner speed and stuff. And then I felt really good at Nashville, obviously. And I just think it's. Just gets you back up to speed, and um, it's just a change of change of scenery, kind of um, mm-hmm. being able to ride outdoors and brings the fun back to Supercross. Because obviously, once you get off of Supercross, you're kind of like ready to go outdoors, and then midway through the summer, you're like, oh man, I miss Supercross. So it's kind of like a it's kind of a cash twenty two, but yeah, yeah it's uh, good to be back on outdoors, and then getting back on Supercross is fun fun then again too. Um, yeah, definitely looking forward to seeing you outdoors, uh, what you can do. I think you'll take a step up this year, obviously, with, with you know, the success you've had in Supercross and then, uh, you know, riding, getting just being older, being being taller and everything else. Outdoors should be better for you. I'm interested to see Hunter Lawrence as well, your teammate. I uh, haven't yeah. seen him at all. So how, how's he doing outdoors? How's his speed uh, match up to all of you guys? Yeah, I mean, I think it's, um, it's he's going to be good, yep. obviously. Um, I think um, just – Coming from the GPs, I think it's going to be – I don't know if it's a different kind of racing. I feel like, honestly, I kind of replicate our class over here to the 250 class over there. I think it, it almost looks like they're, like, just calmer over there. I feel like you take our <laughs> class here, it's like almost like a – it's like a C, like a really fast, just a fast pace. Like, it's almost like a, a – not like a – we're not C class riders, but it's almost <laughs> like just a chaotic. Yes. A little squirrelier over yeah. here for sure. Yeah, a little more aggressive. Less, I, would, I would agree. Less feet on pegs. In America, yeah, definitely. It's just it's just an all out just like battle, thirty plus two, and there's no settling into this pace. Like those guys, obviously, are super fast over there. Um, and honestly, like when they get in that pace, it might be faster like than what we're doing over here. But they, we just, I don't know. It's just over here is a is a battle, and you always have somebody on you. Like there's no, it doesn't spread out, which I don't understand that at all because it's. I feel like every outdoor race I had, I was in a battle all moto. It's like well, third, eighth, fifteenth, dicing, yeah. no matter what. Well, your starts are never that great, Chase. So you're <laughs> you are coming up through the whole thing, and and, and well, know. that's true. Right. I, I I can't I can't argue that point. I think my starts have been better, <clears throat> but we're also on great, and now we got to go back to dirt, which I don't know how it's going to go. But right. my starts have been better, and like Buttons Creek when I got on the podium, I think I came. I was getting really good at getting a bad start and just making a lot of passes in the first couple laps, mm-hmm. or first lap at least. And I think, I mean, it's not a good habit to have, but even if I do get a bad start, I feel like I've gotten better at getting to where I need to be. But it's, it's like I said, it's hard. There's so many fast guys. Like, if you take that top 20 here, they're all, we're all on factory bikes, basically. Yeah, yeah. And it's, 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 it's pretty crazy. Like, you look at the line, you're like, man, these guys are <laughs> – it's gnarly yeah. for you're sure. You're like, you're all amateur champions. You're all on factory yeah. equipment. You're all, yeah, there's tons of you guys. I, I, I'm with you. Um, EVS yeah. Sports bringing you Chase Sexton. Uh, Pulp 19 code to save on evssports.com. Uh, look, it's nine points for you up on Justin Cooper uh, with one round to go. I would say normally if this was just an East Coast round, I really, 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 really like your chances, especially with the depth of that class. But it is a shootout in Vegas, and uh, it's a dirt, hard pack Vegas dirt. Um, 
Going to be probably some sleepless nights for you, huh, Chase? Trying to trying to think about this thing. And and honestly, I mean, I still like your chances to bring it home. But, man, it, it it's exciting for us fans. Maybe not so much for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, dude. Yeah, I mean, like you said, it's not it's not super exciting for me. But right. honestly, like the I like I think there's two whoop sections which I am a fan of, and hopefully they don't break down so they're skimmers all mm-hmm. like all day. Yep. Um. I mean, I I still like obviously Justin's a super good rider, and um we've been really close all year. Mm-hmm. Um. I just yeah. I mean, I'm just gonna go out there and do my thing and. Kind of, I'm going like I go there in the same mindset I've been all year and just trying to win the race. And I think the rest of it will be all for itself. So yeah. My mindset hasn't really changed, but yeah, it's definitely, um, it's hard not to think about it. But yep. then again, I'm just going to go there and do what I've been doing all season and just try and uh, do my best on race day and get a good start. That's about all I can do. Yeah, Daniel, if I was in Chase's spot or, or Adam on the, Adam seems to on the other coast. You're like, why a shootout? Why? Yeah. Why? Yeah, they sound fun. That yeah. sounds like, oh, yeah. wait, not now. No, yeah, exactly. All yeah, of I us. The shootout, uh, the shootout was fun in Atlanta, but, um, yeah, now right. it's um, yeah. I mean, obviously there's some people that have, I mean, the class maybe is the depth might have, we might have lost a few people, but still it's it's still going to be all. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, um, it's, it's not the same as Atlanta. So uh, I think you got a Lick Kit nomination coming. What did you think of your oh, yeah. New York Jets gear? Well, I sure I I'd hope so. I mean that I think that's the best looking it gear good. that I've ever worn. Yeah, I think everything came together. I think the green and white looks super good. Yep. And then we had the new helmet, um, which I liked. And then yeah, I mean it's I think it looked great. Um, I, if I if I don't if Christian or I don't win Lick Lick Kit, I'm gonna be Kind of uh, oh, questioning. Boy. Oh, okay. Right. Oh, well, he'll be. Well, there'll be some conspiracy yeah, behind yeah, it. Yeah, right. Politics. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, I. It's, I'm not just saying me, but Christian was also out there. Like, you give it to him. I'm just, hey, just no, I give it to Christian. No, the rule is <laughs> no, no. The rule for the lit kit is the top finishing rider. If, if the guys that wear the same thing, it's a top finishing rider. Okay. That's that's. Oh, the, really? Yeah, we we only so pick, you got we, it. Yeah, we pick one guy and. If it's somebody wearing the same thing, whoever finishes better gets gets the nomination. Nice. So, 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 so they're so all like rules. The neck, so like being wearing a neck brace, that doesn't come into play at all. Like no, he's like, so it doesn't come into play at all. No, no, it really doesn't. No, even color goggle strap doesn't come into play. Some guys change up a goggle strap, you know, or gloves. Um, that oh, okay. it's, it's total. Look. I wasn't. I was kind of concerned about because I kind of like trying to match my my goggles and everything. Yeah. To make it. So I like it. Maybe I can get the upper edge or something like that, but I guess it doesn't matter. <laughs> well, sometimes it does. No, sometimes like if it's a if it's this you know if it's a tiebreaker thing between uh, two riders, then you know you look at small stuff like that. But if it's two guys on the same team, then it it kind of doesn't matter. So so how do you get nominated? Is it, is it you and um? It's it's me and the seven deuce deuce. Yep, yep, pretty much. So uh, yep, you know my fashion sense with hoodie and a cargos. I mean I'm I'm on point. So I you know I understand yeah. fashion. Um, yeah, I mean. Hey, so yeah. uh, Atlas Brace is a big, big part of our show for a number of years, and you're one of their number one riders, if not the number one rider, wearing an Atlas Brace right now, and you took the win, and um, you enjoy wearing the brace. It's something that you've always worn for a long time now, huh? Yeah, I I really like it, and I think a lot of like the tests and everything they've done like have proved that the neck brace does help. Um, I just like it's just another safety yeah um, thing that like. Obviously, we have a super dangerous sport, and just something else you can wear to make it safer is, I think, always a positive. And to be honest, I don't even I don't feel it. I've worn, I obviously do the photo shoot and stuff. I have to do it without it. Mm-hmm. Um, and to, when I put it back on, it's not like it's like, oh man, gotta wear a neck brace again. It's like, yeah. and I don't really notice it at all. 
Um, I mean, I have maybe a longer neck than some guys, but um, like maybe you put it on Alex being so small, it might bother him. But for me, I think that I love it. And I think the Atlas is the best choice when it comes to a neck brace, just because how nimble and flexible it is. Sure. Um, I don't even think that I don't even unclip the thing. I put it straight over my head. Oh, do you really? <laughs> yeah. I don't even unclip the thing. Oh, uh, do you wear the straps or no straps? Yeah, I wore the the ones like not there's there's two different yep. straps. There's like one that goes around your body and then right. there's the one that just goes under your armpit and up like yeah, I wore that one. Okay. The small one like yeah. I I love it though and it doesn't bounce around. Some people wear it without them and I'm like Man, I don't yeah, know how you guys um, do that. I feel like it bounced it around. Yeah, some guys don't wear it all. I'm going to try one here uh, real soon when I go riding. And some guys have told me wear the straps. Some guys are, don't. I don't wear the straps. So I'm going to I'm going to test out both and, and see which one I like better. Uh, yeah, I wear I wear them, but some people wear them over the jersey because they bother their skin. But I, oh, I just wear them. Under, yeah. So I don't know. Uh, by the way, also too, Geico Honda, uh, an official uh, sponsor of the Intense team. So, uh, or the Intense guys. Are, oh yeah. So when are we? When oh, are we hitting yeah. the trails, bud? Um, I, I get the Taser though. You just get a normal mountain bike. Hmm. So. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm I'm ready to take whatever trail you want. I got, um, I got demoted to uh, well, I had so I had a cross country bike, which was the sniper version. Okay. And then I got, but like I obviously I crashed, broke my collarbone before the season started. Didn't get to race West Coast. Mm-hmm. On the on the cross country bike, which a lot of the guys, on um, they kind of put it that I shouldn't have been on that bike, but I don't think it, was, it wasn't the bike's fault. So right. now I'm on a I'm on an all mountain bike now, like a big has a lot of travel. Yeah, more so travel and bigger. Now I can yep. take whatever hill whatever hill you bring me down, I can take it on the thing. Yeah, I don't I like the taste though. I'm a fan of it. Yeah, I don't understand the whole uh, full enduro cross country. Like I don't like you'd have to. Everybody rides down some hills, and everybody rides up hills, and everybody rides some cross country. I feel like unless you're a full downhill racer, you ride a little bit of everything. So you're always compromising no matter what bike you pick. To me, anyways, I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of like I like going uphill fast, which is going to be. I mean, it's not going to make that much of a difference, obviously, being on a little heavier of a bike. But yep. I like to, and I like to like look at because I don't know if you use Strava or not. But oh, I'm, I'm Strava. Like Strava I'm Strava. Oh yeah, you're big. Big Strava guy. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, Strava um, Steve. You should follow me and see what I'm doing. <laughs> see if you can match it. You, but they have an e. So it's an e-bike. There's an e-bike like. Uh, yeah, I. You want to call it on there. There's an e-bike. I don't do that. I couldn't figure it out. There's no easy option for doing that. And then somebody told me the way to do it is you have to go into each ride you do every time you post a ride. You have to go in on the laptop, not on the app on the laptop and change it to an e-bike ride. And I'm like, I'm not doing that. Like, I, I never go on Strava on the laptop. Like, I just... So, so I basically, if you, if you get a KOM, I'm going to report you. I got a KOM, and I deleted it. Oh, okay. Yeah. At least you didn't keep it. No, I didn't. I didn't keep it, man. I didn't want to do that. So, um, but uh, but I love this segment. Like, so now that I haven't done it forever, now if I go back and put e-bike, now it's not going to... None of my records are going to... My, my times are going to compare. So now I'm screwed. Right? Like, now I can't. Yeah, no. Now so, I, well, I think the time should be the same, though. Like, compare them to yourself. Uh, comparing them to yourself, at least. I don't no, know. No, no, because I, cause I did it. Michael Lindsay showed me how to do it on a laptop, and I went in and did it, and it deleted all. It it, it had no times and no segments compared to my other segments. So, oh, yeah. So then you're basically. You're starting from scratch. You're gonna right. To, you're gonna have to, so you're going to have to delete. If you get a KOM, you're basically going to have to delete your ride. Yes, yes, and that's what I did. So um, when I got the KOM, because I, I I wrote it literally on high on high assist, because I was just having some so, fun, and yeah. Do you ride? So where do you ride that thing on? 
Eco or no Eco? Yeah, or... no, I'm Eco and ninety percent of the time, just because I want to get a really workout and you know I want to really push myself to lose weight and 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 you know yeah. and all that. So I'm on Eco ninety percent of the time. So okay, um, I see. I but uh, but you know I've gone out with like Alex Ray came up here and we went mountain biking and I was on Eco and he was on a normal bike. And he could stay with me. Like, it wasn't like I was, you know, he was he was pulling. Like, we, yeah. were, we were pretty much the same. We buy, I buy because our team, um, our old team driver, Shane, he has an e-bike. And he obviously still works at the shop. And he we went riding. And me on my cross-country bike and him and I think it's maybe Trail or I think it's Trail he was in or maybe Eco. But we yeah. were about the same. Like, yeah. it was about perfect with in my heart rate zone. And then he was in. Obviously, he didn't have a heart rate zone, but it was just oh. like it was a fun ride. Like when I we would always go on shop rides um, out to like uh, it's called um, Tupit or Greer Ranch mm-hmm. in California. Oh yeah, Greer. Yep. Yeah. Somebody told me I need to go and out we'd there. We'd always but... we'd always take like everyone from the team, all the mechanics and everything would go out and ride there. And I think for the mechanics, like it's not it's not fun for them obviously to try and no. keep up with the riders. So having an e bike is perfect. Like it's fun for both both guys now yeah absolutely and by the way uh intense is on the show so pulpamex 10 is the code to save at intensecycles.com you can save 10 percent on any bike from intense cycles even a taser if you want a taser you can save on that or anything uh so thanks to intense as well for for hooking me up uh i'm an intense athlete just like chase sexton daniel nice you guys are teammates yeah we're basically teammates yeah teammates. hey chase i got a question for you i gotta turn this thing to a I want to turn the road here a little okay, bit. Okay, all right. We can do that. What did yeah, you do, or what are you going to do with your bonus check from Jersey? <laughs> it's important. I need to know, because I like you right now. I like the way you ride. You have a good attitude, but I, I need to know what you're going to do with your bonus check before I decide whether I really like you or not. <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't know which way. Don't, I, don't I mean, hold back. I just, for me, I I really not not like a big, like, spend. Like, I don't spend a lot of money on, like, just dumb things. Like, I, I kind of, like, just saving it or i like to play golf so a lot, honestly like it takes playing golf is expensive like if you want to play especially here in orlando like the courses are not cheap like it's like 50 dollars rounds every time like i'm just kind of like i don't know I just, <laughs> i'm not gonna take much to entertain me yeah like i'm not like some guy that needs to go buy like a, a boat or a, like i'm i'm actually gonna get a new i think i'm gonna get a new truck um but okay. i've had my truck for three or four years now so i'm just gonna i think i'm gonna get a new one i have a Colorado, so I want to get a full size. Okay, but well, like some, I'm, that's that's a write off too. So I have to kind of get uh, buy one. So it's kind of like I don't know. You kind of have to spend some money at some point. Yeah, I so. was going to suggest a Honda Ridgeline myself. I've been very happy with mine at LA Honda World, but that's okay. That's fine. Yeah, I mean, I I like the Honda for sure. I just have like I yeah. want to get a full size truck. Yeah, if you um, want a full size, it's yeah. I get it because it, it, the Ridgeline is is not that. The Ridgeline sure. is nice though. I I will. Uh, I will say that Hunter's got one and Kenny's got one. I'm kind of jealous of them. Yeah, but. yeah. No, you can put it. You can put anything in that trunk, bro. It's no problem. And doesn't get stolen, especially in California. Yeah, exactly. Right, exactly. Not a fan. Uh, yeah, if you want a full size truck, yeah, it, it's not the one for you for sure. But so I don't uh, know if that. I don't know if that um, answered your question. Oh no, you're good. Said. You're good. You're all right. With yeah, that, you Daniel? passed. You passed the test. Okay, all right. Just need versus want. You're getting something you need. A little bit of an upgrade, tax write up. What would he have? What would he have said to make you scared? Rims or something stupid Rim, like rims, that. Okay. Like I, I just, I could imagine what A Ray would get if he got that bonus. Oh God! And I could imagine it being. Oh, is A Ray spend money? Well, I just, I don't know if he's that smart with his money. Yeah, I just think that he would be like, oh my God, and just 
go on Amazon and probably spend half of it there, and then go right. and buy rims or something. And I just, I just, right. you seem mature, and I I, you, you pass the test. Yeah, I might actually get it because uh, Intense doesn't make uh, road bikes, obviously. So I, I got a new road bike this year, and I kind of like, I love bicycles in general. Mm-hmm. Just I spend a lot of time on one, so I kind of like, I, I would get maybe a new upgraded bicycle, but. I don't really need it, obviously, so I might, I don't know. I'm kind of, I get torn. Right, right, yeah, yeah. Now, what if you win the title, though? That's a lot more money. Then what do you do? Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I mean, obviously, I don't, that's not, it's not done and over yet, but, um, yeah, I don't know. No, no, we'll, that, we'll ask that one. But yeah, I don't, don't want to put that why on Why don't you, you ask him that after Vegas yeah, yeah, I don't when, when you have him right on TV. Press conference, right, bro. Right. Yeah. Press conference, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll wrap it up first, and then we'll we'll talk we'll talk championship bonus. Yeah. But and then what are you going to do after Vegas? Seeing as though you can't go to the after parties, you going to Circus Circus, <laughs> uh, Excalibur? No, I, they got honestly, a really I, so good. I, so, so Circus Circus is fun because I, I think I mean I think people think it's like a dump. But when I was when I was uh, I raced Monster Cup four years I think uh-huh. yeah four years, and I went to Circus Circus after I got second the first year and. Uh man, I had a blast there. It was fun, but I wouldn't wouldn't be going to Circus Circus. I don't know what I'd do. I kind of I'd probably just hang out with some of my buddies or well, some uh, of us. Some, maybe maybe I'll hang out with you too because I can't get into monster parties. I'm banned. Why? <laughs> I'm banned. They they don't want me going to their parties. You get too rowdy there. You get a little. No, I just they don't like the things I make fun of their dirt truck videos and and their their crappy videos they do, and so then <laughs> they ban me. So, um. Literally, I can't. Everyone's in the monster party, and I just sit there and just be like, "Okay, guys, well, I'll just like, see you like later. Chase. It's this bad. Like he's been there and got in line and didn't get in. It's yeah. not like he heard he can't get in. No, he no, really he hasn't been allowed in. Try. Yeah, he went there and tried to get in. Yeah, yeah, I was shut down. Yeah, so um, honestly, I don't know what goes on at those parties, but well, I don't know. It's not. I'm not. I'm not a party kind of guy. I mean, I'm only 19 years old, so I kind of like. I, the, I'm very. I'm kind of green behind the ears a little bit. Sure. the The last yeah. monster party, uh, AC texted me and said, "Where are you at?" And I said, uh, "I can't get. I got blocked from getting in." <laughs> and then he sent me proceeded to send me a bunch of videos and phone and and sh- cameras or vi- photos and videos of just everyone raging. Yeah. <laughs> and saying, well, "I wish you were here," but I'm just like, "You're an asshole." Thanks a lot. AC AC loves it. Oh, he, he loves it. Yeah, he he's in the life. That's dude. right. He's a, he's, a, he's a good time. He's a good time though. Last year at the after party, I talked to AC. He was with his doctor who was about to do his surgery. They were partying together. <laughs> AC and his doctor. And they're like, "Yeah, next week we're going under the knife." And I'm like, "You want to party <laughs> with your doctor? Your your doctor's getting trashed, dude. Are you going to be all right?" And yeah. He's like, "Yeah, he's fine." He's good. Yeah. Hey, he, he was probably having a good time too because he didn't race outdoors, so he knew he could just do it. Yeah, he was having a good time. Yeah, I remember because he won, right? So yeah, he was just like oh, it's yeah, full yeah. full send right now. Um, and he was, and for him to win because I because like last year, obviously, I, I can't, it's kind of like the same thing I was going through this year. Like he's like, oh, I gotta win, I gotta win, and then he just hits to Vegas, the very last race, and goes out there and yeah. wins. Which I mean, he went by me like I was standing, I had. Like you had an anchor <laughs> on the back of your bike. <laughs> yeah, I remember him going by me, and then I like I caught no, I so I saw I start, he went by me, and I think like three laps later I started catching a PC bike. I'm like, oh, I'm catching him again, and it was ended up seeing being Savachi. I was confused. I'm like, dude, he's already in the front. I'm like, he's, where did he's gone? Where did he go? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, man, I must be going really slow hey. because well, I wasn't going that slow because Savachi's right in front of me. And right. Then, 
He All of a sudden, Adam's up front. He knew that the quickest to the finish line, the quickest to the monster party. Yeah, he wanted to get to the party. Right, yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. I mean, but then again, if you go too fast, you go another lap. So, yeah. Uh, good, good point. You're right. Uh, well, hey, uh, thanks, Chase. Thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Congrats on the uh, on the win. Uh, it was a textbook ride for sure. And uh, like you said, nine points going to the Vegas. I like your chances to, uh, to bring this thing home. But uh, thank you for your time tonight. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. All Later, right, Chase. Man. See you, man. Yeah. See you, guys. Chase Sexton, everybody, on the Pulp Next Show, presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Uh, brought to you by EVSSports.com. Uh, I like Chase. Good guy. Good kid. He is, too. Good yep. kid. And, again, back to the fundamentals. I remember watching press day this year at Atlanta for the showdown, and they were just coming down the start backwards into the sweeper, and it was real choppy. And I was just kind of watching because it was like the week that week at home, I was working with my son on standing late into the corner and okay. then sitting and dropping your leg at the same time. Got it, and I'm watching yep. every rider do it wrong. They're coming in, sitting down, their leg out, just bouncing around, and then he comes in. St- he did it, and I remember that day going, "Man, kid is a he's a yeah. perfect, perfect fundamental rider." He really is. Uh, Daniel Blair here, EagleGrit.com. You want to go get some eagles during this commercial break? Yeah, do you guys have those in Vegas? We can take a look around. All right, yeah, let's head on the e-bike. Yeah, and that and that again. I know it's funny and all, but it's like continuing on. <laughs> it's like in YouTube comments, people that don't even know me. People will be like, "F that eagle killer," like some random. <laughs> They're not random. They're our listeners. Did you, you tell them about the tweet we got for fantasy? Oh, yeah. I sent it to him. I, oh, I sent it to him. That was really good. That was funny. Okay, listen. If you're going to... I'd rather be an eagle on Daniel Blair's property than than my score. Than the book. owner of my fantasy. Than the owner of my fantasy. And it's like, team. it's one of those things where the joke is growing tired, but if you use it properly, I'll laugh. But if you're just like, how are the eagles doing? It's not funny. That like, guy used it properly. No, it was... That guy was Be good. creative, yeah. and I'll like it. But if you're just going to like say it, then it's not funny anymore uh, to me. All right, let's go to commercial break here. Uh, first one of the night, Zach Osborne's coming up. Will Christian's coming up. Your uh, cohort. My, re- my request to Your have request, her on yeah. Uh, I was driving back to the hotel with her, and I said, you want to go on Pulp? And she was, like, nervous at first. Really? And she listened. She likes the show, but she was a little nervous. I kind of had to give her a nudge. Uh, probably because she thought we'd start talking to her about sex or something. Because that's, yeah. that's, that's she's that's, probably like, I heard this thing with right. this guy that's Kiefer, right. and right. yeah, exactly. She's probably like, I don't know if I want to go on. Maybe if I go yeah, on early, like definitely not at the later part. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But no, we'll 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 be nice to her. All she's right, she's yeah. really cool, super good at her job as well. And Zach's allowed to be up this late, and Zach's on the West Coast. Oh, so that there makes we go. Sense. Okay. Uh, all right, everybody, we want a commercial break. Uh, Eagle Grit and Main Event Moto. Daniel Blair. We'll be right back after this commercial break. All of us have one thing in common when it comes to leaning that bike into a corner, floating a dirt bike through the air, or blasting a sand berm in a UTV. And that is passion. At BTO Sports, our foundation is built around family, which allows us to offer unparalleled customer service. Knowing we share a common interest, we look forward to the weekend as much as you. So we offer three-day express on orders over $85. BTOsports.com is proud to be a premier source for motorsports parts and apparel for well over a decade due to our reputation for excellent customer service and great prices. From motocross to mountain bikes, sports bikes to UTVs, BTOsports.com has what you need because our passion reflects yours yeah that's right people that's van halen i want to tell you about my two favorite things in life van halen and fly racing flyracing.com they make much more than just moto gear mountain bike gear snowmobile gear hard parts they've got it flyracing.com the f2 carbon helmet it's as close to a factory bike as a helmet can get. It's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, Baggett, Kennard, and Pike. Carbon fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, Mips. 
Fly Racing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. Go to your local dealer, get them from flyracing.com. Please check them out. A whole line of hard parts as well. Flyracing.com. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team, longtime Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. The Rockstar Energy Husqvarna team relies on one company for all of its seat needs, and that's Guts Racing. We thank the folks at Guts Racing for coming on the show for a number of years now. Pulp MX 2018 is the code to save. Complete seats available for KTM and Huskies. Other brands will be added later. The Phantom Lightweight Seat Foam is the choice of seat foam for many teams in the pits. Kenny Roxon won a 450 National Championship using Guts products a couple years ago. And again, they've been with us for a number of years. Please check them out. Official supplier of the Rockstar Husky Husqvarna team for graphics. Live in 100 as well. And seats. Anything and everything to do with seats. Please check them out. GutsRacing.com. Pulpamex 2018 is the code to save. Thanks for listening to the Pulpamex show, everybody. Please, if you're listening to these commercials, I appreciate it. Yeah, that's right. Because without these commercials and without these sponsors, we wouldn't have a janky radio show for you to listen to. But for now, I want to talk about Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and the Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 20 years, they've been delivering professional-level graphics for every rider from an amateur to a pro, including Alex Ray back in the day. Choose from our selection of graphics uh, online or make yours one of a kind. Roost also offers a wide range of custom products from t-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. 48-hour turnaround. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section on the website. Get your Pulp Mech swag, customize your bike, get custom stickers, uh, get custom helmet stickers, whatever it is, uh, including Pulp Mech stuff. Follow them on Instagram, at RoostMX, for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh, visiting RoostMX.net, and use the discount code PULPNATION to save 20%. Thanks, RoostMX.net. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate 45 years of fun, building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. So Randy Richardson, good guy, means well, great interview, but oh my gosh, his voice is fucking annoying. 
In that case, boss, you may want to fast forward while I tell the rest of the Pulp MX show listeners about Michelin's extensive motorcycle tire product offer. The Pulp MX Nation certainly knows about the Michelin Starcross 5 tire range and its outstanding durability and excellent performance. But I'd like to share some information on Michelin's wide range of industry-leading motorcycle tires. New for 2019, the Michelin Anarchy Adventure tire, which features two-compound technology, enables adventure touring riders to have confidence on any adventure with a new level of on-road stability and uncompromising traction off-road. The Michelin Road 5 tire is designed specifically for sport touring riders and provides the maximum confidence in wet and dry conditions mile after mile. As the exclusive MotoGP class tire, Michelin definitely understands the performance expectations of today's sport bike riders, and the Michelin Power RS tire enables those riders to unleash their full potential. If you're a Harley-Davidson owner, the co-developed and co-branded Michelin Scorcher tire range, which is original equipment on over a half million models manufactured over the past decade, is the right cruiser tire for you. For the latest on all Michelin motorcycle tire products, visit motorcycle.michelinman.com for more information and make sure to follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and at michelinmotorcycle.us on Facebook. This commercial is not 2019 Pulpy Award material. Attention riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto, as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. Although the Atlas brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or brole. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. Should you need more, please request a Defender Roost Guard or Guardian Body Armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position, elbows up, and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride. WUSA is the number one source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. They are the exclusive importer for talent and kite hubs along with DID and Excel rims. Their wheels and wheel building services are trusted by the finest teams in the country. Teams like Factory KTM, JGR Suzuki, Rocky Mountain MCKTM, Rockstar Husky Star Racing Monster Energy Babbitts, 
they all trust of ya. No job is too big or too small. WUSA, everybody, we thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels, hubs, wheel building services, they've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there, and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at WUSA.com. WUSA, they're all things wheels. Do it. WUSA. Do it. For 2019, Works Connection celebrates 30 years of delivering championship-winning products to motocross legends and champions like Lamson, McGrath, Wyndham, LaRocco, Carmichael, Dungey, Roxon, Plessinger, and more. Current race teams, JGR Suzuki, Star Racing Yamaha, Moto Concepts Honda, Team BWR, Rockwell Racing Yamaha, HEP Racing Suzuki, AJE Motorsports, and KTM Canada have also come to rely on Works Connection's commitment to innovation and quality. So if you're looking for factory-level parts, like radiator braces and skid plates to protect, rip a whole shot with a Pro Launch, or upgrade to the elite line of axle blocks, clutch perch, or bearing-equipped throttle tubes, just visit WorksConnection.com. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta and Ducati, today Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National, and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. Welcome back, everybody. Pop my show presented by BTOSports.com. Fly Racing, Daniel Blair in studio for Main Event Moto and uh, NBC Sports and uh, Eagle Grit and uh, Fly Racing. Yeah. Um, I apologize to everybody on Facebook Live. Watched me eat there for a few minutes. Yep. It's hungry. Yep. It's a that, good sandwich, though. Um, Marks, uh, sorry about your Las Vegas Golden Knights. By the way, I don't want to talk about it. Okay. Yeah, my you, sharks put I don't you out. Your your my sharks. Get sharks. Out of here. Uh, hey, do you know there's a real option for riders to not have to clean an air filter ever again? Mm-hmm. Imagine a good option, Daniel, that eliminates the time and chemicals required to clean and oil your air filter. 
If you haven't heard of ProFilter, maybe you've been roosted too many times. ProFilter has been active in the industry for a decade and makes top quality air and oil filters for dirt bikes, street bikes, side-by-sides, and everything in between. Sold through power sports dealers nationwide. ProFilter.com, MaximaUSA.com as well. Pulpamex35 is the code to save with uh, with ProFilter, Daniel. Nice. That's so, good. You're going to give some of those away tonight? Uh, we can, yeah. I mean, so, you always do. I so. mean, I, we normally do, can yeah. I, can I start picking? Since I'm here, can I yeah. pick who to give stuff to? You can, sure. Yeah. I just, I, I'd yeah. like to. I feel like you're a little loose with it. You just give people stuff random. I, I think I do. people need to earn it. Yep, I, I do. I gotta admit, I'm just kind of like, here you go, like whatever. Yeah, let me let me pick from now. Um, Vertex Pistons. Uh, email sales at pivotworks.com. Full range of two stroke and four stroke pistons and replica high compression or GP style configurations. Uh, we um, we got the uh, James on from Vertex on the other weekend to tell tell us about that. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons. Is uh, will have your engine performing better than new. Every two-stroke KTM and Husqvarna come with a Vertex piston from the factory. So uh, thanks to Vertex Pistons for making it happen. Speaking of Husqvarnas, speaking of uh, uh, pistons, this man has a Husqvarna. He has a piston in his Husqvarna 450, and uh, he finished second this past weekend. He's a friend of the show. Zach Osborne. What's up, Zacho? Uh, chilling, watching the hockey game, actually. Yeah, uh, St. Louis just took a late lead. Um, yeah, it's ridiculous. I can't believe it. Your your Tampa Bay Lightning got swept. I, I cannot believe yeah. that. Thanks for that. I will hang up. Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, Daniel. So um, I'm supposed to be, well, not supposed to be. There's a chance I'm on race day live this Saturday in Vegas. Yes. We've been working on this. Yes, there's a chance. Okay. Zacho, do you think, <clears throat> do you think, Zacho, that I deserve a shot on race day live? Of course. Why not? Oh, Okay, Daniel, there's well, one. Okay, well, all right. Let me fill in, everybody. I did get confirmation uh, during the commercial break, and here's what it is. I was told that the okay is in. You can go on race day yes. live. But yes, they said ultimately it is my decision because if anything goes wrong, it's my ass. So Ooh, it's wow. all up to me now, and I'm just I'm not convinced. I've worked hard to get where I'm at. Yeah. And I'm not, I just don't know if I'm willing to like let the whole thing just go up in flames I'm just to get animal. you on. I'm not an animal. I'll behave myself. You're opportunistic. And I know with that mic and the what? time slot that you're going to get, you I just I don't I don't know. What's off limits? I don't even know. I mean, ask me and I'll let you know. But Zach, I I mean, really think about this. Would you would you put your career in Steve's hands? Yeah, he's professional. I mean, it's not like he's going to yeah, I mean, an idiot. Uh, can I talk about the Nets? And we need more, and it's two thousand dollars, and I'll raise some money if you guys need it. That's gonna go See, bad. I, I feel, yeah, I just feel like that's a poke. I okay. think you're poking, and I, okay. and I, I get, you know what I mean. I, I don't feel like that's over the line, but I know what that is. That's a, right. that's a little collarbone. You know, my grandma, I love her, but she always gave me the old, "Hey, Daniel," yeah. and I hated it. And I feel that's what you would be collarbone poking, Rick. Rick. And and that too, because dude, Ricky comes on race day live a bunch, and I'm a, I I could give him the old call. Hey, come up here and okay, you know I just okay. I, again I just well seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. If you have a question for Zach Osborne, or if you want to vouch for my, my candidacy, it's my call for race day live. I mean, I got Daniel the word Blair. that said Daniel, it's your call, right? All right, so. Zach's just so lenient about it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, he's, no, pro- he's professional. Zach and I, we know each other. We're friends. We 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 know you know. So, uh, Zacho. I mean, okay. Yes. Go ahead. I was gonna say, like, it's it's not. I mean, obviously, cussing's out of the out of the uh, yes. equation, and um, but you're professional. I mean, I I don't think you're gonna 
he may be a little bit right though that he might take some some jabs here and there. Ah, what's a little joke between buddies? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, no big deal. Just uh, joke about your bosses. Up, lighten up. Um, uh, hey, Zacho. So, congratulations on your second place. Uh, good ride. Thank you. Very good ride. Nice to see you up there. Um, but like, you rode well. You passed the leader. Things were looking good, and then you made that mistake. Like, do you lay at night and say, "Damn it"? Like, what could have been? Or do you lay back and be like, ah, it's my first career podium. It's second place. I'm good. Like, what? where are you at feelings-wise? Uh, I have to say, like, I was at least a little bit like, man, I let one get away from me there. Um, but with the way things started and the way it's kind of gone since I came back, you know, it's been okay. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing really to write home about. Uh, my goal was to kind of get on the podium before the end of the season. So I, I kind of ticked that box. Um, yep. I can't be too disappointed. Obviously, like you said, I <laughs> when I got into the lead, I was like, man, you know, I I could feel that I was pulling him a little bit. I you know made it like one and a bit laps uh, in the lead, and um, I could feel that I was opening it up a little bit. And I was like, man, there's you know, I'd looked over at the clock with like ten minutes to go, and I, I knew that we had been four or five laps since then, so I knew that it was only five or six minutes left. So. I was like, man, maybe I can do this, you know. And then, like, literally as soon as I went through my mind, I was like, oh, try not to get in the net, idiot. Like, good job. <laughs> uh, yeah, almost my net um, almost saved you, by the way. Save Savachi's life. I know. Life. I'm glad I didn't have to get in it. But if if you had, I hope you thought of me as you were <laughs> tangled up in it. <laughs> Did you guys see, uh, like, the, the net should have been on the other lane because that yes. those things after the triple are always kind of hairball. You're talking that little like you know, that little triple into yeah, the turn, drop off no lip yeah. triple yes. that you clipped it, and who Hill went over that? Yep, in practice, in practice. I thought. Yeah, yep. yep. Falk did in the 250 main, like straight straight off the berm, but somehow he landed perfectly flat on both wheels. Yeah, I've never seen it before ever. I was like, holy cow! <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know why we don't have more nets. I really don't. I'll continue that crusade. I mean, Careful. they work great. Careful. Uh, I, I won't say it on the show. Yeah, Can I ask? They have two sets, right? Because I'm pretty sure somewhere we were this year. Yeah, that that one net could be broken net. up into like a one panel, let's say, or two panels. I think there's four panels, and it can be broken into two. And sometimes we just have the mini pa- the mini two panel. So up. you want just minier nets everywhere? I, I think run the bigger nets and build bolt bol- turns back up. Well, I mean, they don't need to be at the end of the corner. Let's be honest; like, not not typical that you're going to go. It needs to be from the middle to the beginning of the corner. Right, because it's supposed to save you, you from swirling off of something. Yes. And let, right. But what if you tease somebody the hard and send them at the end then? Because you know that's what will happen. You take the second half away, the next week someone's teeing someone off the thing. That's what will happen. That's just that how life works. One up. That's stupid. That's true. Nobody does that anymore. Racing's not that cool anymore. <laughs> Nobody does that anymore. Uh, since Zach killed Savachi in Vegas, oh I haven't boy, seen here a good we one go. Since then. Oh boy! Oh, what a time! Savachi won't come on the show. He won't talk to me. But he did talk to that Wygant idiot, and uh, he said that he's he's all good with you. So, yeah, no, I listened to the to the podcast with uh, with Weege and Joey, and it was pretty good. I mean, yep, um, he addressed a lot of stuff. It was pretty cool. Yeah, I thought he, I thought he came across pretty well. I didn't listen to the whole thing, but um, all right. So, hey. Uh, I don't know. Was you told me this? Uh, did you tell me about the the tabletop the, uh, on the on the three four that you were doing later on? And but if you just went jumped onto the table, you were telling me about the chuckles on top, or someone was, 
And yeah, I said it. I think uh, I don't know when, but yeah, it was wild. Yeah. So I uh, I was watching the race back today, and I was and they showed a shot of it, like an overhead, the spider cam that Ralph loves to talk about. <laughs> oh, Ralph yeah. loves the spider cam. If Ralph could make love. <laughs> to anything other than his wife, it would be the spider cam. I just want to, again. I won't say this on Race Day Live, though. I won't say this oh, on Race man. Day Live. Oh man, so Daniel, not selling yourself. Right. You're just right. Am I right? <laughs> Damn it! Can I trust this man with my career? Shit! He's digging his. He's digging his hole. I tried. I was trying. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Um. Okay. So, anyways, the the spider cam was show. That thing was hammered. Zacho <laughs> jumping onto it. Was it. bad because. Like, normally three ons, if you just get on, you can get off pretty easy um, when they're hard. You know, like, on-off can be tough sometimes, but three on, you typically have more forward speed and a little more bounce because you're jumping farther and whatnot. But that one was, like, a, off of a five-footer, so you were extra high, and then the holes were basically all the way across. And a couple of times I landed, and I'm like, I don't even know what's going to happen right here. Like, I could be you know, out in the net, no problem. But the one time that I didn't expect it, <laughs> I almost got it. So, I mean, the whole track was kind of like that. Um, just weird little, I don't know, it was it was soft, but it wasn't super soft. You know, there was like a cushion on top, and then the dirt underneath was really good, but kind of harder. So it made for those gravy ruts where uh, you can just like be jumping through a lane, and then suddenly you just, shoot left or right. It was pretty wild. Okay. Zach, you know what it looked like? You know how when some tracks go away and they're just trashed, the mile per hour, everyone slows down because you're just surviving? You guys look like you were still charging through that stuff. You know what I mean? There, there's, there, there comes a point when you go, okay, now we're not going to charge, we're going to like survive. Like an East Coast ruddy track, yeah, really like soft. Yeah, or Toronto right, or right, something. Right. That one looked like it had it all the, the bad stuff. But it was still good enough to where you had to haul ass, and that's I think yeah, what made exactly. it squirrely. It needed to be a little worse to kind of yes. calm the pace a little bit, but we were still jumping all the same stuff yeah. in, in the gnarliness, if you will. Yeah. You know, it was one of those deals. Yeah, you're exactly right. Sometimes you, you know, like uh, Dallas this year or Atlanta, it was just like, okay, if I just go around the track and <laughs> jump most of the jumps, I'm going to be okay. Be but, all right, yeah. Yeah, that that track was full on. I mean, we were jumping everything. All the way down to the finish. Uh, Daniel, were you surprised like I was? By the way, I watched the race in the press box next to Alden Baker. He sat next to me, which was great. That was fantastic. But um, and then, so were you surprised, Daniel, to see Osborne? I don't. There was nothing dirty. Uh, it was just racing. But were you surprised to see Zacho go after Webb, the points leader, his training teammate, the way he did? Zach, have you watched the race back yet? Yeah. Do you hear what I said? I said Cooper is in a good spot. It's not his teammate, but it's his training partner behind him. So although yeah. he probably will try to get something out of this, yeah. it won't be dirty. It won't be whatever. Yep. Well, Zach doesn't ride like that anyway. I know, but and, yeah. I, except for with Savachi. Oh, Vegas, boy, here we go. Um, but was I right on that? Like, he's not your teammate, but he's your training partner, and you're going to do what you got to do. Like, you got your own career to take care of. But you weren't gonna do anything that was like, look, I, I'm gonna, I'm so desperate for this that I'm gonna do something to this guy. It was, I'm gonna make a move. I'll race the right way, and if I can make the pass, I will. I, I thought, I thought you ex did exactly that. That's that was my point when I said it, and I felt like you executed the perfect pass that was wasn't aggressive, but it was like authoritative. I'm, 
I'm taking no, this it, now, it and I'm not going to do nothing to it you. It was fine. I'm not saying anything. No, I just perfect. I thought it was perfect. Well, it stressed Alden Baker out a little bit. Well, yeah, I mean. <laughs> he stresses about everything, though, so don't Hey, okay. Cooper almost ran into the back of you, though, after that tabletop off. He dove to the inside. Yeah, you did. cut he down. Dove it in there pretty good, dude. I yeah. and I think even Ralph Wilhelm said, "Whoa, like he's gonna put it right." So overall, though, I, I thought what you did was the right thing. You you made an authoritative move that wasn't you. Did, you didn't jeopardize your training partner. Someone I, in the chat room called you a corporate bitch. What's his name? Me? No, 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 uh, Daniel. Oh, whatever. Uh, well, like I respect the position that that Eli and Cooper are both in. You know, like Eli's trying to make up some points. Cooper's trying to protect the lead. Um, definitely for me, when Eli crashed, it, it changed the dynamic of it a little bit. I went from just trying to get on the podium to, hey, I can win, and you know, it's not going to change much as far as the championship goes. So when I when I got close enough, and I was like, man, you know, I I can pass him. I did definitely try to do it in a smart ish position and not a, um you know, whiskey out into him or something like that. That was that was my main thing was, you know, either one of them, I didn't want to be the idiot that changed the championship oh for, in either either direction. You were a little gnarlier with Baggett, though. I like that one. You threw Dude, it in he there. he was mad. He, was, he came off the track mad, and I Real? really didn't remember anything about it, like, because I didn't touch him or, yeah, you know, I don't, and it was like, it was good. you're doing like eight miles an hour. I can't remember the pass. I can't remember the pass it was, right it now. It was after the start straightaway backwards. Just dove it in. And then the best part was is you rolled the first whoop, no run, and then by the end we're blitzing like full speed from no run. It was – dude, it was Martin sick. did the same yeah. pass on me okay, in the I race, that. identical, yeah. and that's kind of where I got it from. But, yeah, I, I didn't feel bad. You know, I didn't think that it was bad at all. Oh, that must have been what Tom Baggett was talking to me after the race about he, certain he, riders, but oh. I didn't know what he was talking about. Oh. I like oh, so, No, nah, he just was saying, nah, oh, it's, yeah, 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 I'm just saying some riders. Some riders don't know how to ride. I, I, but honestly, hey, I don't that, – that pass was fine to me. It was perfect. 100%. It was awesome. Yeah. It, yeah. Was, it was great. Um, hey, Zach, what were you thinking, though? I mean, what's going through your brain when you're behind Cooper? You know there's a win there, but you know the scenario. Again, what like, – what you are thinking you thinking? About, were you thinking about how Chad didn't do the Shifting Gears podcast with you that was <laughs> planned? <laughs> Not particularly at that moment. Okay, you know, I had right. to put, put some thought into that, but um, I was going for a win. <laughs> I'm yeah. not gonna lie. I was, yeah, you should. I, I didn't care, um, and I, I felt like I was really good um, in the long set of whoops jumping. Like I had that really dialed from the first lap. I felt like, and um, yeah, when I got close enough, and I, I didn't want to. I could have gone just stayed right when I got cl- when I got close to him and and kind of pushed him up in that berm, but I knew that the left side of the whoop still had to be pretty fresh, and I just kind of turned back, went on the left side of him, and, and then went down, you know, went down the fresh part of the whoops, and I was able to skim really good, so it was a, a pretty easy pass for me, but yeah, whenever I got into the lead, I, like I said, I, um, I knew there was only like five or six minutes left, and I started to try to build a little gap, and yeah, it, it obviously... Um, hit me, but yeah. Um, well, I, I was going for it. Yeah, you were, and a second place is nothing to be ashamed about, and uh, and it's a good good ride for you, Zacho. Brought to you by Vertex Pistons Sales at PivotWorks dot com. If you want a piston deal on a piston, Zacho. So we've been asking everybody on our show tonight. We got an email from a listener named Davey. He said, "If you had a time machine and could go have anybody's career, past or present, who would you choose, Zacho? Who would you swap places with?" Like Freaky Friday or um, uh, White Chicks type of deal. That who who would you swap a career with? 
Savachi. Um, <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> man, Daniel, put Sorry. down fuel can. Dude, okay? he's like, why can't? He's like, why can't? He's stirring, the sp- he's stirring it up. It's just fun. The man, you're going to take Weed's title of the man who uh, lives in a pot and sleeps on a spoon here really quick. Yep, yep, I agree. Yeah, they're both assholes, if um, you ask me. But I mean, dude, like, RC's career is legendary, obviously. Um, Stefan, I think Stefan's one of the best champions ever as well. Um, Have you ever heard Stefan's song that he did? His song? The he, techno did, song? Yeah. The, no, I never heard it. Oh, my God. It's bad. Yes. No, I have not. You have to dude, look it up. It's incredible. It's yo. I don't even know how you find it, but he has a song yeah. that he did back at some point, and there's like dirt bikes as instruments. And oh my god! Yeah, Gabor's did one what? too. It's back incredible. In the day. Like it's on YouTube. I'm sure. Yes, got to find it. Go ahead though. Sorry. Um, man, that, that's a pretty good question. I always ask people um, if they could go back in time to any event, what it would it be? But. Mm-hmm. As far as career goes, I mean, um, I probably wouldn't trade careers with anyone, but like to to have a perfect outdoor season um, would be a pretty surreal feeling. So probably Ricky or James um, in that in that deal, I guess. Okay, well, uh, that's the wrong answer, but um, that's fine, I guess. <laughs> Why? Well, because Ricky had to work too hard, man. He really had to work and grind and train and. Yeah, and he all did, that. Like he McGrath is the like answer. To win, like, dude, McGrath is I mean, the answer. Still... Seventy-two Supercross wins without training much. Very little training <laughs> compared and to like now. Running chicks off yeah, the track. Me like and my nope. buddy were having this uh, this uh, discussion yesterday. Like, I heard that one point that his biggest contract that he ever had was like three hundred grand salary. Yeah, I think so. I believe so. I think it was three eighty or something. Man, that's insanity for a guy of that. He his win, hey, his win bonuses at Honda were five k a race. My my uh, GP win bonus was five thousand euros. <laughs> right, right, and 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 so McGrath went to Suzuki and he said his win was fifty grand. Oh, fifty grand. Oh, uh, a race. So yeah, he didn't make a ton of money, but dude, damn. So who made more money, McGrath or Marty? Marty probably. <laughs> Who's made more money? <laughs> probably Marty. Hey, but but the thing with Ricky back to like he definitely worked hard, harder than anyone else. But like he was head and shoulders above everyone, and he knew that. Like as long as he did did X work, he was going to make 150 grand every weekend. You know, like that yeah. had to be a pretty good uh, trade off. Dude, but Jeremy made millions too. He didn't make as much, but Jeremy made millions. Yeah, he owns in a solo for uh, a while. You know who? You know who? Uh, you know who? Daniel said uh, he didn't own, own Cinecello. He did. No, he didn't. He owned No Fear. He owned Cinecello. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. No. At some point, yes, he no, did. No, he did not. I. We're gonna. <laughs> okay. find, we're gonna get to the bottom of this. Um, I'm pretty sure he did. I'm gonna text him right now. Ask him if in whatever year okay. he won all those races I'm, that they owed him so much in bonuses that they gave him part of the company. Okay. Ask you know right who now. Daniel said, and it was a good one, was Dunge. Dunge. Yep. Um. Yes and no. I mean, Dunge had to work. I would say harder at it than even Ricky because it was also a big mental battle for him. You know, I didn't really realize that until I went there to Alden's, but he he was up against it daily. Like he worked super hard and battled it mentally super hard too. Like I think that he had a you know a pretty not tough career, but like 
he he was hard on himself, you know. You know what's funny you say that too is now thinking about that. Dungey did see he seemed stressed through it all. Oh, more. he did. You know what oh, I mean? Like, he, he was. Yeah. He was. Yep. They, I mean, yeah. all the champ. If you're a champion in the sport, you work really, really hard. But he did seem like, oh, you know, yeah, like no, it was yeah. mentally exhausting well, for him too. Look at some of his interviews. Like, look at some of his interviews. He's just rattled and worked doesn't, up. doesn't know what to say, and he doesn't make a lot of sense in a lot of interviews. Yeah, like he I, cared a lot more than just, everybody cared. Yeah, you know? I don't know. Yeah, I, he did. That's the main thing is he cared about, uh, you know, how it looked to, from the outside or whatever. Even if he, yeah. You know, okay, well no then, matter what. Change my mind then. I don't want to be stressed. Well, maybe go to RV then because he didn't care. <laughs> yeah, he got hurt. A he did, did get hurt. He had so. a lot of fun. I'll go with McGrath. I'm going to switch to McGrath. You got to go with McGrath. Dungey seemed way he too got, stressed. Kiefer said like Pastrana. Life. We were both like, you're an idiot. <laughs> yeah. Pastrana. Who said that? Kiefer. Oh, no. I actually watched um, Action Figures 2 earlier because mm. uh, I, I got came up with some stomach bug yesterday, threw up all night, so I've been laying on the couch all day. Thai food? No, not Thai food. Oh. <laughs> um, I don't really know. My, my wife and daughter have it too, so oh I don't know what the deal was. But um, I watched that today, and like I was, um, it showed the the jump at Castillo where Pastrana endowed and oh, yeah. me out and all that. And like, man, I just don't. Wasn't like that, he could have been. That was so right before it was, the season. It was five days for Anaheim oh, or something. And and that's literally what I was thinking when I was watching it. I'm like, why? Why would you like? <laughs> Can you imagine now if if someone on a factory team of his caliber was like, "Oh yeah, dude, I'm just gonna go send this jump over a fence up a hill and yeah. you know, blow money out and oh, like God. it's just at some point, time. yeah." Or he would leave. He would go to X Games all week and go straight to the national. You know, he's at yeah. X Games. He's just doing backflips and freestyle at X Games, jumping and not, into the bay. Yeah, yeah, and then showing up <laughs> at a national. You're like, what? Um, but he could have been so good, man. He he was. I'll tell you what. I, I've said it before. Pure raw talent from a, from holding a pit board uh, down in mechanics area. Travis Strawn and James Stewart were two guys that I'll never forget. Yeah, they, they were amazing. They were different yeah. on a bike. They were amazing. Um, Zacho, so I thought about this. Um, now you haven't won a 450 Supercross yet, and you haven't won a 450 National or even raced one yet. Um, but give me like let's rank your podiums here. Like let's rank the podium. So MXGP or MX2 class. 250 motocross, 250 supercross, 450 supercross. Like, what's the biggest accomplishment for you? Um, Savachi. Oh, my God. You won't stop, <laughs> will you? Sorry, dude. Well, sorry. Like, it, it all kind of depends, you know, how I look at it. If I look at it from, like, my current situation at said time of said podium, probably the GP podium, my first GP podium would be huge because of just kind of where I was yeah. at in life and in my career. Um, but definitely, you know, 450 Supercross podium is the pinnacle of the sport and mm-hmm. kind of tops it all, uh, in my opinion. Okay, I But agree. definitely at the time when when it happened, my my first GP, I think my first GP podium was GP win, the, the one I won. Oh, was actually. it? Yep. Yeah. Um, um, so that no, was from no big. podium to a win? Did you yeah. Said? Turkey, Ooh, bro. That's good. Turkey. Well, I only raced like six GPs the year before. I won a moto, um, got a couple podium motos, and then Turkey was the second race of the season in 09, and I won. Um, yeah, or your 250 Supercross podium on uh, the Dixon Yamaha. 
when you just came yeah, back? That, that also is pretty huge, you know. Yeah. And again, like if I have to put it in, you know, terms of time in my life, that would that would probably be the second biggest one. Yeah. Um, you had Peyton calling you. You had Geico Honda calling you. Hewitt probably. Yeah. Was, yeah. Wild. Wild. Big bidding war for that. Now that makes sense, though. If you if you look at it, there's certain ones that are more monumental, but it matters more about where you were in life, like which one maybe exactly. pivoted yeah. your career in different directions. Yeah. So that makes a yeah, lot of sense. Yeah, you know, now now it's like I'm on a f- f- uh, factory team in the 450 class. I've, I've won three championships, um, 15 races and whatnot, so this is kind of expected. Um, but at the time, you know, of my first GP podium or being at a Supercross race on a basically a privateer bike and getting on two podiums, you know, that's pretty pretty massive. Um, in comparison, yeah, I mean, you got to remember, you showed up at Anaheim. You were in B practice, you know. It was yeah, like, it was. Yeah, it was. Just I think like, I qualified fourth, third, or fourth from the B practice. Yeah, yeah, your bike was, was nasty too. God, it sounded good. It was Dix, nasty. Dixon that had, thing was unreal. Yeah, yeah, he had it working pretty good, no doubt. Uh, Zach Osborne here on the Pulp Mech Show, presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. Uh, please, uh, 702-586-7857. We got him for a couple more minutes. If you have a question, uh, brought to you by Vertex Pistons, sales at pivotworks.com. Hey, Zacho, I went riding last week, and I uh, went to Milestone the other week, and then uh, went up here in Vegas, and I know this is going to be a bit of a plug here, a bit of a, um, uh, I don't know, whatever, whatever you want to call it, but uh, the Formula Helmet from the folks at Fly Racing, I love mine, man. I couldn't, I can't believe how vented it is. I cannot believe because it was balls hot already up here when I was out in the desert, dusty, dry, and uh, man, is it good vented? Uh, how much do you enjoy that helmet, dude? I love the helmet. I've been uh, pleasantly surprised with you know the whole program and all the research and stuff that they they've put into it. Um, it was kind of perfect for me right when I started wearing it. I didn't really have to make any adjustments and. Uh, like you said, it's super vented. And one thing I like about it is um, a lot of the helmets with like a, you know, like a gel system mm-hmm. or whatever you want to call it, a suspension system, are super loud. Like I remember when I was wearing one of the other ones, I had to tape up some of the vents because it was so loud. It was like yep. echoing through the helmet. But this one is actually the opposite. It's super yeah. quiet, and uh, I, I like that a lot. I don't wear earplugs, and I, I actually can't wear earplugs, so I feel like it's um, even maybe a little bit better for my hearing in, in the long term also. Yeah, I the first time I rode with it, I had to stop. I didn't stop. I slowed and looked down at my bike. It was that much of a difference. It was that quieter. Yeah. I was I like freaked compare, out. I don't know if you, obviously being from Canada, you, you've ridden with a hoodie before. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And when you put a hoodie on and the hood's behind your helmet, it changes the sound. Yep. It's, uh, it's a lot like that in my opinion. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hoodie talk here on the Pulp Mix Show. Um, yeah. But, yeah, no, good helmet, great helmet. Please check it out. The guys at Fly are uh, very stoked with it. Hey, somebody on Instagram hit me up. So we did a trade. I traded you a Mike Brown Honda Troy jersey, Zacco, for a yep. 168 Osborne jersey, which is that your rookie year or the second year? I don't know if you cha- when you wore 338 or I don't remember that. But uh, It was my rookie year, um, 06, and I ran 168 and 07. Okay. Um, so, anyways, a guy hit me up on Instagram after I posted that. He says he has the Bud's Creek snack pack faded fading in the moto one jersey and he showed it to me really yep. i yep. don't remember what gear i was wearing that day i want to say it was like maroon and yellow yeah maybe. yeah it looks yep. like um like usc colors yeah uh oh usc think- colors i think um let me see here i'm just opening the photo up it is yeah 
Yeah, it's uh, it's orange and gray. Oh, okay. Yeah, yep. I know exactly the gear you're talking about. Yep. It's kind of almost swirly looking. Yeah, yeah. He's got yeah. your jersey from Buds that day. Dang. I don't know if you just threw it off on just. Must have got it. And I was in medical or something because I was IV after IV. <laughs> no, seriously. Really? It was that I bad? I didn't even line up for the second moto. Yeah, I didn't even line up for the second moto. Oh, wow. I didn't know like, that. I never even put my gear on or anything. Oh, boy. Jeez, man. Yeah, it was bad. Hey, I got one for you, Zach. Um, I mean, you've won indoor championships and outdoor I, maybe I'm wrong on this, but I've always seemed like outdoor came more natural to you. You're more of an outdoor guy. The Supercross came around later. So getting – am I right on that or am I wrong on that first? Yeah, okay. no, that's right. Okay, so you getting this podium, and, I mean, it could have been a win, but you know what you know what you did out there. Doing that, does that make you extra excited for the summer, knowing, like, who you're racing against, who you're beating indoors, knowing that you're halfway through a rookie year that you missed out? I mean, there's a lot of variables to that podium – but did that give you like a little extra boost going into outdoor knowing, oh, man, okay, I'm going back to my little bit more comfort zone, and I just did that? I, I, I would just have to imagine that it's given you a boost before Hangtown. Yeah, 100%. And that, that's kind of um, – I think it was – a couple weeks ago if I had kind of shifted my focus to outdoors yet or not. And I was like, no, I wanted to, you know, accomplish some things for Supercross, not only for – Supercross this year and leading into next year, but you know, just to get something, get the ball rolling on something before outdoors, and and uh, that was exactly that. You know, just a a big boost for me to get on the podium and battle for a win and pass some good dudes and whatnot. It's um, kind of exactly just what the doctor ordered, if you will. I uh, we're gonna do an outdoor motocross preview video after Vegas for Racer X and. I mean, Eli's a defending champion, so he's probably number one favorite. But uh, Webb's going to have a ton of confidence and now going to be back to being Cooper Webb of national championship. And you got Zacho, and you got Jason Anderson, who everybody's probably forgotten about. Mm-hmm. Marvin's a great outdoor rider. Kenny. Kenny Roxon's won two championships, although he's struggling a bit right now. Right. Like, I don't know. Dude, this could be great. I, I think it's I, yeah. it's very, very heavy up top. Are you allowed to talk about the outdoors, or is that part of the yeah. deal? Okay, all right. I was just checking. Wait, of course I what? Daniel, did you like that I said Summer Series on the Actually, on you, the broadcast? Actually, you, you, you made me laugh, too, because I, I wondered like I why you did that. To, it just happened. Why did, I, I didn't mean to. It, it just happened. Like, uh, you know, sometimes I feel like uh, when we talk about outdoors on Supercross broadcast, people are sitting at home like, you know, what's the outdoors or whatever. So I, I don't even know why it just happened. It wasn't like I was like, okay, I'm not going to say outdoors or, uh, you know, the motocross series. I, it just happened. I said summer series. No, I, 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 when you did that, I kind of chuckled to myself, and I even wondered, like, where'd that come from? Like, why would you say that? Uh, you know, you're not. Well, why well, wouldn't be very happy with that at all. Oh, the summer series. Yeah, you just gave Weege a, a we, shot right Weege, there. Ralph, Daniel, Ricky all hung out Saturday night in the city. Yeah, no, I saw the pictures, and then I listened to the uh, review pod today, and, man, I don't know. Oh, yeah. It's a good time. We yeah. had to have been a little bit lit to do his, his uh, race report video thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm telling you right now, Weege was lit up Saturday <laughs> night. <laughs> well, he was with his, he, he's been calling you. He's, his new best friend. We're best friends. We we yeah. were we were putting him down, and, and he was and I, every time I, every time I, I thought him was uh, slowing down, he'd another one, another one, another one. Yeah. So, no, he yeah. let loose. He said that 
New York City is the one spot where he kind of throws his own rules out, even though he did take a bunch of weird routes to get there, of like a bus. Yes, sent yes. me a picture. Right. And it's, I don't understand, like, the trouble. Like, he, it, yeah, was, no. it wasn't that far. Just take an Uber. Last year, did, uh, or two years did ago. Did he pay for his own drinks? Did he pay for his drinks? No, uh, Almondinger did. Oh, there yeah. we go. Okay, uh, perfect. Okay. Almond, hey, you know what's okay. funny? Now it's all coming together. Almondinger's right. like, I got it, guys. And Ricky and Ralph were like, No, no, we'll do it. Me and Weege didn't say one damn word. We're like, You got it. <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> you got it. <laughs> we, Weege and I were deep in the city drinking one year. When, last time we were in New York, it was three in the morning. And I'm like, Hey, I'm gonna just call an Uber. He's like, What? We're, we're staying at New York, New York Airport. I'm like, I'm calling an Uber. He's like, dude, that's going to be so expensive. I'm like, I don't care. I, I'm going to call an Uber and go right. He's like, no, 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 dude. We'll go on the subway. We'll take the subway. We'll go to Penn he, Station. He did again. We'll go to New York. We'll, we'll, we'll go to New York Station. And, and I'm like, you're an idiot. Yeah. I'm just calling an Uber, and I don't care how much it is. And we compared, and I, he got to his room 45 to an hour later than me. It was probably worth it for him. Yeah. But he, he was committed to saving the $6. Yeah. yeah, and he did the same thing on the way there. He was taking pictures, letting me know where he was, and it's like him in a bus, <laughs> like a random bus. No, I don't even know how. And they dropped him off right by us, Yeah. and he walks up, puts his bag in my room, and he's just, I took him down he's, to the he's table. Unbelievable. It he's unbelievable. He never stops. He, he never good, breaks character. He had a good time, though. We uh, had a great well, night. Now you're his best friend. So. Yep. Uh, Zach, I used to think oh. that it was at least a little bit like a, a front or like a you know a show, but he's actually that tight, huh? Oh yeah, no, oh, no, is. no, yeah, yeah, for real. See, yeah, there is no playing around with him. He is he's hardcore. So um, that's unreal. Zacho, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Good job on the second. Um, Thank and, you. Uh, Vegas one more this weekend, and uh, then you're on to the great outdoors, man. Thanks for coming on. Heck yeah. Thanks, guys. Have a good night. All right, Later, bro. That's uh, Zach Osborne, everybody. Uh, please uh, brought to you by. Uh, Vertex Pistons, vertexpistons.com, sales at pivotworks.com. Uh, Will Christian is coming right up, but before that, it's uh, X Brown Goggles tariff segment with JT. JT, what's happening? You're back on. What's up? All right, X Brown Goggle tariffs. Let's do this. It's the X Brand tariff segment. 15 second rapid fire QA. Rapid fire. X Brand Goggles, a choice of champions everywhere, like Alex Ray, like Adam Entignap, like Kyle Chisholm, like Vince Freeze, like Freddie Noren. Uh, like Brandon Hartraft, Jacob Hayes, Jacob Hayes, Hartraft this weekend a fifth, Hartthrob. How's Hartthrob? Did you see that on TV? Yeah. <laughs> How's Hayes doing? Is are we good for Hangtown or how are we doing? It's, We're not. Oh, we, oh, it doesn't sound good. It's um. So it's a work in progress, time crunch, and I think we'll be all right. Maybe. <laughs> I think we'll be all right. Maybe. <laughs> no, he's got a bad, really bad hand. He had a glove issue at one of the races, and uh, <laughs> I'm just joking. It wasn't gloves. And that's another joke that's gone too far. Leave him alone, people. Uh, he goes to autograph signings. Every person, how's the gloves? How's the gloves? And it, he says it went on for like six weeks straight, yeah, and he's he's I, over it. I don't stop with the gloves. I don't understand the power this show has sometimes. And they just take the silly stuff always. They and, do. They and, do. Yeah. yeah um, they do. But no, he'll be he'll be he'll be there. But okay. I don't know. Uh, these questions are submitted by Corey Moser. Do you are you familiar with him? Yeah. Oh, you are. Yeah. Okay. All right. He asks these questions every week. Okay. All right. Got it. Uh, all right. Uh, Thirty seconds on the clock. Let's go, Marks. Steve, if Osborne doesn't fall, does he win that race? Yes. Do both of you agree? Yes. JT. Oh yeah, no doubt. Okay. Easily. Daniel, who is more likely to go out for a night on the town with you, Steve or JT? Uh, from what I understand, neither. I mean, Weege painted a pretty clear picture of you two. Um, so I, I, I don't know. I'd have to go 50-50 and probably neither. JT, JT, JT's whole DUI thing it was ridiculous. It just JT, you just 
Uber in and Uber out. You know, that was it. When? Jerk off. I still have. I still have to drive like forty miles from Newark. No, I didn't fly out of Newark. I put out JFK. Yeah, but weren't you staying right by JFK? No, I was staying by the stadium. Oh, so by Newark. All right. Okay, that's what I was getting at. So okay, which right. is like that's a little different, but, but further, further yes. than Newark. I mean, yeah. it was really far. Like I, I drove. I counted. It was fifty-two minutes. It wasn't. There was nothing good about it. Okay. All right. Next question. JT, should Roxon be sitting out these last Supercross races to rest up for outdoors? No. If he's got an issue, resting a week is not going to help. Six point five. Steve, AC and Forkner have both lost a title due to injury. Whose was more heartbreaking? What did AC lose to injury? First year. His first year. Yeah, but I mean, it was only four rounds in. I mean, he looked great, don't get me wrong, but I would put Forkner as like a lock, and I I don't know if AC was a lock. So I'm gonna, no, I agree. I'm Forkner, gonna go. I'm Forkner's gonna go Forkner. is major bummer. Just how that started. Yeah, Forkner, Forkner for sure. Daniel, as a fellow musician, thoughts on the Seven Deuce Deuce Dunlop collab? <laughs> oh. <laughs> do, do do the waffle drop. I, I used it too early. <laughs> waffle, 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 waffle. waffle. I, I love Adam, but I, I don't. I he. I talked to him today about it. I talked to him today. Um, he said he was getting a lot of haters about that video and a lot of. And I said to him, "Well, I didn't watch it for one. I need to watch it for two. I said, "Did you get the same amount of haters when you did my bike is too lit? Remember that at Milestone?" He said, "No," and I said, "Yeah," because I thought that was pretty funny and pretty well done and everything else. And I said to him, "Like maybe you just missed the mark on this one. It happens." Okay, for me, it's like. <laughs> I don't like Chinese food, so it's like me. Maybe I like the cook, like he's cool, but I'm not gonna compliment his thing because I don't like his thing. It's like that, you know what I mean? Like I don't like that kind of music. I love Adam, but I'm I'm just not a fan of it at all. Sorry. No, no egg rolls. All right, JT. Chanceability that Forrest finds the funds to take Justin Bogle outdoors. If he keeps riding the way he is, I think really good. Really, really strong. Does look good. Six point five. JT asked to go. Obviously, he's doing something or whatever because <laughs> he has never been so on it with his answers. It, it <laughs> two, is, it he's is two in go. a row that Dude, we're under ten seconds. Th- this has never happened. So clearly, JT's in the middle of like something very important, and he's just so just run this segment so long. Just keep him going. Just <laughs> come up with some stuff and keep him on the phone. Uh, Steve, who's going to race the Hawaii Supercross the hardest, and who's going to party the hardest? Uh, Hill will probably party the hardest, right? Um, Brayton, Brayton will take it seriously. Brayton, I don't think Brayton's a you know let it loose kind of guy. So Brayton will take it seriously. He's taking his family too. Yeah, so. yeah. I like Brayton to take the win. By the way, oh, don't you don't you feel like Brayton feels like he has to win, like he's expected to win? Yeah, for Who, sure. Who's yeah. his biggest comp? I saw the list at one point, and I was thinking to myself, he uh, might lap second. The eight hundred, Chiz, A Ray, Seven Deuce Deuce. No, just Chiz. Oh, okay. Chiz and oh. maybe 800. Those other guys can't beat him. There's no, no way. No, I, didn't, no, I was just naming all the competition. I wasn't trying yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the track going to be like? Like full-blown? No, no, no. Some no, mellow? He, he's okay, mellow then track. It, then it, he might have. I mean, even Australia, <clears throat> he gets challenged there because the tracks aren't full. Could, you know, he, could this be he a, to work a little bit. an A-Ray statement race? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for you to say something. <laughs> uh, all right. 
Daniel, how do you plan to take Ricky's job in the booth in 2020? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I love, where, I love where I am. Rick. I love where I am. Do you guys realize how easy I have it? It's so – my gig is perfect. I'm happy where I'm at. Yeah, you seem content. You seem very content. I am. I'm good. Um, Daniel says he has the last say, uh, JT, for me coming on Race Day Live this Saturday. And uh, it's still up for, up in the air, but um, I'm trying to I'm trying to give some I'm trying to prove my worth, I'm trying to prove uh, that I'm trustworthy to Daniel tonight. So. JT, if your career was in the hands of Steve not doing something ridiculous on the show, would you let him on? I think the sheer fact that he's going to give away like thirty grand to privateers should ensure his spot, no matter what. No matter what he says, they should let him on that show oh. just because that's the law. Mm, what do you know? Wow. Thank you, JT. Mm-hmm. Suck mm-hmm. on that, Daniel. Mm. All right. Uh, JT, why don't Tomac's mental errors and mistakes seem to affect him outdoors? Who was the rider? Sorry, I missed the first part of it. Tomac. 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 Uh, I think it does. I think it, I, I've seen some weird, really weird rides from him. Mm-hmm. He doesn't crash as much or, like, you know, do the tip-over thing. But that's kind of a – that's kind of just the track. You know, Supercross tracks are – generally like hard pack and slippery and suspension so stiff and stuff so you see weirdo crashes like slide outs but um i've seen very strange riding performances from tomac in the past so i don't think it's just super gross i think it's uh all along i thought it's mental 36 seconds 37 seconds yeah oh wow you're back trying to prove that i'm in i'm I'm invested in this segment (laughs) okay all right all right anything else marks is that it that's it everybody expert goggle tear-offs EKSbrand.com, Pulp Show 19 is the code to save. Fantastic company, great goggles. So anything else for JT before we let him go? Uh, Daniel? Uh, no, I just, how you doing? Everything good? <laughs> haven't talked to you, haven't <laughs> no, talked to you in a bit. Yes, I'll just make up a question. <laughs> I don't have nothing. I just want to just say hi. How are you? Yeah, how was your flight? Everything good? <laughs> when it took off, it was great. Oh, there boy. was bad weather in here, Vegas. Here we go. No, it, it's good. And, um... No, I don't have anything extra for JT other than hi. Okay. Hello. All right. Fantastic. And Good. bye, I guess. That okay. was quick. Uh, all right, JT. Thanks, buddy. Thanks for coming back on. All right, guys. All right, see see you. That's Jason Thomas from Fly Racing. Uh, Maxima Oil, designed jointly with top race teams to ensure maximum performance while providing maximum protection under the most severe MX and off-road conditions. The extensively developed formulations produce more horsepower and torque while providing excellent clutch feel. All right. MaximaUSA.com. Pulpamex35. Is the code to save at MaximaUSA.com. So go to MaximaUSA.com and uh, type in the code uh, PulpMX35 and you will save. Do you use Maxima Oil? You should. Actually, no, I you do. And to. my kid's 50. They have a special, like, really lightweight that you run in the 50s. So okay. I do. All right. Fantastic. Good to hear. Um, Daniel Blair here on the uh, PulpMX show presented by BTOSports.com and uh, Fly Racing. We thank those guys for coming on board. Jason Thomas on earlier. Zach Osborne on earlier. Chase Sexton on as well. Uh, we've got lots to talk about, including Daniel Blair and whether he'll let me on Race Day Live this Saturday. So uh, stay tuned for that. We'll, we'll dive more into that. But uh, brought to you by Vortex Racing. Vortex Racing. Email Jake at VortexRacing.com. they got the V3 bar, 29% stronger than the competition. Monster Energy Yamaha uses their sprockets. Josh Grant. Justin Barsha, Aaron Plessinger, all using their sprockets. Uh, so, yeah, if it's sprockets, if it's a chain, if it's bars, uh, Vortex Racing will have you covered. Email jake at vortexracing.com to uh, get a deal and, uh, and on Pulp MX. So, uh, all right, let's get our next guest on the phone. She is the uh, pit reporter for NBC Sports for the Supercross and Motocross Series. Unfortunately, she has to work with Daniel for the Supercross Series, so that's got to be uh, terrible. But we're very proud and pleased to have on for the first time Will Christian. What's up, Will? How are you? 
I'm good. Thank you, Steve. Thank How you. Are you. I'm good. And Thank that's you. not true. That's not true, Daniel. Just saying. I, I know. <laughs> no, I know. Listen, Will, Will said before she came on, hey, I don't really want to talk about how bad Daniel is to work yeah, with. That's I'm right. Sure that's, yeah. I'm, yeah. And that, no, you did. Word you for know. word. I guarantee yeah. you that's what she said. She brings you up on that show. And, and I just want you to know that. Like, when, when you guys are doing your stand-ups together, She's bringing the heat, and you're kind of just tailing along with her. What am I supposed to do when she drops fire right out of the gate? I just, I'm just happy to be standing next to her. That's all I got to say. <laughs> she makes yeah, me look good. Right. <laughs> uh, Will, yeah. Hey, listen, Will. It is a. Um, we've been talking about this this year. Like, not every season. This is your first in Supercross, but your second year in Motocross. Not every uh, series is great to talk about. Not every series has ups and downs and everything else. And sometimes, like Anderson's march to the title last year or a few Dungy uh, marches, there wasn't much going on. But in 2019, the Monster Energy Supercross Series, uh, for somebody like yourself, Will, or you, Daniel, um, the subplots, the the things to talk about are so numerous. Uh, it's been a great year, hasn't it? Oh my goodness. Um, yeah, it's, it's honestly, it's hard to kind of sum it up, isn't it? When you think that we're on the last stop already, it's yeah. mind blowing. And when you look back, sometimes, you know, we were actually just talking about this, you know, with Daniel there last weekend. It's crazy that it's here, but also it's because there's been so much going on throughout the year. It, then you look at it and you're like, wow, how do we cram it all in? So yeah, it's been absolutely unbelievable. It's kind of, kept us guessing and has been somewhat of a gift really when it comes to the tv side of things yeah the story just keeps on rolling like every single week when we have our sort of production conference right. call there it's uh what's gonna happen next <laughs> what could possibly happen that we haven't already thought of and it's it's great cause like you, i said it's just yeah it's been unbelievable you think about has. those first races barsha wins the opener uh, right. <laughs> uh, Rock, Roxon, Tomac, Anderson yep. do not have a win forever for the first four weeks, five weeks, whatever it is. It, yeah, like it, it was. It was not what I think anybody was was expecting, was it? It was, and and those. I mean, that first handful of of rounds was where is this going to go? Yeah, like, who's yeah. going to become a front runner here because we didn't have one for so long. And uh, myself, as being a guy that's followed the sport forever and been been deep into it, if Cooper Webb wins this thing, which he just has to get twentieth or better this weekend in Vegas, yeah. he ranks up there, top two or three most unexpected Supercross champions everywhere, ever <laughs> in the forty years of the sport. It really does. It is. It is a remarkable story. It is. Um... I mean, the only person who, uh, again, Danny, you'll, you'll back me up with this. There's one person that we know who wasn't surprised, isn't there? <laughs> There's one person who uh, who gave um, gave Cooper a shout out there in December and was like, "Watch him, sorta he, he could do something." He, and, and, and and we, yeah, we got to give him props. Will, we give him grief, Daniel. But does we he do have to give him props? Does he not <laughs> remind us that in December he yes. said, "Watch this guy." Because that's what he said. We're talking about Ricky. We get reminded every five seconds. Ricky tells us all the time, I told you guys. And it's because in December, before the season, he said, watch this guy. I don't think (laughs) watch this guy hardly qualifies. That's what we say, right? We're like, come on, (laughs) Ricky. I I guess. I guess. And he did also say, and we were giving him some grief about this the other night, weren't we? He did also say, oh, maybe it's going to be Barsha. Maybe it's. So we we did have a few, maybe it's going to be all those guys. (laughs) He told us to watch a lot of guys. I remember we did, we, did, we, did. <laughs> we did our thing before the show, before the season started, and I said, I think Webb 
I don't think Webb can get a podium. Maybe, maybe, maybe. I, honestly, that's where I was at. I, it was a total rebuilding year. I mean, Webb was on this show himself talking about got to rebuild. I'm not the number one rider. I know it's Marv. I know, like, he was talking on this show like, oh, I'm just trying to rebuild it. myself. And I'm just like, holy smokes. Like, yeah, great job for Cooper Webb. Absolutely. But he was still talking like that, wasn't he? Really? I mean, honestly, it it's almost like he's never he hasn't got out of that mode all yeah. year anyway. Yeah. I mean, but he, in the press conferences there, you know, with you, Daniel, he was like surprised. He opened the company. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised to be here. And it's I think it's I think it's only once this is done that he's yeah. he's going to get into that place where he's like, well, oh yeah, it's actually happened. I yeah, mean, I think he's as surprised as anyone. Will and I talk to these guys on the podium and obviously we do the interview but we always get like a minute with them yeah will up until maybe a few weeks ago i think cooper was yeah. still surprised what was going on <laughs> yeah. like like he was I, I, he was I all in yeah <laughs> i don't know this, but yeah because he's just you know he has this way about him doesn't he went like you said when we talked to him on the podium where it's like okay wow yeah here we are again we're doing we're doing yeah. it again and it's it's yeah, I mean, it's hard to put, put a cap on it, isn't it, really? Because it, it is incredible. And it's still incredible to think what else has gone on around that. Um, because, and this is, you know, obviously something else that we've sort of laughed about there, you know, at the track a lot is it it can't go wrong for him this yeah. year. No, like, it's, no. it's just, it makes you laugh in the end because it's unbelievable, isn't it? Everything that could possibly happen to anybody else has happened. And anything that could possibly happen to Cooper is just—it's like he's in this yep. big protective Re- bubble. <laughs> and, remember, and uh, I think that probably blows him away. Yeah, remember the heat race where uh, he got taken down by Mike no, Alessi, no, no, and then exactly. the red, fl- red flag comes That's out. That's what I was gonna say. Is on right. the conference call um, that week, yeah. Will said something like that, like. Guys, is this normal where someone just doesn't ever have anything weird happen? And I remember when he went down, and then they red flagged it, and then he, like, whole shot. I remember Will coming up to me and tapping me on the back and being like, see? See? Like, it's like he validated her point that week that nothing can go wrong. Nothing. Yeah. Right. And I wonder if that's a mindset. I wonder if that's a mindset that he gets into it in itself to to kind of think that you are somehow sort of like in this zone and protected puts forward a very positive mindset. And you you've got to wonder if that actually has an effect on it. Yeah, it's it's been working out for him and it's when it's your year, it's your year. I've been saying that for a while. I've seen it happen to to more than a few guys over the years and you just go, yeah, yeah, it's just all I mean, look at this weekend like Eli was better, crashed twice in the whoops. Osborne was better, <laughs> went off the track. Baggett was yep. coming on, washed the front end out. <laughs> Webb's like, cool, thanks, everyone. He, and he admitted that, <laughs> he too. Did. He did. He yeah. admitted that. To be fair, he didn't be like, yeah, I won this. He no. went, man, they kept giving it to me. Yeah. Like, he was honest yeah. about that. Yeah. It was, it's like no matter what. I mean, honestly, you know, when we saw their um, – you know, the, the Savachi and Roxon incident there. I mean, mm-hmm. that could have been so many other guys. Yeah, yep. That was nothing there. It was just total coincidence, but it was never going to be Cooper. No, <laughs> no. No, he's going to earn this thing, man, and it's awesome to see for sure. Uh, Will, yeah. for you, uh, so big big Saturday night with the boys. Uh, Wygant, Ralph, <laughs> right there. Uh, they're both probably trying to be like, hey, Will, what's up? And, you know, you got to be like, hey, listen, guys, like, I like you both. I mean, how bad, how irritating was Wygant? Oh, come on. I mean, you, you know, know, he's I just always you. like, ah, oh, God. I we honestly, that was, it was extremely funny. It was very funny. There was a, a, a lot going on. I'm not sure we should 
say any of it. <laughs> no, <laughs> oh, not all of it. Um, no, it was that was a good time. It was a lot of storytelling. Right. And, uh, Daniel actually was crying, like laughing, crying. I cried and I spilled like, my beer. Wiping hey, tears and away from his eyes, crying. Well, it was over why guy telling stories of how he saved money or no, oh, okay. Ralph. <laughs> oh my God, Ralph. We, we Will, how how was Ralph's stories and and the way he told them. He, oh he's a goodness. good storyteller. He is. Incredible. He was good. He, he was holding court there, and we were all just <laughs> listening to what he was saying. And I mean, honestly, there was a lot of funny stuff. There was some funny dynamics going on, yeah. including AJ ripping on Ricky. Oh, like, God. Those oh, two? Oh, my goodness. Like, you the worst. Believe. Really? Fighting. Uh, it was, oh, it was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, all in jest, but right. it, was, it was like going to the edge there. And I mean, they were back and forth. And then the funny thing is, <laughs> Dan, you said this, they'd be ripping into each other and like, you know, relentless. And then next minute, they just start talking about something in racing. And totally it was just like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And they just carry on. And we were just sitting there going, what is happening? And, and, and Wygant's just thinking about all the free drinks he's getting and not, yeah, not having to pay for it. AJ paid for right, it all. But no, right. Will, Will's right. We, we'd be in a conversation, everyone's in it. And then all of a sudden, I kind of noticed that their AJ and Ricky aren't in it. And they're just trashing <laughs> each other. Things that I can't repeat right. on here. Yeah, yes. you shouldn't. And you shouldn't. I'm like, and I didn't know that they knew each other as well as they did. And I finally had to ask, like, how far do you guys go back? Because you guys are way crossing yeah. the line. And, <laughs> and again, the combination of the entire environment and Times Square, we just, right. it was it was a okay. very entertaining painful to my stomach night i was laughing i laughed yeah, sounds like hours I- I'm, I'm surprised i'm glad that ralph and Weege didn't just break out into a fist fight right there just, this just, is their buddy I, know, I know i'm kidding i'm joking uh hey will, was, oh go ahead uh, so will uh you're doing the motocross series again this summer uh you yeah. added supercross of course this year what are the pros and cons to mm-hmm. both series for you for your job for what you want to do like uh Give us the pros and cons for both series. Hotels. Hotels. <laughs> yeah, I nailed it. <laughs> yeah, outdoors are, yeah. Cons. Yeah, that's going under the cons column for outdoors. <laughs> no, it's, you know, it's it's that travel side of it. As you know, Steve, it's like getting to those sites. Yeah. You know, there's no, like, arriving in the city and, oh, I'm 10 minutes, I'm 15 minutes from the, from the track. No, it's like, okay, get in the car, hour and a half, two hours. Out and you know, I remember driving to Yundilla last year, and <laughs> I didn't realize. <laughs> yeah. It was pretty funny. The guys were just, you know, they they're doing it right year after year after year. They're doing it same thing. Know the tracks, know where they are, know where they're staying. And um, I, you know, usually what NBC do is they'll they'll say send me flights that you want, yep. you know, that work for you, right. and um, and we'll just check them. And if so, you know, we'll book them. Okay, great. So you know, I'm. Um, doing that and then i i booked my flight i think it was to arrive like at 11 30 at night or something because i was you know yeah. didn't need to be there till the next day so i was like that's fine and no idea what i was getting myself into <laughs> and then you know punch into maps where i have to go yeah and it's like two hours and i'm like <laughs> okay and it sent me like i i don't know where it sent me but it was dark it was foggy <laughs> i was driving over rabbits and Will, Will. and I was all over. And I was like, "What?" Driving over what? rabbits. Will, to be fair, it probably only would have been an hour if you would have actually paid attention to your maps. There could 
have been, that could have been the case because it did take Daniel and I an hour and a half to do a 20 she, journey. <laughs> she usually is my ride from yeah. the stadium to the hotel. Uh-huh. She misses her turn a lot. Yeah. She's very, is she very lead foot? She's got a uh, lead foot? No, she's, a, she's safe. She just, we get in a conversation. She stops paying attention right, and right. then it goes the That's wrong way. It so That's it was, exactly what it is. So it was probably an hour um, drive that took you two because yeah. you just probably didn't follow your map. I, I, I'm going to agree with you 100% on the outdoor thing because, yeah, especially uh, being based on the West Coast and having these East Coast Nationals, you're waking up at 3 in the morning. Exactly. Yeah. 3 exactly. in the morning West yeah. Coast time, and you are dragging ass. You know, to get there and everything else. Uh, what about the yeah. what about the pros? What are the pros to the motocross? Oh, well, there's series? a lot. You know, I mean, obviously that's just that, yeah. that side of it is is what it is. The travels kind of you know the schedule is is definitely obviously different. You know, evening races versus daytime and stuff. But that has its pros and cons. Early starts, late finishes, and stuff. Um, the weather for outdoors actually is kind of a challenge because. For someone like myself, it's okay for the guys who are kind of booth truck because they're out oh, a little yeah. bit. For but for myself, you're out in the elements all day. Right. So rain yep. or shine, I'm there for riders meeting at seven o'clock, and you're you're in that through you know oh. through mm-hmm. to sort of past five there obviously. Um, but you've got a little bit more time to breathe. There's yep. because obviously you know the race is longer and stuff like that. There's definitely a little bit more breathe time. So if something happens, we can be like, okay, let's go find out what you know what's happened there and all that yep. kind of stuff. So there's definitely a little bit more space. What I found with uh, Supercross, obviously, you know, first year doing that as well, is that the pace of it is so quick that it's like, whoa, we're, the show starts. You think a three-hour TV broadcast is a long time? Yeah, yeah. But when that starts, it's and then it's on. It just piles into one to the other to the other i mean there's very little thinking time um it's and when you've got sort of several different hits and you're trying to gather information for any stuff that's going to go in race and stuff like that it's it's mm-hmm. it it stacks up so there's that side of it that's kind of you know pros and cons to all that yep. stuff um i mean aside from that really i'm 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 honestly looking forward to comparing the two seats back to back because yep. I, I haven't got to do that. We had a break, you know, after outdoors and found out because of the NBC deal that, you know, pretty mm-hmm. late that we were doing Supercross. So this is going to be a very interesting one for me because when I went, started the job, you know, May of, of last year, for me, that was new. There I am, you know, showing up yep. and I'm like, oh, the series has just started. Let's figure out what's going on. Yeah, yeah. And obviously knowing that they've come off from a super crap season, but not having done it with them right. and known everything that they've gone through and all the teams have done already, you know, 17 almost straight rounds of racing already. Right. And so that understanding of that going into it now is going to be, is a very different perspective for me. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. So, mm, so it'll be, it'll be kind of interesting to be, to do that and just, you know, one weekend off and then it's going to be straight comparison between the two and obviously you know i've i've got to put up with weed you know no. oh yeah yeah no trust me a gl and 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 weed they run a loose program over there let me just say they run a loose yeah. program uh, uh, no it's a lot of fun looking forward to working with those guys yeah so I, I get i'm very lucky on both sides of that i've got a great team on both sides so. um you know, I don't yeah. know much about you, Will, as far as your background. I got how much did you? You obviously you're from England. Um, how much did you know about Supercross motocross before they put you on the outdoors last year? Like, what did you do in the past to to get um, uh, you sort of your leg up in the industry? Um, well, it's, I mean, as far as you know, dirt bike riding goes, I mean, all I'd done was a few straight rhythms. That's the only actual okay. work that I'd done um, with it. So I got to meet a few of the guys and, you know, work with, with Bondo there, Chris Bond, you know, our producer, worked with him a few times. So that wasn't, you know, that was that was nice and familiar. Um, and then really down to that, I mean, I 
I've not followed the sport. I wouldn't say I've followed it, but mm-hmm. I've definitely been familiar with it. And I've been to, you know, Monster Energy Cup a couple of times. Okay. There's, you know, a fan going to it. Um, and when I was wakeboarding in Florida, I lived in Florida for 10 years. Mm-hmm. And I lived out in Winter Haven, which is, you know, right by Claremont there. So yep. a lot of the wakeboarders and all that crew that I would mix with also would ride dirt bikes and know a lot of, of the guys who, you sure. know, I now see on the circuit. So there's, it was this kind of interesting crossover, mm-hmm. even though I didn't, you know, I wasn't involved in the sport. There was, there was a lot of crossover. So, uh, so that, you know, there was that history. And, yep. um, and then apart from that, really, it's just racing. It's coming from sort of the racing side of things. I've, I've covered some, some weird sort of types of racing, everything from downhill ice cross to, um, air racing to all sorts of stuff. And then, okay. um, prior to, to, uh, motocross there, I was on, uh, rallycross. Oh, okay. Global rallycross. Yep. yep. So that was that was sort of the link, really, when NBC sort of moved me over from that. When that series came to an end, it was, you know, the the, the guys will often, yes, people, you know, some of the, the broadcasters there at NBC will cover all sorts of, yep. you know, diverse stuff. But then when it comes to uh, reporting stuff, they'll often move you, say, within motorsports, you sure. know, so yeah. you kind of see that a lot. You know, you'll see a lot of the same. You know, has to, uh, Kelly Stavis now is doing sort of IndyCar and NASCAR, and they, you know, move yep. within those. So that's what the guys at NBC did for me. There, uh, Rich O'Connor, who uh, who Danny and I sort of you know worked for there, he was great. And that series came to an end, and he said, "Well, actually, ha- how about this?" And just <laughs> that was actually only a month before the series started. Really? Started. Yeah, that, yeah, that's a deep dive for it you. Was, then that's a. It was an interesting one. Right. It was like I was excited for it, but. When you when you kind of go okay that's great right when you think because I actually thought I was going to be covering rallycross right up until that point okay and then a few things happened and reshuffle happened and so it was uh, it was it was a crash course it was okay right start watching races start looking at the riders and you know seeing what they're yep. up to and I mean it was just a, a, a steep learning curve which which becomes steeper when you then arrive actually at the races. Yeah. Because then you're really figuring out what's going on. Yeah, then you're like, oh. And and, and let's face it, you got to ask the hard questions sometimes. You got to ask, you know, you got to ask the follow-ups. You got to pin down some of these guys and get information. And they're looking at you like, who is this girl? Like, I don't know this woman, you know? like, (laughs) Well, when you knew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you're just like, yeah. It's no, it's definitely tougher when you're new because you, you don't know who you go to is either. Yep. You know, there's you know just certain certain people, and you don't always necessarily go to the PR person. Not everybody's got the right person to for you to sort of talk to. You do you go to their mechanics? You don't know any of the mechanics. Okay, you've got to get to know them. So there's it was definitely a it was a you know a learning curve, and you've got to learn the background. So it's not only what everybody's doing now; it's where they've come from. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So understanding their history and, and what's gone into where they are is as important. And that is more stuff that you really have to learn as you go. Um, you can read as many articles as you like and, and listen to all your podcasts. <laughs> but, but, you know, once you're there and you're chatting that and you start to piece all that stuff together, yep. um, you know, that, that gets done a lot as you go. But I've, I've got to say, honestly, I'm, and when we had the press conference at the mm-hmm. uh, very beginning of the Supercross season, I kind of, you know, mentioned this there, but the teams have been fantastic, like all of them. They've just been so welcoming and huh. so open with information in the sense of going, if, okay, if you, if you need to know who to speak to or this or this. I mean, don't get me wrong when it comes to, you know, 
oh, is so-and-so injured? Yeah. I don't know. Are they? No, are they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> listen, no I, that. I, I don't get the same sort of cooperation you do. I, I, she I don't, gets better than all of us. Yeah, yeah. Fair. Right, exactly. Like It's, it's bullshit. Because <laughs> they, they see me come and they're just like, yeah, nothing happened. Keep walking. Um, <laughs> nothing. It, it, it is frustrating sometimes as a media guy to deal with these things in our sport. I, I sometimes tell these guys, look, we're not curing cancer here, man. Uh, the more open you are, the more uh, transparent you are, the better this is for the yeah. show and for the sport. And and it's not a mm-hmm. sport where like boxing or MMA, where if you have a bad shoulder, a guy can target it. You know, right. like, it ain't that. Like yeah. you either can do it or you don't. The results will be on the track. So why don't you just tell us? You know, but yeah. Yeah. And it, and it is, it's an, it's an odd one. And it's, you know, we've discussed this, as I'm sure you have, like, over and over again. And, you know, I've heard you guys talk about it on some of the podcasts. It is a, it's a strange mindset. Partly I get it. I, I understand why. I wonder if a lot of these guys, actually, it's almost not wanting to say it out loud. It's like, well, if I keep it to myself, then it's it's not happening. I can power through it. Whatever it is for them, mm-hmm. I I kind of get it, but obviously from our side of things, it is frustrating. You're trying to find something out, and I, I guess you know. And I've I've tried to sort of talk in all sports, not just in in the sport, um, to them about it and say, hey, reminder, we're on your side. Yeah, we are here to tell your story. I'm not here. We're not the paparazzi. We're not here to throw anybody under the bus. We're not here to dig up the dirt and all that stuff. You know, it's not TMZ. We're here to tell your story because whatever makes the you guys look good and the sport looks good. And when I say good, I mean you know exciting yeah. with the good yeah. and the bad. Yep. Um. Then that that's what we need. And it, it, there's definitely you know you you need to remind them of that because they've got a different goal. Yeah. Their their priority is obviously getting out there and, and winning races, but you can do that splashed in logos with it everywhere and if no one's seeing it. Yeah. I I, I, I agree hundred percent. <laughs> exactly exactly the point. Like sometimes I'm just like, look man, if you tell me something and I you can tell me like, hey, don't tell talk about this, but it helps me do my job if I know what's up and I can frame yeah. I can frame this for you right the right mm-hmm. way. You just got to, yeah. you know, I won't tell somebody, oh, this guy told me that, you know what I mean? But it just, it let me right. help me help you, you know, type deal. But yeah, and no, some get it and some yeah. don't. Like I've had some PR people that are just horrible to deal with on these teams. And you're like, really? Like, how right. do you, how do you get your job? Like you're PR, <laughs> you're literally public relations, yeah. you know, and, and you're not relating to the public at all. <laughs> right. So, um, they're more protective yeah, relations. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. Still um, PR. Just... Right, you were thinking about that for a while. When you yeah, he was. Yeah, I've, I've had that one I in know, the back pocket for a bit. <laughs> um, uh, Will, uh, who are a couple of riders, and we all got them. You know, we just had Zach Osborne on this show, who's who's a friend of mine and one of the guys I, I like to talk to. And, and I, you know, Chad Reed's another guy that I get along well with. I was on his team for a while. But who's a couple of guys, Will, that that you enjoy talking to, uh, that you want to go up and uh, shoot the shit with them and get some info and, and they make you laugh or they give you information or whatever it is. Are there a couple of guys that stand out? Well, I'll answer this one for okay, you. Okay, all right. Eli Tomac <laughs> and Justin Cooper. Oh, really? Those are her two favorite. Okay, all right. <laughs> they give her information. She, she always asks me, she's like, you really can't get information out of Eli? He, he opens up to me every time. And I'm like, one well, word answers for up. me. Yeah, he's... I don't but I enjoy having a chat with him. He's always an entertaining chat. I do. He's. Uh, I, I. I go up and you know ask him obviously what's going on and right. you know whatever the situation might be at the time. And uh, he always makes me laugh. He's. He's got. I think a great personality. 
that, you know, when it comes to his uh, his racing there, it's like, yes, I've seen him, of course, upset this year. And, you know, there's been right. a few times on the podium, especially with, you know, things that have happened this year where you can see the frustration. You're like, okay, not not the time to talk. Yeah. Let's yeah, not- you know, try and stay back. But when he's, in, when he's in a good mood, you know, especially pre-racing and walking the track and stuff, like he's, he's fun to talk to. He's funny. And he, he usually keeps things pretty light-hearted and, and is fairly candid with the way he talks about stuff. So I I know the guys are like, he's quiet. And I'm like, really? You're right? Nah, yeah, I, I'm, I'm on Daniel's side right now. I mean, he's a, he's been on our show a bunch, and he's a good guy. He's tough, man. But he ain't, he, he ain't right. easy, yeah. You know why? It's because Will started in the outdoors when he was winning. Oh, yeah, So yeah, the yeah. relationship ah. formed under better circumstances, yeah, yeah. and now they're just tight. He's like, yeah, they, they, her and I get along well. She's and I'm always, Supercross only guy right, where things right. aren't as tight. Well, you, so. you, you got your... I, honestly, I find him, I, you know, Daniel's uh, heard me say this a million times, but I find him just fascinating, too. I find mm-hmm. everything, you know, yes, obviously we've seen some, you know, it can be frustrating watching him because when we see things happen like they do it's like oh come on you know and but every time i've said that to him be like he's frustrated he gets it it's not like yeah. he takes offense to it or anything but he's he's just such a he's a fascinating athlete because he's just when when i watch him race when he's doing well when we see him do you know those yep. awesome chase downs and everything i it, it's so fun to watch and that uh, I just find that mode that he gets in, you know, that extra little level that he manages to find out there is just, oh yeah, yeah, to me, it's just absolutely fascinating to watch. And so, yes, whilst obviously it's it's hmm. a big question mark, why doesn't it happen more often, perhaps or all the time? Um, yeah, I I do. I find him. Yeah. It's, Okay, if you had given me a hundred, if you had given me a hundred riders that Will was going to say, <laughs> and you actually, well, Daniel said that. In my defense, I didn't actually say it. Good, good point. But, well, <laughs> I was right, and you know it. I, I, I would have not said he like like. And Justin Cooper, he's not the easiest no, conversation either. either. And she likes him too. No, right. he's, he's fascinating. Again, he's just, <laughs> it's their it's their mindset. I, I hear them talk, and the way they talk, and they just have this interesting way about them. But I tell you something to, to not go on, and Danny won't be surprised about this, but not that list nobody would be surprised about this um ac yeah i mean i love talking to adam he's i mean both on and off camera on camera just i I think actually said in the press uh not the press conference excuse me the uh conference call last week i was like if we just had like 40 adams and throws yeah um as far as interviews go life would be so easy it would be unbelievable uh, he's like the one nascar guy like you know the nascar guys are pretty trained yeah he's like one of them yeah, like he really knows how to do the do the part he he's great oh, he, he he's great he uh i he's, feel I, yeah, filmed, and, I, I filmed that finding stew thing with him last summer when he was hurt and he's yep. goofy too like, like we funny. had so yeah. much fun it was ridiculous how much he's, a, how much fun, fun. he's a genuinely funny guy you know it's not like oh camera's on but act funny like he's no. a genuinely funny guy no. isn't he and he's he's just got yeah he's, and obviously watching him race too it's not yeah. like he's uh when he gets out on the track it, that doesn't disappoint either so Right, right. Uh, Adam's Just, definitely one of my Justin favorites. Cooper and Eli Tomac, though. <laughs> yeah. Wow. No, with that, 
right, so, Daniel's putting Daniel's putting those. Yeah, he, not that I'm disagreeing with it, but Daniel's putting those. those yeah, guys good, good job, Daniel. Way to go. Some, yeah. Well, next time, him. hey, next time Bondo shows shares those notes with you about propping him up, maybe just tell him a little bit about that. You're like, hey, Bondo, <laughs> Bondo thinks you're the weak link tonight. I just want to let you know that, Daniel. So uh, you know, just you can get him back for what he's doing to you on the show. Bondo here Bondo will tell me himself. I don't need to be told from Will. He'll yeah, tell Bondo me. will just tell you He'll himself. Tell myself. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Daniel, you suck tonight. <laughs> Bring it up. No, Bondo's not like that either. Bondo's positive even when things are negative. He's he's good. Right, right. He's good. Uh, will Christian on the uh, Pop Mech Show tonight, brought to you by uh, BTOsports.com and Fly Racing, as well as Vortex Racing. Email jake at vortexracing.com if you want to get a deal on sprockets that Monster Energy Yamaha uses or, or bars or anything else that the uh, uh, the team uses over there. So uh, thanks to uh, Will for coming on. Daniel, so... When you started working with Will, obviously, you know, you've been around a sport for a long time as a racer and everything else. Uh, what did you think of her performance right away? Were you were you impressed that Uh-oh. she's, you know? Uh-oh, she Uh-oh. says. <laughs> no, I thought it was good. And obviously, it all came together late. So in December, when we knew this was all happening, like, again, it was like two weeks or three weeks before. Yeah. And when I found out it was Will, I was like, oh, from the outdoors. And I always thought she was good during the outdoors, too. But I didn't think you watched the outdoors. I mean, I, I raced through him a little bit. <laughs> enough to know who she was. I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. enough. I know. I'm you don't watch outdoors, Daniel. You never told me that. Uh, he, he, I keep he, some he, things to myself. <laughs> I, look, and I do watch them, like kind one of, of them, right, maybe. Right. Uh, no, I, I watch them. But, no, I, and I immediately knew that she was going to be new. And it was weird because when I started on the floor, it was Jenny Taft, and yeah. I was the new one. And me and Jenny were cool, but we never really – bonded like a team she right. she was like yeah. so already established and i was new so i kind of felt when will came in like she was new and i wanted to make sure she felt comfortable and since we were on the floor together it was like our own little world down there so right away we started bonding pretty good yeah. like and and working together and helping with I li- things i like you guys doing the side-by-side thing together uh will's idea working that yeah. off of each other i think that works really well you know? Will's idea, and we got it approved, and we our first one was a good one, and then we uh, we got to grow up from there. But okay, yeah. So that that was my feeling was I I, I wanted right. to make sure she was comfortable because I know she it wasn't Weege and Grant who she knew it was a whole new crew, and we were going to be down on the floor together a lot. So right away we we bonded and and you know became a team down there, and then it's now we're Will. Are you it's tired cool. of Daniel talking about? Oh, hey, I used to ride for Geico Honda, Will, and uh, you know I, I used to do. The, I mean, are you tired of this, Will? She probably doesn't even know. I've never said that to her ever. <laughs> so, well, actually, it's true. Daniel, she doesn't. There's a few things that he said which I won't repeat. That I've been like, really, really, wow, like stuff okay. that he's been. He keeps to himself, but I'm just like, you haven't told me that. We spent all this time together. The last you think few I'm months, down there like bragging to her or something? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. No, because that's all you do. No. <laughs> That's all you do on the show. He doesn't. <laughs> That's he doesn't. not true. It took like 13 weeks before she found out that I was even in a band. She was like, what? <laughs> yeah, and, I, and I didn't say it. They, the rest of the crew, yeah. pulled a, uh, something was, on me. He's a lead no, si- I did. Will, he's, I he's did. a lead singer of like a rock band. I've seen the photos and heard it now. Right, now right. Now I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. No, that's what I literally had no idea. So, and, and he'll keep dropping these little uh, gems on me, and I'm like, really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. What? What? So you could probably honestly stop making stuff up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, Will, I went to the moon uh, in, in, yeah. in, 80, in 88. I was on the Challenger. Since we're in this like open conversation thing, I've also, uh, I'm a fighter pilot. I fly planes. Uh, what else uh, can I think of right now? But yeah. no, I, 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 again, we, I, I, I don't, 
I'm not gonna sit there and brag to that. No, I don't no, no, not no. like I, that. I, I tell yeah. everybody about, about I tell everybody about all my four Manitoba championships over and over and over. <laughs> so I mean, I don't know. Uh, no, um, I don't know. That. But I do pick his brains if that counts. I do pick his brains because I've I've got to say it's been just great having you know I've, I've not been used to actually having anybody down usually tracks over me on on any other sports and, right. and having daniel there and and you know we've had so much fun kind of doing like you said starting to sort of do on camera pieces together and being mm-hmm. able to you know just hopefully bring a bit of the story of what's going on you know boots on the ground to everybody at home um but it's been great because i learned so much from it so i just can sort of pick his brains and say, oh, if I were to talk about this, what would you say? And boom, you know, yeah. Daniel comes straight back with, oh, that would be great because then I can say this and I can talk about that and let everyone know. And so, uh, so honestly, it's all, all positive stuff from that. I don't know about the bragging, but all good. Uh, <laughs> no, all it, good it, information coming my way, that's for sure. It shows you guys, shows you guys are doing a good job down there and, and, and oh, you play off you. each other well. So, so that's, that's been a big, big part of the broadcast. Um, Will, thank you for the time tonight. I appreciate it. Anything else, uh, Daniel? Would you like, or you just want to call her later if you have something to say to her? Just... I'll, uh, I'll talk to you on Wednesday. <laughs> Wednesday, Wednesday conference o'clock. call? Yeah, we'll talk to you at 10, and you can La- let us know how Justin Cooper and Eli still got a chance <laughs> at this title, Will. I, didn't even, I literally didn't even get the chance to talk about anyone else tonight. What, uh, what if I had, like, a whole list? I've got a whole list of riders who I would have – and that, now I've neglected them because, Daniel, <laughs> you blew it. Ricky gives her a hard time, too. Ricky hammers her all the time on – even at the other night when we were all drinking, she's like, Ricky's like, Will, you know it's 23 points. Eli really doesn't have a chance. You know that, right? Because she's always like, don't you're count like him out. Like, don't like, count well, him out. Like, like that's the only, he's making out like that's the only rider who I'm supporting. That, like, that's I'm, not true. Well, I'm behind all of them, seriously. I'm like, I get stoked for those guys, like probably too much, honestly. I stand right. on the podium sometimes and I'm watching the racing and I've got, you know, the, the jerk cam there and I can monitor and obviously trying to look over the track and stuff. And I'm like getting so into the racing, I'm thinking, hang on a second, I'm forgetting that people can watch me here just like, <laughs> oh, throwing my hands around and oh, yeah, no. Yeah. Which well, <laughs> Will and I were talking on track walk this weekend with Wygant was there, of course, you know, trying to angle about the outdoors, outdoors, outdoors. That's right. what Wygant does. But, um, Will was saying, like, I think Forkner can do this, the adrenaline of racing, and, you know, he'll get taped up and he'll get a shot. And, and I'm like, no, no. And, but Will was very optimistic. Like, I, she's, she's a glass half full. She always. She's glass half full. Like, I think he, it's going to be great. And, and I'm like, no. Now he's got a torn ACL. And, and you know, it's funny you say that. Because in the, in the conference call, Will, this is true. In the conference calls, it, it always usually start with Ricky or Ralph, and then it kind of works yeah. our way through. And Will's usually the last one to say her piece. And she always starts it with, I'm not going to be as negative about these guys. Like, <laughs> I don't yeah. not see, like, we all, like, we're yeah. not trashing them, but, no, we'll, but yeah, we're kind of yeah. breaking it down. Yep. And she's so confused that we're, like, giving up on people. She's like, yeah. why are you giving up it. on him? <laughs> I, I can't help it. And it's not like, you know, I think Ricky likes giving me a bit of a hard time, like, oh, you'll figure it out, Will, you know. But what does he say to me, Daniel? And he's like, don't don't be emotional about this. Yeah. Stuff. yeah. And I'm like, I'm not being emotional about this. You know, I'm not trying to like adopt anyone. You know, it's just like I said, I can't help it. I'm like, she's rooting. a believer. She I'm believes. always rooting for these guys to do it. So if you tell me, you know, Ruxin's never going to win a race, I'm going to stand there and say, yeah, it's going to be tonight. Yeah. That's she, gonna happen tonight. She, I'm not yeah. trying and to, I'm not trying to adopt anyone. No. Here. I like that. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> and I like how she just admitted that she's like very defiant against whatever. She just wants to go the opposite of what we say right, in, right. in like protest. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's a, there's a little playing, you know, 
devil's advocate in there. But at the same time, it's just, I, I love that. You know, I'm a sucker for a good sports movie, you know. So when I'm watching these guys and I, you see so much of what they put into this, I mean, it's, it's just so much work, isn't it? And their heart and soul. I want it for them. I, yeah. All of them. Ah. I'm like, oh, I want you to do this. And you see these troubles that they come across. And so I'm like, they're going to do it. They're going to do it. And I promise you, Daniel, that's never going to change. Uh, if, if we were here down the line, I would still be doing it, guys. Uh, they can. They I can like do it. it. And it's going to be now. <laughs> I could probably use that more in my life. I'm a glass half empty guy. I'm like, ah, shit, it's done. It's, I could use that in my life, I think, maybe. So we should all try to be a little bit more like Will Christian. Yeah, she's more positive than right, the rest right. of us, for sure. Um, thanks for coming on, Will. I really appreciate it. Uh, good job this year. Uh, thank you. Uh, and, uh, yeah, we got one more Supercross, and we'll be seeing you for the – for the 12 rounds of Lucas Oil. So um, thank you for coming on. Thank you. I appreciate it. It was fun. All right. Thanks, Will. Bye, Will. Uh, Will Christian, everybody. uh, NBC Sports Pit Reporter. Brought to you by Vortex Racing. And, uh, yeah. So she's cool. She's cool. She's really nice. She's yeah. fun to work with. Yeah, yeah she's uh, she's good. She's I very just, serious. Does her job. And I, again, I, she's very she is optimistic though. She yeah. And she just admitted at the end how she's a sucker for a sports movie. Right. She is like she wants the dramatic return yeah, yeah. and the dramatic fit. Right. and that's I think why she likes Eli too because he has those dramatic rides and I, I like anybody that puts in the homework and yeah, I think she does. she does and I think she I think she really does you she know does. what I mean so uh, motorcycleindustryjobs.com uh, number one source for power sports companies looking for employees and candidates looking for employment opportunities it's the first and only job board built specifically for the motorcycle industry upload your resume for free the uh, job of the week is uh, let's see owner Eagle Grit <laughs> Northern California Eagle Grit's looking for a new owner. Uh, no, we're actually looking for hunters. Oh, looking for right now. you bring that. Sh- Eagle Grit is looking but see, for. But see, that was good. That was a good joke. Look at look at look at Mark. Mark's He's laughing. I'm smiling. Hey, yeah, they're good. looking for trappers. Wait a minute. Did you introduce him at the beginning? Of the sh- I wasn't here, but did you introduce him yeah. properly this week? Okay. Oh, well, I just realized because you that. weren't here, so okay. you had to. I just realized I haven't even said hello. How are uh, you? <laughs> Eagle Grit is looking for a trapper. If you are uh, <laughs> one of those guys that has a fur hat. And snow and uh, uh, shoes to walk on the snow. That's right. Uh, no, no, I'm kidding. Uh, KTM in Marietta, California, has a Whoa. full-time job, dealer and customer services rep. So uh, they're responsible for assisting dealers and customers with technical and selected parts questions through their dealer only 800 phone line. So it provides dealers technical support and parts for uh, for help for people like that. So wow. uh, thanks to KTM, thanks to MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. And uh, appreciate those guys for uh, for coming on and upload your resume for free. Get involved in the industry, and uh, that'll be a great way to start. So yeah. look at KTM. Got to live for in you, SoCal. So. That's that's enticing. Uh, all right, let's go to uh, Dark Side. Dark Side, how is the Pulp Mix wrap up show coming along? Uh, man, it's doing great. I think I'm really excited about this week. Um, we've got A Ray coming on, and uh, I really wanted to get one of the the top commentators on. So I reached out to Ralph. He's going to a Skid Row concert. Yeah. Reached out to Ricky. He couldn't hear me. Yeah, yeah. Reached out to AJ Allmendinger. He wasn't interested. So I I guess I'm going to have to go with Daniel Blair. What about, did you try GL or Will Will Will? Christian? I mean, there's a lot. Yeah. That's a schlong shot. Yeah, yeah. I probably should have tried GL next, but I just went with DB because he's pretty reliable. Well, I can't believe. So you're just going to, well, it'll be. Um, easy for you because you were on the show tonight. Well, so, so I told yes, Darkside very... wanted me to do it, and I'm like, I can't review the show if I don't listen to the show. And I told you it. I listen not every week, but I listen, and it takes me a while to get through this. Yeah. It's long, right. so my best chance at being decent on the show is if I'm on it because then I can review the things yes. that we talked about. Yeah. Like, yeah, you can talk about being late today. Yes, yes. being a little tardy. Tar- <laughs> 
So, well, what else, Darkside? What's up? Hey, I want to talk to you about security at the races, man. Uh, Kieran Thurman's bike got stolen. Um, you know, and then just they got it back, what, right? They got it back. They did. They did get it back. Yep. But this happens way too often for me to understand how people get out of the pits with a bike. I thought it just happened twice that I know of. Maybe because they have That's too like, much security what? trying to let people into the place. What, what? I was Anaheim I had a bad go this Anaheim. week. Oh, did they getting did in and walking around the entire pits to get to the security? Oh, yeah, it was. This was a tough one to get into. Okay. I, I, yeah, at Anaheim a couple years ago, right? It was. Um, I can't remember his bike got Kaiden, stolen. But, Kaiden. Yeah, yeah. But I thought it happened a few times, and I don't. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't. I just don't understand how somebody gets out of a stadium and they're out of the pits. I don't know either. I mean, yeah, I have no idea. All the focus is coming in. That's not going. They don't care going out. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's the case. Yeah. Yeah, I so, just want to see what your thoughts on that were. Yeah, Van Martin texted me after the race and was like, "Hey, man, this guy got his bike stolen. Can you put it out there or whatever?" And then he was texting me, "Wait." I think they found it, and then he was texting me again, like, yeah, they chased the guy down, and he dropped the bike or something. Yeah, like, Holy he, shit. he posted that the kid hit somebody's third gear run-in or whatever, but, man, just, you know, these guys shouldn't have to worry about their bikes getting stolen or, you know, or whatever. I mean, damn, we bitch about how difficult it can be to get into a stadium sometimes, which isn't necessarily a bad thing if they're actually doing their job. But it seems pretty easy to get a bike out of the pits. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, I, I mean, how does the security guard, though, like, let's say you get in, right? You just walk in, it's dark, you're in the back 40 of the privateer pits, and you wheel the bike out. I mean, the security guard doesn't yeah, know who know. you are. Like, how are they – I don't know what the answer is, Dark Side, but I could un- totally understand and not blame a security guard for not knowing that this guy doesn't own the bike. Right. If I right now was motivated to, I could easily steal a bike out of the pits, just – there's, no one's watching them half the time. A lot of the riders will go after the LCQ and go in the stands. They don't load up right. I mean, it's. I mean, I'm not trying to make it obvious that like I'm not trying to promote that it's easy. But right. you know what I mean. It's yeah, not. Yeah. It's yeah. not that surprising to me right. that right. that it could happen. Right. Yeah, I guess we just. I wish there was. I feel bad for these guys, and I wish there was some way, some way to maybe. I don't know. Stop it. I guess, but I guess well, it's never going to happen. But l- listen, I came up with a net idea. I came up with a way to anchor tough blocks. <laughs> I can't. I, I I have solutions to problems. I just don't right. know what the solution would be to that problem. You know, right. I really don't. I don't. The, you can't train the security guards on what's going no. on and, and all that. No. And and right. I mean, I guess you could say, hey, security guard. Literally everybody that comes out, you need to check see if they have a, a hard card or a, or a wrist, wristband. But they're oh, really going to do out? that. Yeah. You're really going to do Depend- that? When did, the, when did this guy's bike get stolen? That's the question. After when the race. Did, yeah, after the race. After? Yeah. Like, out of the vehicle? I don't know. Or off I don't the know. stand? Don't, you know what I mean? Have, yeah, like, I don't have that information. Um, dark side, should Daniel let me on race day live? A hundred percent. Absolutely. Oh. Absolutely. What do you know? I'll put you, put you down in the, in the yes category. Well, you know what? And I think if you get on, and I, I believe you will, um, will you bring up the, the net being your idea, or will you just let it go? Yeah. Huh. huh. I mean, I, I kind of, if Daniel's career is hanging in the balance here, I, sh- I, sh- I should, you know, play it cool, right? Right. You know, the reality is I've heard you have this talk with Daniel, and I don't know if that was Bondo you were talking to that day, but, like, you're, uh, you're not going to say anything stupid. I think you're pretty smart. You know what you're doing. You you have your show to, to have your rants and all that, but I think, I think anybody that really knows you knows that if you get on Race Day Live, you're not going to be like, crazy wild you know I'll talk to jim about rollerball i'll talk to daniel about main event moto and then we'll call it a day all right you're in 
<laughs> you gonna promote my podcast on there? You're yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah. No, hey, so speaking of main event, Daniel, you got you got some something brewing with main event? Mm, no. Yes, you do. No. Couple things. Oh. Man, I'm I'm pretty stoked. Uh, after Pulp MX uh, and of course the Motor Xbox show, main events the next one I love to listen to. So I'm pretty stoked on it. After I'm, after your wait. own, you listen to yeah, your man, own I first. <laughs> no, can't bro. Here listen to my own. Okay, I was gonna say. Uh, listen for the for the Racer X review show, for the yeah. wrap up show. Yeah, Marks, have you listened to any of them? Yes, he was on one. I know, but have you listened to the ones no. that? Yes, I listened to the first one. I listened to uh, the last one with. What, what's your opinions on, on the wrap up show? Yeah, I think they're I think they're good for what they're supposed to be. Um, okay, I, I have a complaint. I think with a little okay. tweaking, it, whoa, could, whoa. it could be really good and helpful. I have a complaint. Let's hear it. Okay, hear it. dark side. So I was going to send you an email and I forgot. So <laughs> I was just going to say, oh. were you wow. going to send him an email yeah. with feedback? Yeah, you're just going to do it on the air. Now you're going to do it on the air. Yeah, That's I'll, awesome. just do, I'll just do it live on the air. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll do it live. You told me at Denver you had criticism and then he never got back to me. So. Right, yeah, I forgot. But okay, so um, you're it's, you're doing a good job. It's working out well. It's a it's a show about a show. It's it's, it's what what we talked about on the show and what, what happened. And feel free to bring up you know, general questions as far as segments and, and guests mm-hmm. and, and all that. Feel free to, like, you don't need to stick to the format of just that one show, you know, and, and everything else. Like, you can just, it can be about the show in general, you know. It doesn't need to be about the specific show that it was, number. Yeah. So that's the positive. The, the, the critical part is, oh boy. so you have your guests on there, and they're not always – the guys that people know, right? They're, they're they're fans of the show, or listeners of the show, or your buddies, or or whoever yeah. that, that you know. And and they've all been really good, except for Marks, he was terrible. But everyone else has been really good. But here's the thing: like when you when when there's a controversial pass, uh, uh, on, uh you know, whatever, uh, a ray on uh, on whoever. Or let's not go a ray because a ray passes people. Thank you. Uh, let's Just go. Just kidding, Alex. Bogle Bogle on on uh, on Savachi, and then. There's some controversial pass, and then you ask your guests, like, what do you think of the pass on Bogle and Savachi? Like, what do you think? And, like, no offense, but nobody cares. Like, mm. you're, 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 you have your own podcast show to ask people like that what they think of an event on the track. What you're, what you're dealing with is a show about a show. You need to ask what they think about the, Steve and everyone on the, the show's opinion. Yes. Or, yeah, like, what do you think of their opinion? Do you think Mathis is an idiot for having yes. said opinion? I agree. Um you know that's all. That, that's my criticism. It's like you're doing like you're doing another podcast show with people that necessarily weren't at the races or whatever. So that's all. That's my like. I would keep it more strict to what happened on the pulp show. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've had a couple you know emails from fans and going, hey, I want to get these you know your opinions and the listeners' opinions of the event too. So I'm kind of oh. trying to balance. No, but... fuck, fuck yeah, them. they're wrong. Yeah, they're okay. wrong. You need you, to ask, you have okay. you have your show for that. Yes, you need to ask. Your guests on the wrap-up show, what their opinions yeah. are on the opinions of that were made on the show. Yeah, and, of and, you and Steve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yes. and, and, and hey, Mathis said this. Is he an idiot? And Daniel Blair said that, and, and he's was, not, and he's an idiot. And and does Daniel Blair care about Eagles' lives at all? Things like that. Like, just stick it. I, I don't know. I just think you should stick it to the show. It's your show. You can do what you want. You've been doing a good job for the most part. So, but um, <laughs> you know, that's just. So then, when he asks no, no. me this week on the wrap-up show, 
to discuss me on this show. What the hell am <laughs> I supposed Blair, to say? Daniel Blair, did you think Daniel Blair's opinion yeah. about, about uh, Roxon was correct? Yes. <laughs> yes, it I was, did. It was yes. actually really good. <laughs> it was spot on. It was actually Let me tell on. you, Dark Side, that guy. <laughs> that guy knows his yeah. shit, He man. really knows the sport. <laughs> Daniel, so. what do you think about Daniel using eagle, eagle claws for his eagle grit? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You get, so, yeah. So no, that, no, I appreciate it. I, I, I've been waiting to get that criticism because, yeah, I, I mean, I'll, I'll definitely work on it, man. I want it to be better. I want it to keep going. Um, and we are going to start getting to some just random fans here pretty soon coming on the show. Um, uh, I want to get the, the re- regular listeners. I've got a list of emails, people that want to do it. So okay. we're going to get Yeah, them. that's all up to you, who you want to have, who you feel would be good or anything else. Um, uh um. All right. Anything else, Dark Side? No, that's it, man. I'll see you guys this weekend uh, at the space, I guess. Oh, you're gonna go? Yeah, cool. Uh, oh yeah. Oh hey, send me your PayPal address. Do you take? Do you do PayPal? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Send me your PayPal address. Who gets okay. more money, I'll, I'll all Dark Side or Marks? Marks makes so much money. <laughs> Marks came in. Oh, yeah. Marks came in thirty minutes early. Because you know why? Payday. No, yeah, because the I pay him halves, right? So half the year of Supercross, and then he gets paid the other half of the year for the outdoors. You know, so. It's coming in early because wow. payday is coming up. It's not a coincidence. Gosh, really? Performance to pay is directly correlated. Jeez. Yeah. yeah. Well, I know who's. I know who's buying dinner Friday night then. Yep, Marx's. I can't. Right, go. Suddenly, I can't go. Yeah. Uh, all right, Darkside. Thanks, buddy. Yep. See ya. Appreciate it. Uh, before we go to commercial break, let's take a call here. This is uh, Trent. What's up, Trent? Trent, uh, what's going on? Sorry, Steve. Hey, man. Um, Marvin, if he went back to the GPS, how would he do? And my second question, I have an uncle who is totally pissed off over the way Tomac did the whole slowing up, you know, trying to bunch up in Vegas? two years ago or a yep. year ago. He can't get over the fucking thing. He thinks Tomac is a piece of shit because of it. Wow. Well, I mean, he's wrong. Yeah, I agree, man. I'd love to hear your guys' uh, well, point on all that. How would, GP, how would Marvin do in the GPs and that Tomac thing? Thanks, Marv guys. would be uh, good. Good, yeah. I think he'd be there with Caroli and and everybody else. Faber, guys, Geyser. He'd be that, right there. That group. I think Hurling's got him covered. Hurling's got. Uh, yeah, I, I think with Hurling's out, he would be the mix for yeah. over there for yeah. sure. Yep, for sure. And as far as the bunching thing, like I didn't. I mean, I just didn't think it was a smart strategy because, like, what if he actually took Dungey down? Like, do you think KTM and the AMA would just be like, oh well, fair fair game, fair game? Like he had one shot at it because he you know he caught Dungey in the race. And then he had this shot, and it didn't work. So then when he slowed up and kept going at Dunge, like I think he went two more times, that's not going to stand with KTM, Husqvarna, and the AMA. That is not going to work. You cannot win a title by knocking, slowing down and knocking your competitor down. Like now we're talking lawsuits and and, and, <laughs> and all of, you know what I mean? KTM's not going to go, oh, well, fair game. I don't think that's what he was trying. I, I believe he was bunching. I don't believe he was trying to take him out. I mean, if he hit he, him. If he wanted to, he could have snapped his femur if he wanted to. Well, of course, if he wanted to be dirty, dirty. I I believe that that was great strategy, and he pulled it off the best he could. I I thought it was executed. Like, he could have been a complete dirt. I mean, it's it's crazy to live in the past like this, but I I thought it was awesome. I I thought it was great. I I mean, I thought it was fine, but it just wasn't. Almost worked. If you knocked them down, there would be problems. If Jason Anderson doesn't knock Chad Reed down, maybe there were problems coming. Don't yeah. forget, Reed and Dungey were getting into it that year because remember when he lapped him and yeah. he was holding him up? 
And I'm not saying Chad was going to go and blast him, but I just things were getting sticky there for a minute, and it was working. Right. And then it, it just didn't dunge. He just yep. he played it right. You know uh, what I mean? I thought it was right. great. Thanks, Trent. No, thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Thanks. Um, all right, one more call here. Nash! Gentlemen, gentlemen. What's up? <whistles> Recouping. I uh, saw a lot of good stuff going in the... Uh, you know, New Jersey Supercross scene. It was, um, a, it was a good time. Thank you for coming to the Friday night show. Appreciate it. It was fun. Uh, you were a bit there late because you were dressed as a troll. I, but I was prior to coming to the show. It was, uh, it was something, you know, thankful, appreciative. Uh, was it fun? Did you, did you think it was good? Like, unobjectively, sitting in the crowd, did we do a good job? Yeah. Yeah, I thought that. Well, I, I came in right when Bradshaw was coming out. But, yeah, Barry Carson did. I, I really liked Barry's sincerity. And I think looking at it on a macro level, I think everybody in the audience and people listening to the recorded show would have enjoyed what Barry had to say. And, you know, he's got a good dry sense of humor. He's funny. He's witty. And the guy's very, I mean, the guy's a legend. I mean, the fact he's from New Jersey is just a bonus. But, you know, the whole James Stewart thing, and I won't blow it up. I want people to go listen to the recap in the show. But, um, Good. I thought the venue was good. Okay. And, uh, yeah. I, and, hey, look. You tell me you're bench racing and Bradshaw's in the room. Come on. Yeah. Just, All right. Okay. I'm just, just checking, making sure you're good. You, you went to the Troll Experience on uh, Friday night also with uh, Alex Martin? Yeah, that was something that was really, you know, that wasn't primarily, obviously, engineered for myself, but it was for my daughter and uh, the kids on the team that she rides with, and they're American Suzuki and Sean, uh, Brandon, it felled, and, and it was just a really cool thing for my daughter to experience and for me to sit on the sidelines and watch it unfold. That was, you know, once-in-a-lifetime kind of stuff going on, so I couldn't be more thankful for, you know, J-Bone J- was a big part of it. I'll tell you what, Jeremy Albrecht is a really nice guy. He is. He's a great dude, absolutely. And his, his kids took it on – his kids embraced it. I mean, my, my daughter's 13, and I think Jeremy's kids are on the same age, and, you know, the, the troll experience is really neat. And, and it's fun, and as an adult, I could have a good time with it. And You know, it's a little tricky in that middle school age. And obviously kids younger than that would really embrace it, and parents with kids that young would really embrace it, and I would recommend it for anybody. But, you know, my daughter liked it. She was like, you know, Dad, I thought it was a lot cooler than I thought it was going to be. And, and the fact, Alex Martin is <laughs> – that guy's a, a hero for enduring that as a professional. He, he was athlete. all in. He was all in on the troll experience. It was great. He was good. I, you know, there's a lot of Phil talk, you know, outside, like waiting for the thing to unfold, and, you know, we'll put some stuff upstairs in the one room. You know, Phil, Could you imagine Phil at that thing? Uh, Phil was. That's the... what I asked him. Blair, oh that's what I asked him. I said, could you get Phil in here? Oh, no. With Alex not even breaking character? Absolutely not. Yeah, no. Absolutely not. Phil would not go in there. Phil I would sh- not go in there. I showed Phil uh, a photo of Alex as a troll, and he, he had some things that I can't I, I cannot repeat. I cannot repeat the things that Phil was saying about about his buddy Alex and and everything else. I would have liked to, well, Alex to you know be not thinking about the trolls when he uh, whole shot and then went you know went down a little bit later. Yeah, uh, but he snap. he fought he he fought back. You know, he got a position back towards. Well, the it wasn't enough, uh, Nash. We uh, were thirteen down on Marty, so it wasn't really enough. Yes, but you know what you know what I'm thinking. Like we're all thinking, you know, it's Vegas, and you've got the East West, as you guys indicated before previously in conversation. So. You know, there's there's a high variable. You've in, you've got an increase in your odds for coming out on top on this, buddy. And I'm we're all rooting for you. We're rooting for you. <laughs> Daniel's shaking his head. Yeah, uh, Alex is 
for whatever reason, it's not been working out. He was good, though, to start. He's been incredibly good writing, but I don't know what. It just hasn't been working out in the main events. Yeah, thanks. So, I'm aware. I know. So but I it could work out this off. weekend. He knows it could great. work out this weekend. Eagle Grit, we, we have a degreaser. It's like a floor cleaner. Oh. I'll send some down to Mitch. Okay. You can use Thank it you. when you Appreciate clean the that. shop. Yeah, be, whatever oh, makes my job easier. Dirty. That's yeah. dirty. Dealing you dirty. No, I, um, it's good stuff. I just want him to do a good job. Yep. Listen, Marty's going to Marty, and you know, you never know. You, listen, I don't wish you will on any one of those guys. All of them, I, I'm a fan of every single one of those guys through the years and even current riders. But there is odds are in your favor, Steve. I'm with you as it looks right now. I'm I'm not saying that that's the case, but you know, come next Saturday night, you could be victorious in this bet. The odds are not in my favor no. at all. He's, and, it's, and it's his last race. He's going out big. He's 13 down. It's a shootout. I mean, to even score 13 points, like just say Marty doesn't race. Say, say Marty, something happens to Marty, which always seems to do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 13 points is like eighth place in a, in a shootout. You know, I'm an internal optimist. You, I've been calling in the show for 10 years. I'm an internal optimist. I believe it can happen. I'm a, I'm a believer. Thanks, Nash. I, I, can, pre- I appreciate I, it. I listen, I, the, whole thing was, the, the, the whole thing was awesome, though, for the troll experience. And, and uh, it's cool. So 10th, um, 10th, 10th is 13 points, Mark said. Yeah, I'm looking at his average for the year. He's been averaging a 7.9, and that's in the east. Right. So listen, double that. That's about 15.8. <clears throat> it's me a rough go. Blair. Blair, what are you, Rain Man? You you shut your sass mouth. No, you stop your sassing right there. I have a pen and a paper and a calculator. I can figure <laughs> I it out quick. I know it's a law. I'm, I'm jo- obviously joking around with you. I, it's 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 all good. Um, hey, can I play the dop- doppelganger game? You know, like if I go on the time machine, Freaky Friday. Yeah. Factory Phil, come on. Well said, of course. Dude, come of on. Course. I mean, can you imagine that? The pressure-free living, '90s motocross. Life what life was easy for Factory Phil. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. And and you and, and, and especially pre Great Western, you're building momentum and then that whole ninety six year. Yep. Oh my god. The kids they don't even know. They don't I, even know. They don't even know, dude. I don't even know. And, and that's you, why and I live by character. And then you just have this foot long cobra between your legs <laughs> also to make things easier easier with you, so more dick hey, like, <laughs> hey, it's it, listen. Uh, that's it, you guys can have MC Dungey, whatever. I'll be factory so. Uh Perfect. Thanks, Nash. Appreciate the call, buddy. Good seeing you. See you. All right, buddy. Take a commercial break here. We got the race tech rant. Got one? Yeah, I do. Okay, it's not great. I've been happy lately. I mean, I don't know what to say, Marks. Have you? Sure. You should treat your employees better if you're happier. <laughs> wow. Uh, I'm just kidding. Uh, uh, we got the uh, uh, BTO Sports Tweet at Travis segment. We got some more talk about um, uh, New York Supercross. Uh, race Day Live talk with Daniel Blair. Hopefully we can get in there. We got voicemails coming up and uh, and much more. So stick around. We'll be right back after this, everybody. I'm Weston Pike. I ride for JGRMX Suzuki. And you're listening to The Pulp Show. And Steve Mathis is an idiot. All of us have one thing in common. When it comes to leaning that bike into a corner, floating a dirt bike through the air, or blasting a sand berm in a UTV. And that is passion. At BTO Sports, our foundation is built around family, which allows us to offer unparalleled customer service. Knowing we share a common interest, we look forward to the weekend as much as you. So we offer a three-day express on orders over $85. BTOsports.com is proud to be a premier source for motorsports parts and apparel for well over a decade due to our reputation for excellent customer service and great prices. From motocross to mountain bikes, sports bikes to UTVs, BTOsports.com has what you need because our passion reflects yours. 
Yeah, that's right, people. That's Van Halen. I want to tell you about my two favorite things in life. Van Halen and Fly Racing. Flyracing.com. They make much more than just moto gear. Mountain bike gear, snowmobile gear, hard parts. They've got it. Flyracing.com. The F2 Carbon Helmet. It's as close to a factory bike as a helmet can get. It's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, Baggett, Canard, and Pike. Carbon Fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, Mips. Fly Racing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. Go to your local dealer, get them from flyracing.com. Please check them out. A whole line of hard parts as well. Flyracing.com. Let's listen to some Van Halen. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team. Long-time Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. Randy Richardson, good guy, means well, great interview, but oh my gosh, his voice is fucking annoying. In that case, boss, you may want to fast forward while I tell the rest of the Pulp MX show listeners about Michelin's extensive motorcycle tire product offer. The Pulp MX nation certainly knows about the Michelin Starcross 5 tire range and its outstanding durability and excellent performance but I'd like to share some information on Michelin's wide range of industry-leading motorcycle tires. New for 2019, the Michelin Anarchy Adventure Tire, which features two-compound technology, enables adventure touring riders to have confidence on any adventure with a new level of on-road stability and uncompromising traction off-road. The Michelin Road 5 Tire is designed specifically for sport touring riders and provides the maximum confidence in wet and dry conditions mile after mile. As the exclusive MotoGP class tire, Michelin definitely understands the performance expectations of today's sport bike riders, and the Michelin Power RS tire enables those riders to unleash their full potential. If you're a Harley-Davidson owner, the co-developed and co-branded Michelin Scorcher tire range, which is original equipment on over a half million models manufactured over the past decade, is the right cruiser tire for you. For the latest on all Michelin motorcycle tire products, visit motorcycle.michelinman.com for more information and make sure to follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and at michelinmotorcycle.us on Facebook. This commercial is not 2019 Pulpy Award material. Thanks for listening to the Pulp Mech Show, everybody. Please, if you're listening to these commercials, I appreciate it. Yeah, that's right, because without these commercials and without these sponsors, we wouldn't have a janky radio show for you to listen to. But for now, I want to talk about Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and the Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 20 years, they've been delivering professional-level graphics for every rider from an amateur to a pro, including Alex Ray back in the day. 
Choose from our selection of graphics uh, online or make yours one of a kind. Roos also offers a wide range of custom products from T-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. 48-hour turnaround. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section on the website. Get your Pulp Mech swag, customize your bike, get custom stickers, uh, get custom helmet stickers, whatever it is, uh, including Pulp Mech stuff. Follow them on Instagram, at RoostMX, for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh, visiting RoostMX.net, and use the discount code PulpNation to save 20%. Thanks, RoostMX.net. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate 45 years of fun, building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. WUSA is the number one source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. They are the exclusive importer. For talent and kite hubs, along with DID and Excel rims. Their wheels and wheel building services are trusted by the finest teams in the country. Teams like Factory KTM, JGR Suzuki. Rocky Mountain MCKTM, Rockstar Husky Star Racing Monster Energy Babbitts. They all trust up, yeah. No job is too big or too small. WUSA, everybody, we thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels. Hubs, wheel building services, they've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there, and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at WUSA.com. WUSA, they're all things wheels. Do it. WUSA. Do it. The Rockstar Energy Husqvarna team relies on one company. For all of its seat needs, and that's Guts Racing. We thank the folks at Guts Racing for coming on the show for a number of years now. Pulp MX 2018 is the code to save. Complete seats available for KTM and Huskies. Other brands will be added later. The Phantom Lightweight Seat Foam is the choice of seat foam for many teams in the pits. Kenny Roxon won a 450 National Championship using Guts products a couple years ago. And again, they've been with us for a number of years. Please check them out. Official supplier of the Rockstar Husky. Husqvarna team for graphics, Living 100 as well, and seats. Anything and everything to do with seats. Please check them out. GutsRacing.com. Pulpamex 2018 is the code to save. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. 
Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta and Ducati, today Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. Attention riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto, as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. Although the Atlas brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or brawl. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. Should you need more, please request a defender roost guard or guardian body armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position, elbows up, and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride. For 2019, Works Connection celebrates 30 years of delivering championship-winning products to motocross legends and champions like Lamson, McGrath, Wyndham, LaRocco, Carmichael, Dungey, Roxon, Plessinger, and more. Current race teams, JGR Suzuki, Star Racing Yamaha, Moto Concepts Honda, Team BWR, Rockwell Racing Yamaha, HEP Racing Suzuki, AJE Motorsports, and KTM Canada have also come to rely on Works Connection's commitment to innovation and quality. So if you're looking for factory-level parts, like radiator braces and skid plates to protect, rip a whole shot with the Pro Launch, or upgrade to the elite line of axle blocks, clutch perch, or bearing-equipped throttle tubes, just visit WorksConnection.com.
Welcome back, everybody. Pop Mike Show. ZI, BTOSports.com, and Fly Racing. Van Halen. Reached out and touched me. Now I know what I want. How was that? Good, man. Really good. Both words. I mean, you were a rock star, so you understand. The word star, I don't know about that played rock music but sammy has a hell of a voice he's good sammy has he's an really amazing good. voice. did you watch uh the dirt yeah i didn't like it i read the Why? book i read the book i read the book a bunch of times so the book to me is uh, i know I but you can't that's not fair well i'm just saying i i, I thought the acting was kind of bad it's, it's kind of meant to be i think a little bit it yeah was, maybe it maybe. was uh i thought it was is that what main event moto was like the dirt no, oh, you mean the main event band? Yeah. Uh, Sorry. Yeah. yeah, like low-key, like lightweight. Like we weren't doing that stuff. We weren't snorting ants and stuff like oh, that. Oh, okay. Yeah, so. Um, Damn it. No, but we like Dine and Dash Denny a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. So there we go. We That's got, we got raw. <laughs> um, thank you for listening. Thank you to Zach Osborne, Chase Sexton, Will Christian for coming on. Daniel Blair is in here. Uh, Michelin, Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram, at Michelin.us on Facebook. Uh, we all know Michelin Starcross 5 tires push the boundaries in off-road performance for riders of all levels. I uh, have a set on my bike right now, and I love it. But what's great about Michelin is they develop and deliver world-class products for every segment of motorcycling, and they've been doing it since 1897. Michelin is synonymous with quality, innovation, and is one of the most respected brands in the world. Uh, Toby Price, of course, uh, won the uh, Dakar Rally using Michelin. 36 Dakar Rallies uh, victories since 1982. Uh, Billy Bolt uses Michelin Enduro Medium and Michelin Starcross 5, combined with the Bib Moose to become the 2018 World Ultimate Enduro Champion. Chase Owen won uh, the Paris Supercross race on Starcross 5s. And uh, Michelin's got a lot of innovations and a lot of cool things going on with them. Uh, Randy Richardson from Michelin will be here next week in studio. So good, good guy. Looking forward to that. Uh, thank you, OGO, OGOPowerSports.com. There is no trusted name in the in the game as OGO really does take you there. 30-plus years of finest in technical transport that's built to last. Hmm. Tried to get you, OGO. I tried. It's an OGO you, bag. You would never follow up, though. It's an OGO bag that I, I got. You have a fly racing OGO bag. Yes, I do. Uh, if you want a discount on OGO, same bag. That factory Red Bull KTM, Rockstar Husky, Pro Circuit, Star, JGR, Rocky Mountain, uh, use, please email the show using the contact form Pulp Mex. I'll pass it on to Pilo at OGO and he will dial you in. Just say you're a listener to the Pulp Mex show and uh, get your deal on a backpack or a bag or anything else. Uh, also, Skosh, folks at Skosh are on board with us on the show just to give away some stuff. So, uh, what we want to do now is uh, third caller. Third caller wins a Skosh prize package. 702 586 7857. So, third caller wins a Skosh prize package from those guys. Uh, thank you for them for making it happen. Um, BTOSports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension and Engines, Vortex Racing, Zombie Chris Blows uses Race Tech, by the way. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Uh, Roost MX, Vertex Pistons, X Brand Goggles, Michelin Starcross 5, EVS Sports, Firepower Batteries and Chains, Maxima USA, Pro Filter, FMF, Atlas Neck Brace, Works Connection, on board with us, NorCal Zone. 
Works Connection yeah. Company. And we're working on something with that, right? We are. Yep, okay. perhaps. Uh, OGO Power Sports, Get Data, Guts Racing, another NorCal company. The folks mm-hmm. at Guts, you got Guts on the little ones? Oh, of course. I've yeah. known the Greg family like pretty much my whole oh, life. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, WUSA, uh, thanks to W for hooking up Travis Marks for his wheels. Uh, WUSA, seemingly half the teams in the pits use W for their wheel needs. So, And uh, as, you, as you learned in our um, contest we did a little while ago, they'll just take your stock rim and, and stock wheel and rebuild it with your stock hub and save you some money, but they put new rims and spokes on, which helps a ton. Eagle Grit, LA Honda World, Ride Engineering, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, and Intense Bicycles. What is the Eagle Grit deal for our listeners? Three deals. Three deals? Well, Have you lost your mind? Two deals and one like announcement. Is that? Yeah, that'll work, right? That'll work. So we'll start with the announcement. We are yeah. on Amazon now, yep. uh, which let me tell you right now, that's not the easiest thing to do. Okay, they oh put yourself on Amazon. They sell everything. No, it's just the process of doing it. And lucky for me, I didn't have to do it. So Matty Fran, Matt Francis, who's been in the sport for a long time, worked for Racer X for a long time. Um, He is a good friend of mine. He is handling all of our stuff with Eagle Grit now. Everything web. Um, And we got our winner. We got our winner. We got our winner. Everybody got our winner. Right on. Uh, But he took on the Amazon monster, and he's still dealing with it. It's not easy. Just to do it all on right. there. It's not like, hey, let's put your stuff up like on eBay or something. It's it's a process. So we are on Amazon. All of our products, it's pretty rad. It's actually been very beneficial because Amazon's easy. You're, you already have a card on file. Yeah. So if you want something, you just yeah. add it. It's easy. But no pulp discount. No pulp discount on that. So we still have Pulp MX or... Pulp. Or Pulp, pulp Sucks. Pulps. Anything with Pulp. Pulp's crappy show. Yeah. That's, that's the one you use crap. the most. Right, right. Pulp crap. Uh, and we have that, so you get 25% off uh-huh. um, on our website. And we're still doing the Moto Bundle. And okay. I got to admit, man, it's been pretty good. Every time I come on here, when I right. get home, it's it goes off pretty hard. Our Moto Bundle's really good, and the response has been great. But, uh, yeah, dude, your listeners, they come through pretty hard, oh, and, and they're and they're happy with it. So that's you know we got, that's one of the specials we'll do again, the mm-hmm. Moto Bundle. Um, but our big thing is, is Matty Fran set up this deal where you can actually sample our hand cleaner for free. You just pay the shipping, and we give you a sample, like a little brush that you can like oh. clean your hands with, and then like a discount card to you know come back. Right. And because a lot of people are like, "What's so good about your hand cleaner?" Well, try it out. Yeah. Like we're giving you a free I, I use sample some, of it. I, I put a new chain on my bike. Put a firepower chain on my uh, Blue Crew, and uh, used your Eagle Grit cleaner. How to do? Fantastic. We're great. Thank you. Yeah, it's it's good. So you can either go to the website and do the free sample. Um, or you can do the Moto Bundle, or you can go to Amazon, and yeah, I think everybody will be very happy with the product. I mean, the, our reviews and our response is really, right. really good. So. EagleGrit.com? That's right. Use a code pull. Not use from fresh no, it's beaks not. and talons of eagles. No, it's not. It's, right. that's, it's super funny, but it's not. No. <laughs> yeah, so please check them out. Use the code pulp or pulp sucks, pulp crappy show. Pulp Max is the real one, but yeah, what, whatever. If you put in one of the other ones, like at least I'll giggle when yeah, I yeah, yeah, exactly, absolutely. Yep. So thanks to our listeners for that. Yeah, uh, greatly appreciate it. Uh, Daniel Blair also brought to you by Roost MX, the official graphic companies for Cobra Moto and the Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. Uh, Jacob Hayes rides for as well. He does. Uh, did you did you do an interview with Christina Denny recently? Is I did. That, when's that coming? How out? do you know that? She told me. Oh. Yeah, uh, Chris and Christina were in Vegas right. for a show for the like for the graphics, the, yeah. the equipment stuff. sign yeah. show. Yeah, she told me that, and I I've been anxiously waiting. I, so I love Christina. They She's came awesome. in on uh, last week, and it'll go out this week on Racer X. Right. They sat in those two chairs, and we talked about Hayes and Hartraff and the team, and kind of you know uh, Rock River and like 
all these questions. So, yeah, cool. uh, yeah and good people, interesting, and uh, they're a big part of the Roost MX people, of course. Pulp Nation has saved 20%. Uh, quick 48-hour turnaround. Shipping orders is top priority for those guys. Check out the new Pulp Nation section to get your Pulp MX swag. Follow them on Instagram at RoostMX for monthly sales. So, yeah, they do a lot for us as far as that goes uh, on Pulp Nation. So we really appreciate those guys. And Daniel Blair brought to you by RoostMX.net. Not .com, .net. So go there and do that. Zombie Chris Blos uh, runs Race Tech, Race Tech Suspension and Engines. Uh, they're big. They do a lot of work for Ben LeMay when he was riding a TPJ bike. And, uh, yeah, there's a... Uh, it's a lot to do with Racetech and Racetech.com. Get your right spring rate. Get your suspension dialed in. Get it revalved. Get it working right for you. Get your motor work done. Get your uh, four-stroke rebuilt, whatever it is. Racetech, Racetech.com can make it happen. My Racetech ran of the night. Oh, boy. It's not it's, – it's an old rant, but I, some things came up this week that to, to re-spark this. Like, let Be me careful. ask you this. Be, don't forget what's on the line here. Be careful with this. A race day live appearance. Yeah, it's on the line. So just, I'm, just be careful is all I'm saying. How do you feel about racers? And I'm not going to name any names, but there's many of them. On their social media, all they post is fucking photos of themselves. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, what kind of self-absorbed guy are you that you... Like, I get what, it. What, what, what Dude, you're an photos? athlete. What you're kind of photos? Shredding photos. Just shredding, 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 shredding. Like, I get it. You're an athlete. That's what you do for a living. Cool. Great. Love that. You need to do that for your sponsors also. Sponsors, very important for you okay. to do that. Okay? But we don't need to see every post, like, just you ripping a turn. And first of all, who are these assholes that are around you, just <laughs> taking photos of your of you every every day. Like Probably the ones running their social like, media. Like I had a guy, Mathis. You never post any photos of you ripping on your bike. Like you never. We never see you riding the bike. Yeah, cause I'm riding. Cause my <laughs> friends I'm riding with don't follow me around with cameras. Like nobody cares. Like Hunter Lawrence posted a photo of his dog passed away in Australia. I love dogs. Obviously, it hit close to my heart. I like that. Show me something in your life. Show me your chick. Show me what you ate for breakfast. Show me uh, your uh, skosh boost bottle that you love to rock and work out on. Show me your bicycle. Now I'm nervous. I'm looking at my last, like, five posts just to see what I've done. Okay. Picture me and Jim wearing yeah, uh, that's troll, fine. troll's hats. So, yeah, that's fine. It's cool. Yeah. No, that's fine. That's I just me, That's me shredding you know, my job. Do you know what I'm talking about with riders? Do you know what I mean? Like... Here's a video of my kid shredding on my Instagram. How, how's that? That's fine. Okay. Dude, I'm talking, there's guys, and I was going through some guys. Every post <laughs> is them. They're like monster chicks it's, that just post yeah. pictures of themselves over and over. Yeah. Same look. Right. Like, there's some monster chicks that are brutal. <laughs> like, like, bro, how self-absorbed are you with yourself and your image that you cannot post Anything but yourself, Can you, and like, what are you, what are you really getting as a as a fan of that person or a follower of the sport of just an action shot of that guy many, every single fucking likes, day? How many likes did the photo and video get? A lot, probably. They love it. Can you mute our mics and tell me who you're talking about? No, I can, tell you, I can tell you after the show. Okay, uh, but there's, there's. I want to know who because I'm going to get that person on race day live this week. Oh, too. great. <laughs> Thank you. I just just hey, everyone listening, whoever is on race day live this week, 
It's the person Steve's talking about. I'm gonna tell you right now, that's who it's gonna be. I'll make that one happen um, for sure. I, I don't get Can't it. Wait. I don't get it. That's my race deck around the night. Show us something. Look, every third photo can be you. Okay. It's fine. So every you, so third you, you photo. You want to see some life stuff, not just here's me in a corner, or here's me off a jump, here's me. You, you want you want to see some life stuff. Dude. Show me your life. And who are these guys? At the practice tracks. See, I think you have more of a problem with them. You taking a- the photos. Because I know how you are about the posse. Oh, I, I think- bro. What a banger. What a banger. Banger, bro. Banger. <laughs> banger. We got it. We like. What are you doing? Who are Who are you? Hired. They're on the payroll, bro. Fuck, man. I don't I don't get it. Like, I, and I've, again, I've done this before, but I've ranted about this before. But, like, fuck, man. I feel bad for you that your whole life is about you riding dirt bikes. <laughs> That's your whole life. Can we end Nothing the show now? else. I want to know who it is so bad. Marks, do you know who it is? is he, did he tell you before? No. Because I think because my curious. guess is it's one that tipped you off. Like they probably all bug you, but one of them got to you. There's a few of them. There's a few of them out there. I I, I know who there's it is. one that maybe tipped me off, but there's a few guys out I there that I'm is. like, really? I know who it is because he won't be on race day last. And again, week. like, dude. Or, or how about the photos? If it's not a banger, it's them looking off in the distance, like <laughs> thinking, like thinking, with like a, with a quote from like yeah, yeah, some yeah. Google like, site that they like went to. You're, you, you've decided to post something other than a riding shot, right? As a fucking photo of you, like without your helmet on, like oh god, you, yeah, you're so fucking model worthy. <laughs> what rider is model worthy in our sport? Brock Tickle, Rarick. Rarick, Tickle, Colt Nichols. Okay. All good looking guys, I gotta admit. If I could trade if like if I couldn't trade careers, if I could just trade looks. Like you're like you're like, hey man, uh I'm a professional motocross racer. My last eighteen photos have been of me riding. You know what though? Let's change it up, boys. Let's put I'm gonna look off into this sunset. You tell me how I look. How do I look? How's the lighting? I'm gonna look off in the sunset. <laughs> I'm gonna be thinking, bro. Like Fuck, man. And go on Google and find a good quote yeah, from somewhere. Yeah, f- find something, bro, about okay. achi- achieving your dreams while still keeping grounded, man. <laughs> like, fuck. Are you with me, Marks? Like, on, I don't know how much you follow these riders, but you know what I'm talking I about? Fo- I follow a lot uh, just for fantasy purposes mostly, um, and I'm just I'm plotting a plan to follow you out to Western and, and take some inconspicuous oh, shots yeah. and log into your Instagram How account. do I look, bro? How's the banger? And, How's the banger gonna, now? How's the banger? I'm going to post hey, a banger. For everyone listening, the next time Steve posts on Instagram, hashtag banger. Just let's, uh, let's just, let it rip. I, I don't get it, man. And, and like so, whatever. Look, hey, to each his own. Cool, man, you do that. But how fucking shallow do you look when it's just you? It's just you yeah, but when, over when you're getting, and over and over. Well, after you press send or whatever and the likes start flying in and you feel they feel good about it, dude. Again. They love it. Let me see your bicycle. Let me see what you ate for dinner. Let me see what Scotch thing you like. Let me see what your garage is like. Let me see uh, what you're driving. Let me see just something. Your chick. Your mom. Your dog. Fuck anything but you. It's just you. <laughs> it's, over. It's there. And over and over with some fucking quote about achieving greatness <laughs> and trusting the process. Now I got to look because I think I know who it is. More dick pics. All right. That's uh, my race deck uh, round of the night. I've done it before. I've ran it before about it, but it just gets me going. I just, I feel sorry for you, these riders. I feel sorry for them. That's, that's where they, they live in. You know? I don't know. Um, we have two calls. Yep, that's oh, right. Zach Osborne. We have two yep. calls on here about <laughs> Eagle Grit. Uh, Paul, you want to talk about Chris Zombie Blows and Eagle Grit? Uh, yes, sir. Um, 
just didn't know if uh, – so you coined the phrase zombie blows. I didn't know if you actually knew that he actually posted at least one Instagram post over the last couple of weeks, and he actually hashtagged zombie blows. Yeah, I, I, somebody so sent that. Actually, yeah, yeah, somebody sent that to right. me, uh, which I thought was pretty funny. Yeah, it was pretty, pretty good. Yeah, he's actually paying attention to your shows. Well, then, no, I think he was thing- just getting hit up on Twitter. I doubt he pays attention to the shows, but he was just getting hit up on Twitter. I'm sure. Well, he doesn't actually get on Twitter that much, but either way. So, but the other thing is, I I, I wanted to touch on Daniel Blair being a sellout on Instagram oh, because okay. uh, uh, Eagle Grit has sponsored videos on Instagram with Daniel Blair talking about talking about Evil Grit and I thought it was pretty funny. You find that funny? What's funny about well, it? Well, yeah, I don't well, I don't get the humor. Yeah, I'm not being defensive. I want to know. I want to know cuz I I know why we do it, but I want to know what you think. So I can tell well, Maddie no, so I can no. report it to Maddie Fran. I need to know. <laughs> well, no, I just I think it's cool you're trying to sell your product, but I just it it was just Trying to be a smart ass. Sorry, guys. I didn't know sense of humor came out of the show. This, I mean, I, I don't. I know I'm lost. I, I'm just. No, I, I, think it, I think it's funny. I know what he's getting at. No, we do. We do like a sponsored ad from Eagle Grit where oh, I okay. talk about the product and there's video of washing hands. You know what I mean? Like these creative videos, and they believe it or not, they work. They work very well. Oh, so cool. That's they why do. We, that's why we do, do those. We get a lot of response, and you can track those things to find out how they work. Okay. If they lead yep. to the website, how right, much. Right. You know they have. Yeah. There's yeah. analytics behind that. So, sure. uh, yeah. Which, by the way, Maddie Fran did uh, text me. It's EagleGrit.com forward slash free hand cleaner for that free sample. Right. And I just got an Instagram notice that someone put banger on my thing. Did they? Yeah. Thanks. Quick. Uh, uh, that's me. Sorry. Oh, thanks, have a good night, guys. Thank you. Appreciate it. Um, no, wait. We don't want that guy. We want Greg. Greg, you want to also talk about Eagle Grit? That's James now. Oh, James, what's up? Hey, how's it going, guys? Good. What's going on? So I was kind of curious because I listen to your guys' show a lot. Love the show. Thank you. Um, and I was curious about your team you're managing this summer, the the one you're taking to the top. Yep. Yep. <laughs> um, you talk about Justin Britton has like uh, hydraulic clutch or has like certain parts on his bike versus Mookie when Mookie was racing is not hurt and he has a cable clutch or this or that on yeah. it. Yeah. Is that just rider discretion here or there, or is it like specialty for like the, um, the faster rider? Yeah, some of it's some of it's a works Honda part, you know, only available to to works Honda stuff to Brayton. Other times it's it's rider preference for sure. So other times about okay. that. So um, what's Kiefer get then? For Kiefer's her? getting Brayton's bike, like the full deal. Yeah, huh? full deal. Oh man, yeah. Wow. So <laughs> That's he's, awesome. get, wow. he's, he's getting the whole thing. Has he been riding with the suspension yet? Yeah, he's got, he's got full factory suspension. Okay, I was say, yeah, that's a transition in itself. Yeah, yeah, no, he's, he's got show, he tests with Showa anyway, so yeah, Showa's giving him okay, some stuff. Nice, so perfect. Um, do I have time to uh, ask one more question? Sure. Um, so I was kind of curious. I follow the sport pretty good, but anyways, no great in the Supercross and racing like that. How did that come about? How did that decision come in to start having those in the sport instead of just? Well, they, they started in MXGPs because uh, if you talk to a racetrack guy, to a promoter, one of the hardest things to do is groom the start gate, like the behind the start gate. Like it's the whole thing, it just gets ruddy. They fill it, in it, the it, gates they, too. It like makes the gates malfunction if you get a lot of dirt in them yeah, too. Yeah. So they they have a hard time maintaining them as far as keeping them good and, and, and the, the amount of time it takes to maintain the, the, the stuff. 
the stuff behind the the starting gate. And in Supercross, they don't touch them uh, until I don't think they touch them all the time. And it was getting really deep and gnarly, like the ruts were getting massive. And um, so it's just a more maintenance thing, I believe, and ease of ease of maintenance. You don't got to you put the gates on the grates on there. You don't even got to worry about it. So, oh, but it started at MXGP. Gotcha. I don't like them. I think they're stupid. I think take them away. That's not motocross to me anymore. <laughs> they, they, they take they take you away start some devices. Of the they, you got start yeah. devices. You got you got rear lockdowns. You got front lockdowns. You've got a mapping. You got a start mode. Like what the hell happened to you know? <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. So, thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. Awesome. Thank, thank, thank you, you so much. No problem. Thank you, Mike. You got a? You want to talk to Daniel Blair? Yeah, yeah. Could I? I, I had a question for him. Sure, he's and, right uh, here. What's up? Right, so, I I was a former wannabe has been back in the day in California, and I raced with a lot of the guys that I think were your buddies, uh, Dusty Holland. Uh, Billy Joe Mercer, I don't know if you knew him or not, but and I was just wondering if where these guys are now. Where, what's what's Rusty Holland doing? What's Billy Joe Mercer doing? Uh, oh. Is Mike Mike Chamberlain is he in the in the industry still? How how old do you think I am? Just curious. <laughs> well, I know you're younger than. <laughs> I don't hey, know those any, guys. What's Rock and Rex doing now? <laughs> but I, but I, know. <laughs> I don't know. Do you know what Rock and Rex is doing? No, I, I don't. I don't know. I haven't I talked to him in a while. <laughs> I know you know Rusty, though. Yeah, me and Rusty don't have the best of all history. I'm not sure what he's doing right yeah, now. Yeah, I almost got in a fight with him, too. Russ, uh, Russ was a parts unlimited rep for a long time. Yeah. I don't know if he's still doing it or not. I don't know either, but um, the the other guys' names, I know those names from generations before me, but I don't know. I don't know them. Oh, Scott Myers. Scott Myers? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. That's That's... I was just a kid during that time, so I don't know those guys. But Rusty, right. uh, Rusty's still around. He's got a kid that races, and he's around. I don't know what he's doing, but Zeb Armstrong, Zeb, Zeb run, runs Rep Racing. Like he runs Hangtown's track when it's not Hangtown. He runs Prey City all year, and then the two Marysvilles, Riverfront and East Street. Yeah, Rep Racing. He he runs three tracks. All right, so I just brought up a, a, an old name, and you already knew what Zeb was doing. He's my age. Oh, is he? Zeb, yeah, we're oh. like a year apart. He's, oh, okay. He's uh, he's one of my good buddies. So, so. all right, Mike. There you go. Thing. I was. I wanted. Uh, I don't know if you had the same experience as me up at Mammoth, but I really think that Steve should go check it out. It's like such a killer race. Depends on what what you want him to go there for—to race or just to hang. hang. Okay, yeah, then it's awesome. Who me? Yeah, it'd be. Oh. you'd have you'd have a good time hanging. It's it's fun. Uh, no, no, no. You would not want to ride. Can there. I bring my intense? Oh, you'd probably have a lot of fun. There's okay. a lot to do there. All right, so. then I'll do that. You should do it. Thanks. Never been. Never been. Oh, you should. Never go. been. I was supposed to go in '98 with Danny Smith. And the day before we were to leave, it was the National Buds Creek, and he tore every ligament in his knee. No, you should go, but yeah, you don't want to ride. You you want to have fun. But the, I thought track's not as good as it used to be, I guess, or what? Because I don't like outdoor. It was never good, in my opinion. <laughs> Daniel Blair doesn't uh, like any work. outdoor track. No, so you can, go, you can go ride practice. It's awesome. Yeah, it's really slick, and they water the track non-stop. Uh, non-stop. You'll come around, and you're like, dude, that berm was good last lap. Nope. It's okay. flooded. All right. All right, thanks, Mike. Thanks, Steve. Thank you. Appreciate it. I thought you were going to give away some stuff to people. I thought you were. I haven't been impressed. Okay. Yet. All right. Uh, Jason, what's up, man? Man, I get to follow up some epic phone calls here, guys. Mm-hmm. Appreciate it. Yeah. 
But no, I was at Riverfront, Daniel. I appreciate it. You put on a good show down there. It was a good time. What Give the him hell some was stuff. That? Give him some stuff. What, what was Riverfront? Uh, we had a main event moto ride day on the off. Oh, weekend. I'm sure yeah. nobody, nobody showed up. It's a shitty show. How, so. how, how was it? How was it turned <laughs> no, out? It was great, man. Thank it you. It was good. The all family, was all good, family yeah. and friends. All for free. Yeah, you told you actually told me um, the kids' track was over there. I remember I asked you about oh the yeah practice schedule. Yeah, um, you were like he yeah, asked the kids' tracks down there. <laughs> yeah, I feel bad. That was a little rude to me. He said, "What did you no, ask me no. again?" He was like, no, "Hey, I, well, what's I the deal asked, with the split on the track? You know, I'm kind of like yeah, a little new. I'm like kids' tracks over there. <laughs> what an asshole you are! <laughs> That's just being funny, man." No, no. No, it's all good, man. Um, no worries. It was, it was a good time. All right, Jason. Well, give uh, him something. Jason, you can have a yeah. Maxima oil kit or a Pro Filter for your bike. What do you want? We'll take a Maxima oil kit. Okay. Fair enough. Appreciate it. Anything else? But, uh, that Yeah, that rant was pretty epic. I, I had to check my photos and see, uh, and, and, you know. And how you doing with your photos? What I was supposed to. But anyway, you had mentioned a while back on one of your shows that there was a rider that like dedicated their whole entire yes. house to yes. them. Yes. Yeah, so can you give that up or what? No, I don't. Wait, what want, I, I don't want it. There's, I, I, I hadn't seen it for myself, but two people have been to one <laughs> rider's house in so in SoCal, and they said every single room had photos of them. Just oh. photos of them everywhere. Come on. That was it. Us, no. So like the guy from Dodgeball, like a big yeah. old him, <laughs> taking life by the yeah, horns. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Grabbing the bull yeah, by the horns. Oh, uh, no, that's all right. I don't, I don't, I just, yeah, I thought it was funny. But I, I haven't seen it for myself, so maybe I shouldn't say who it was because maybe they're, you know, maybe they don't have, but I, I've been told by two people that are like, yeah, man, every room you walk in is just giant photos of this guy. Look at me shredding, bro. Look at me. <laughs> that's awesome. So, uh, hey, I stay, I, I stay, it, uh, thanks, thanks I Jason. Stay, stay on hold, all right? Um, I stay in Steve's guest room. He's got pictures of himself all in the guest room. So. Oh, please. <laughs> hey, you want to hear something cool? Yeah. There is a rider. I, I meant to tell you this before. I do the podium interviews, right? Yeah. So they always hold their little can, the monster mm-hmm. can, yeah. Red Bull can. There is a rider because you know they're all filled oh, with water. Oh, you told me. You told me this. They're all filled with water. You said this water. last time. Did said, I say it? Yeah. I didn't know if I remember uh, telling you that. But was, the same, it, was it Cooper? Which one? Was it Justin Cooper? No. <laughs> Maybe. No, you admitted you gave the rider's name on the show. Did I? You did. You you admitted who it was. Oh, I didn't know I did that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, you said you were going to talk about it. and then Well, you, they always you, drink you, water and they right. laugh about it. And one of them right. crushes the energy drink. Yeah. At, right. least, at least he did a couple times. Right. No, that, that's, that's right. good. I didn't know I admitted it. Right. You did. You did. Daniel Blair on the show. Uh, X Brown Goggle, or X Brown Goggles tear off. We did. Uh, we did the Race Tech rant. Uh, we got the BTOsports.com tweet at Travis segment coming up as well. Um, so. Vegas this weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, eight points for AC. Nine points for Sexton. Shootout. Do they both bring it home? Money on the line, I would say yes, if I had to. If I if I had to not JT this. Right. Because I'd love to waffle and say anything's know what, possible. Do but. you want to know what JT had to say when I asked him the, the time machine question? <laughs> yeah, what did before he say? you were here? What did he say? He says, well... Do I just switch careers with them, but I'm still me? Oh, I love. Or do it. I yeah, have? To, am I? Do I have to be them? Like person? Am I them? <laughs> what was your answer? What is the answer? Yeah, to that? The answer is you're just them. You're just them. We're we're not. You know, you're not. You're not Cindy Thomas's kid and Frank's your dad. And but you've won all these races. So yeah. he doesn't get to be JT with all the titles. No, no. It's you have stupid, to be them too. It's just typical JT. Now, what I like about JT though, and and I and I know why you hammer him over the waffling is because he likes to get things right. He's I think he likes to make sure he gets the right answer. And sometimes the questions are tough. Like, you just asked me one. I, I would say, yeah, Cincerello and Sexton should. 
But there are some variables that would make me a, hundred, a little bit unsure about it. So and I think that's why JT waffles a little bit. But if if I had to throw money down for sure, I would go AC Sexton. My question back to you is, which one do you feel better about? AC, because he's won Vegas before. Even though, I mean, Sexton is – you think Cooper can get nine on Sexton at the showdown? After the way no. he rode last week with no, two the, sets of whoops? And, they're I mean, very close. They're very close. Cooper's ride – hey, how about Mitchell Oldenburg just passing his teammates? See, see you later. Oh, I know. Just see you later. Will Hahn, just shitty job as a manager, clearly. Yeah, clearly didn't uh, no. communicate with his no, guys, right? No, no but um, – you think AC is easier? I mean, Dylan I is. I do. Dylan could just wax everyone in AC. But AC is good at Vegas. I, he is. He's won there what two years in a two row. Two years in a row. Yeah. No, I'm with you, but I I still like. I feel like Sexton's is safer to me for okay. some reason. What do you think, Marks? Who's safer to bring this thing home? I, don't know I mean, you're... Justin Cooper's never what? won a race. I don't know where you're at. I was on the phone. Which championship is safer? Can I just tell you that Justin Cooper has nine career Supercross races and six kn- podiums? It's pretty good average. He's got the Chad Reed average going. Isn't Chad the one with the good average or Dungey? It's Dungey, huh? Yeah, I don't know. Dungey has some weird average of podiums. Right. Um, Who do you feel more comfortable about taking it home, Sexton or AC this weekend? Ooh. Uh, I would say Sexton. Yeah. All right, screw you guys. Dylan, I'm well, telling Adam you said that. I'll tell Adam I said that. I'm He's, telling. And by the way, I texted McGrath, and I've not heard back yet. But I think I just think the chips are stacked up more against Adam than they are Sexton. You know, he's got Ferrandis. All, all Sexton really has to worry about is, is Justin, and obviously, you know, I feel like he's had an off couple of weeks, whereas I would have more confidence in Ferrandez coming out with a win and messing things up for Adam than Cooper doing the same. You look at, like, the West at the showdown in Atlanta, the West was best. AC and Dylan went through those guys on their tracks without racing, and they went through those guys pretty good. Vegas is weird, though. And AC's good. I, I'm with you. I think they both got it. But right. I'm just saying that AC has had weirder things happen to him than Chase has. Chase has made some mistakes too, but I, I just feel yeah. like it, it'd be harder for Justin to overcome that than Dylan. Dylan could straight up win, and Adam could fall in the first turn and have weird. Adam has weird things happen sometimes. Listen, this is uh, this is big for AC. It like is if, big. If he doesn't pull this thing off, if he doesn't pull it off, it's career crushing. I think long-term he would be okay, but it's very in the short-term messes we're, things up a lot. We're all waiting. We're all waiting. He's waiting. Cowie's waiting. We've all – Mitch Payton's waiting. You know? i got to give him credit, though. He is re- – I think he's turned the page. Even the weird things that have happened this year have been less like, yeah. Adam, what the hell are you doing? Right. And more like, well, that kind of sucks. Right. Like bad luck-ish, you yeah. know? And he's still – he's squirreled right. out a couple times, but he's been able to make up for it better. Where in the past, a few times Adam would – he would do some stuff, you know? Um but back to what I was saying about Chase. What do you think about that of him winning the title and then having next year to defend it and being uh, done? No, I got a text during our talk. I meant to tell you this. He, If he wins two in a row, he's out. If he wins this year, okay, and he defends, he's out. But if he does not win, if he does not defend it, if he wins and he does not defend it next year, he's got another year. And that's it? Yeah. Or does there some other points magic? No, no, that's it. Huh. That's so confusing. But it is. Yeah. And Marty's that, out. Marty's that's, out. That's if my race, scores, tech, race tech round tonight. Just the two fifty points and how it how changes and how about the rules so they added a tenth race to the West Coast to the two fifty West this year. How about the rule book doesn't say anything about that? How about it should be 
once you get to 500 points, you're out. I 100% agree with you. And and if the you're rule, at, the rule, and not during the season, of course. Yeah, if you start at 499, right. good yeah, job. Right. Once you hit 500, yeah. you are gone. Because that means you're pretty damn good the to clo- get to 500. The number I heard was 700. That's too and, much. And I'm fine with whatever number you want. I'm fine with whatever number you want to give. Seriously, I'm, I'm fine with it. But so You could pull 100 and something seven years in a row. That means you're... What top five in points for seven years? No, well, it's five hundred. Okay, all right, settle down. I said Sorry, I'd be fi- it's my rant. I, I said I'd be fine with whatever number. You get all mad when you do your ram. Get mad now. Five hundred. That class is horribly broken, and needs to either be no pointing out. You stay in whatever, and you, no you and stay, no coast. You can stay forever. Uh, the coast thing I get because th- you'll lose jobs. So then you, then you can't stay forever. It's one. It's got to be both. Stay forever. And who cares? And if you have a shitty year in, in 250, if Barsha can't adapt to a 450, he can go back down. Or tighten it up and get the people out of the class. One or the other, but right now, it sucks. It's terribly bro- broken, and, and that's that's just brutal. It's just, I cannot believe it, it goes that way. Uh, Marty's 32 years old. Alex Martin's 29. Osborne was 27. Jimmy D's old. Like, what, what are we doing in this class? Like, so. Yeah, but again, it. They get equal amount of TV time, equal I know. amount of press. What is the difference between winning a 250 Supercross and a 450 Supercross? None. Zero. It's the same thing. It's exactly the same if you're just sitting on the couch. You get an interview, you get the whole podium, you get Ralph and Ricky and you and Will. and There's no in difference. In fact, if you're crushing 250, the bonuses are good. You end up making more than everyone in the 450 class except for maybe four guys. Mm, I don't know about that. Five guys. But, six guys. But, but yeah, you, yeah, you absolutely How much Forkner cashed? A lot, and if he would have closed the title down with it, think about how much money he would have made by winning six of them and the title. That's a yeah, lot he, of money. Yeah, he's probably over the million range. Once it's all said and done. Yep, yeah, yep. Um, but you know, a guy like Amart is making four hundred. That's not Sealy money. Sealy's making more. I'm saying if you're winning, the yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're I'm winning, right. but I'm, I, yeah, but still, there are four fifty guys. There's Dean Wilson. Dean. Wilson, who can't get a ride, and then there's 250 guys making quarter of a million dollars. Yeah, no. Listen, it you, is, you sound like me. Oh, I, I you know. Sound like it, me. It's it's fundamentally broken for um, sure. Okay, we got a uh, Roberts on the line too. Robert, what's up? You got a question for da- Daniel Blair? Well, I got a question for him and a question for you. All right. Um, Daniel, Steve has said they won't ever let you replace Ralph because they're not going to put two riders in in the booth. Nope. What do you think you've reached more heights as, as a writer or a commentator? It's funny you say that because I actually had someone tell me that a couple weeks ago. They asked me, what are you really? Are you an analyst or more of a host? Because I host Race Day Live, so I'm not, I'm not the analyst in that one. Jim's the analyst. So technically, I actually do both jobs right now. The problem is, is that my resume as a writer isn't... I mean, I've made three 450 mains in my career. So it's I understand where people in the know would be like, how am I supposed to listen to this guy and is without the credibility there? But then I also am a host, but more in training. You know what I mean? Like, I'm still learning that role. So I, I, I know what you're saying. And, I, and technically, if I ever was good enough to pull off the host role, it would be – I think it would be great because then you would – kind of quasi have two analysts in the booth at the same time but one that could do the job problem is, is i'm dude i'm pretty green at this i'm new i mean i'm not gonna I'll, maybe I'll, i'm smashing my my myself here a little bit but the truth is i just got started in this i'm pretty young i got a lot to learn i still feel like i'm learning a lot so i'm i'm not I, i'm not as rushed as a lot of other people are and saying that hey you need to be up there like 
hopefully I get my chance someday, but I'm not worried about it. I got a lot to learn. And, I, and there's, there's, there's a timeline that things I need to accomplish first. And I think I could do either role, but I think I need to learn a lot about both roles first. Is that fair, Steve? Uh, yep. Yep. Uh, I just, I don't I'm, think they would, um, they would do that, you know? But what I think as a fan, as a fan, you're a better analysis than you ever were a professional motocross racer. And that's no dig at your riding career, but you're, you're killing it this year. Well, I appreciate that. And it is true. My racing career was, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Red, hey, Red Dog told me one Geico, time. Geico Red, Honda, enough okay. said. <laughs> Red Dog's like, you're a better media guy than you were as a mechanic, and I, I thought he was a dick. I called him a dick for that. I mean, I live so. in reality. I, th- I think I am better as a commentator than a oh, racer, wow. for sure. All right. Well, you don't have four minutes. Steve, time. I got something for you, too. Oh, hold, I don't on, know. hold on. Give this guy something, too. I like that call. Oh, okay. Give him something, yeah, too? Yeah, okay, it was very right, complimentary. Right. Sounds so good. Give him something. All right. Uh, <clears throat> the little... Uh, Pulp Nation, Real Talk 447 Beef. I don't know. I know you don't listen to any other podcasts, but Ricky made it a pretty damn good point when they, you know, you know, it got back to them through someone named Spaniel Schmear, maybe. Yeah, no, I know. We got a, we got a rat. We got a rat in, 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 in the studio here. Yep. Yeah. And Ricky made it a point multiple times to say, well, at least I don't have to do this for a living. Thank God I'm not doing this for a living. And it's just, I don't know what, it makes Ricky seem small. Like, I know it's just somewhat playful, somewhat whatever. Y'all don't like each other. But, it's like, you were really good. Ricky was really good at riding a motorcycle, but that doesn't make him great at everything else. And just my opinion, I mean, I listen to All Things Moto, but their right. podcast isn't polished. And I listened to your beginnings, and you weren't polished either. But, like, take criticism and, and be able to laugh at yourself. I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, li- I listen to Daniel's stuff, too, and, like, they don't – it's stop taking everything so serious and competitive. I, I just thought it was shitty, like, he was throwing digs at people that do make their living off media, you know? Well, I would come back with, like, hey, at least I didn't win over $30 million, and then I still have to go to every race and call it. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> you fucking won $30 million. Like, what – like, go go on a fucking yacht. And, and and bang bitches all day. Like, what are you doing? Why would you? Why would you get up and travel to Indianapolis to call a Supercross race? You know why? I'll tell you why. How's the race day live looking thing looking? Well, I'll tell you firsthand why. Divorce is expensive. As I forgot fuck. about that, but yeah, you almost stepped in it. Well, what were you gonna say? Go for it. I, I don't want to risk this race day live appearance, so right. I better not. But but I'm just saying, like, like you want to talk about. He's still calling the Supercross races and going to races. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Troy Aikman is in the NFL. He's got more than $30 million. I would argue that Troy Aikman, like, didn't have that great of a career. Then I mean, again, he won Super Bowls. But... And then, again, have you seen the money that those guys make? Yeah. Like, yeah. Do, you, do you see the deal uh, Romo's Romo signed? Get? Right. Yeah, <sighs> exactly. Like, anyways, whatever. Yeah, look, look uh, we took shots at them. It was more Kiefer than me, Like, but I get, of course, yeah, I, I get rolled into that because it's my show. Kiefer but, definitely is more responsible but, but for all I, that. I mean, I didn't, yeah. listen, I didn't listen to anything, but Kiefer was the one that brought it up and, and rolled with it. So, But, hey, whatever. Rick, you there? All Rick. right. Yeah, I blame Chris Kiefer. It's fine, whatever, you know, so. All right, anything else? All righty. Well, you boys have a good night. Oh, wait. Stay on the line. Wait. Mark's give him something. Uh, we're going to give you something from Roost MX, all right? Stay on the line. Awesome. Thank you. All right. Uh, just get uh, sizes, Marks, from, from him, and we'll get Kim some help from folks at Roost MX. Patrick, you got a Damon Bradshaw story? Yeah. So I uh, I went to the one of the fly racing dealer weekends. Yeah. 
at Durhamtown in Georgia, and he ended up being uh, staying in the cabin next to ours. And we got to talk to him for probably a good hour. Uh-huh. And he is just the coolest laid-back dude yep. I've ever met. He is. He is. And he also had the world's largest bottle of Jaeger I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. I'd never seen a bottle that big, ever. <laughs> I like it. I like it. But he was telling us a story about him going when he was racing monster trucks. Uh-huh. Uh, he was over in Australia, I think he said. And some dudes over there got him to go racing dirt bikes, and he borrowed a dirt bike and went out there and was, like, kicking ass. That's awesome. Yeah, he's he's a legend. He was in our live show this weekend. It was fantastic. So, Yeah, I heard that earlier. That was awesome. Yeah. So, All right, man. I love y'all's show. It's Thank awesome. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Uh, Daniel Blair, um, let's do the btlsports.com tweet at Travis. Let's do it. Shall we do that? We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from btlsports.com. Here's the tweets of Travis. btlsports.com. Call them. Uh, mention Pulpamex. Uh, put it in the notes section. Mention Pulpamex. They will dial you in. Uh, whatever you need for your biker body, btlsports.com has it. From uh, Guts Racing to Atlas to Get to OGO to Works Connection to FMF, to ProFilter, to Maxima, to Firepower, to EVS, to Michelin, to X-Brand, to Vertex, to Roost, Vortex, uh, Fly Racing, BTOSports.com. has got you covered. So thanks to those guys for making it happen. These are tweets submitted to at Show, and then uh, Marks goes through them and uh, picks the best ones and um, asks us. So, picks uh, the best ones? Well, that's stuff for debate. his favorite ones. Picks the ones that have funny names that make him giggle. <laughs> this one's from Jason Johnson. Whoa, that was about as straightforward yep. as it comes with yep. the name. Steve, when is Pulp Mex going to sell out like Schmain Schmavent Schmoto? We will never sell out. We will always maintain our roots. Uh, we are what we are. We are the outcasts of the industry. We are the uh, the dirtbags of the industry. No one listens to us. No one cares. And uh, we will keep keep on going. And no matter how much money you throw at me, I will always be. Can't be bought. I can't be bought. Says hashtag corporate sellout. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Corporate mm-hmm. bitch, corporate sellout. Yeah, see, there's a there's wow. a trending there, theme yeah, going on is. here. There is. From Stephen Grenier, uh, what did you think of AJ Almendinger in the booth? Was this a one-time thing? He even knew about the bunching in Vegas of 17. He was good, man. I watched it today. And then so, um, who was in before? Uh, who was the other guy? Stenhouse. Stenhouse was good, too. Uh, yeah. why, why are these guys... Uh, like, why are the NASCAR guys so into it? Or, or you know, all the niggas retired, obviously, now. Yeah, but, but they, they're they all into it. Like, pretty heavy. The NASCAR guys are into it. Um, a lot of the car racing guys. And I don't I don't really know their reasoning. I just know that they, I mean, obviously some cross-promotional type stuff. Um, but, yeah, I don't. they've never really tell us the reason. Hey, this is what we're doing. This is why. It's more like, hey, he's coming on this week. And I thought Almendinger was really good, man. He was. He, yeah. he was good. He's got a good... Um, Voice like his voice projects well. It's it's attractive to listen to. I thought he was good. Right. From Tanner Hall, am I the only one who wants to unfollow every rock star writer on Instagram? Weekly post about the energy drink is a bit much. There it is. Um, Osborne, I told you it's he's the one. Uh, yeah, Rockstar is gnarly with social posts with these guys. Apparently, they get fined, they get phone calls, they get emails about hey, you haven't posted anything. Um, you, wow. what, you, you, they, got, they got emails about like hey, you got to hold this can up and. 
course, when Nicoletti does it, we just all laugh at him because he looks like an idiot. <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't, I don't, whatever. Like I just skip through it. Like I'm not gonna unfollow somebody for it, but I'm just yeah, cool, right on. Have you ever because unfollowed somebody? They've bugged you that bad that you've had to unfollow. Rider chicks, yes. Yes, chicks of riders. I've had to do a few yep. rider chicks too. Yeah, I'm just like, okay, I'm done. I've had it. Like, I don't, I don't need you to. Yeah, I don't need them being spokespeople for their for their dude. Right, I've right. Had to, I've right. had to unfollow a couple. Yep. Yeah, I have. Uh, but never. I just. I mean, I know what it is. Uh, you know what? I'm. I, I do stuff too. I post ride engineering and ride engineering product spotlight. By the way, uh, this item is for all guys that love to ride red but have to put up a traditional clutch cable. The ride engineering billet clutch cable bracket removes all the flex from the engine mounted cable holder. Giving the clutch a smoother, more consistent feel. Brayton, Mookie, Freeze, Ben LeMay, 60 bucks minus Pulp Max dash 20 code. And I'm going to post this on social. It's a good deal. Because they, they it's part of their deal with my show. Um, so I am as guilty sometimes of that. I, I, so, I have my own sponsored ad videos that are apparently bugging people. That make people laugh. So so I've been there. So I, can, I can't I think I'd be a hypocrite if I was like, what the fuck? So it's part of, part of their deals. Yep. This one is from at JT List. Great radio. Uh, Daniel, RC, Jim, Holly, and Ralph are all trapped in a burning building. Who do you save? Oh, Holly. I mean, I like them all, but but Jim, Holly for sure. I mean, God, legend. I love Jim. When I go on race day live with with Jim this weekend, it's gonna be fantastic. And then think about it. Then me and Jim can go right into the booth. Smooth, brilliant, smooth, brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> That's my way in. Burning building. The motive is clear. <laughs> From Austin Applog, as we close out 450 Supercross, whose stock has gone up the most for outdoors versus what we thought in January? Well, Webb, right? Z- and Zach. If you Zach take away Webb, Sabachi. Yeah, Webb's Web. the obvious. Sabachi yeah. going into outdoor? Yeah. I mean, Osborne's a national champion. We know I, he's yeah, going to be good. How do, you, how do you judge their stock? Though? Like, Osborne's got... Yeah, yeah I know. You're okay, didn't you think Sabachi... Now, looking, Wygant uh, kept yelling about Hill in the offseason. But oh, I meant rookies. to say that earlier. What? When you were talking to Will Christian about Cooper Webb and no one really whatever, we had a serious debate on my show before the season over who would be better, Hill or Webb. Oh, my god! <laughs> and, we, and we were all thinking Hill was going to come out and Webb was going uh, yeah, to – I'm serious. That's a bad debate now. Oh, that's the dumbest looking thing <laughs> ever. But, but I know what you're saying about – are you talking about Savachi or no? Well, Weege was high on no. Hill. Okay, there's four rookies. AP – Osborne, Savachi, and Hill. And Savachi was third on my list. Hill was fourth. But I, but Weege put Hill ahead of Savachi, I believe. I promise. I, I'm, I'm, I'll admit when I'm wrong, but I'm going to take it when I'm right. I predicted Savachi would be the best rookie this year. And I've been saying that even when he was a 250 guy that he was right. going to be good on. I've been a believer in him more than most have. I, and I, and he's, he's, he's proven me right at least to a point. Right. Um, but yeah, his, his stock is way higher. I mean, remember people were like, I remember people saying, why is he even going to ride? No way is he over Josh Grant. Yeah. And that was like I mean, pretty uh, heavy. Look, he, talk. I mean, a lot of people felt that way. He didn't have a good 17 or I mean 18, but you look at his years before he was yeah. second, 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 and third, like exactly. with multiple and wins. And I've always believed with him that he's had a hard time closing some things out. Right. But just on an individual night basis, that dude's been really good. Maybe one of the best 250 riders over the last five years. I thought he would be great on a 450 with no pressure, no yeah. title on the line, and and he has. So I, yep. he has legitimized himself yep. without question. But I raised so my hand. I was so a believer. That's, that's my guy. He for, was my number one for outdoor in. stock. Is Savachi. Like he's legit. I have a question. 
Okay. We know Webb took a pay cut this year, right? How much? What? What's the? What's the difference between Webb's base salary and Hill's base salary this year? You think? Well, that's a good question. Hill's in the four fifty range. I gotta believe Coop's around there. Uh, I know Coop's got a bump in his contract if he wins his title. Yeah, he ain't the same next he, year. He ain't making the same, so uh, he'll be up in that range. But Coop was, I want to say, one point two at Yamaha. Uh, so I would say four to five hundred now at KTM, and with a bump, and with uh, the bump next year. Yeah, talk about betting on yourself. Right, good move. Right. From Trevor Flynn, how was how has Taft went from being a for sure main event racer last year to not even coming close? Well, he, Hashtag fantasy probs. He quit the sport. He didn't ride forever. He was just got a raid in Australia a little bit. Didn't go that well, I don't think. Um, yeah, he quit the sport. He wasn't riding. So that's what happens. Daniel Blair also was a main event guy, and then he quit the sport. And now he couldn't make mains. Now he's a main event moto guy. Couldn't make, couldn't make a night show. Right. Not even close. From Joshua Anderson, Steve, you asked Bowers on how he makes money in the type of program he needs to do. Now my question is, A-Ray, how much would a, of a rider like him make and made most of the mains and will finish top 20 in points? <laughs> really smooth. Yeah, that was messy. Uh, I don't know. Was that you or the guy who wrote no, it in? It's like, it's like weirdly punctuated and stuff. Um, A-Ray, I already – I mean, I, I, Sorry, Josh. I have a pretty good source on A-Ray, salary. Um, he doesn't make any salary. He has expenses paid. Shows up, he gets two thousand dollars for a night for a main event. He gets a Suzuki contingency. He gets contingency from Thor and everybody else, X Brand and all that. Um, and then he gets a series ending top twenty money. So he doesn't do outdoors. I would say that he will have made forty five to fifty k for his eight for his Supercross season. That's how I was gonna go somewhere around fifty, give or take. It's not bad for four months. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, look, I'm the first guy to yell about purse money, and it, it needs to be more, and it can be more, and the Feld guys can pay more, and AMA can pay and more. And you're out. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Just blew it. Almost made it. Almost Here made was, it. Here's my point, though, and I've made this before. Like, if you could get in the main events in the 450 class, Daniel, and, and it's tough, but if you can, that's $2,000. You think about those first four rounds. You're in Anaheim twice. You're in Phoenix. You're in Oakland. You're making eight grand a month. Purse money. Your expenses are what? Five hundred bucks, a thousand bucks for those? You're well, saying and if, your and if you so could count? get a ride where your expenses are covered, so yeah, but, you just got life. So like living, look, you know? it can be better, it needs to be better, but these guys are can make some money. Let's not start a GoFundMe yeah. for main event guys just quite yet. Right. But it can be more and it should be more. So from Alito Mac. What's the first thing Adam Entiknap buys with the money? And can one of his conditions of accepting the winnings be releasing Subway Rap Part 2? Maybe. Um, I think he's got a wedding to pay for, so probably, yeah. probably goes to a I was going to say, at the airport, he told me what he was doing with the money. And I couldn't remember until you just said it. He said it's wedding? the wedding. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody said a Honda. Oh, boy. <laughs> From Luke Travers. Steve, is Marvin on Suicide Watch? I feel Marvin and Eli have been the fastest riders over the last two years, but still can't seal the deal. Mm, no, no Marv's a good guy. He's not a suicide watch. I think yeah. he's happy. And no, Webb's the fastest guy this year, and Anderson was last year. So, No, Tomax. No, no. Webb this year, Anderson last year. Okay. Gate dropped, checkered flag, over okay. 17 rounds. The guy okay. who wins is the fastest guy. <laughs> I, I, I hate that argument, and I'll, I'll battle anyone out. I don't care if you're blazing fast here or there. Whoever went, Cooper Webb? Let's see here. Tomac won 
10 races. Um, but for the course of a championship, he was not the fastest. The fastest rider who wins is the title. Because the guy who is fastest some nights but then crashes out others proves that he's not the fastest. He's fastest sometimes. Or the guy who wins, and that means you're not the fastest over the course of 17 rounds. The I fastest rider wins the title. I don't have time to get into this. <laughs> it is what it is. I don't have time. I'll get into it right now. I, I, Cooper I, I, Webb, more wins than anybody this year. More I, points than anybody. More laps question. left than anybody. Next question. More horse shots. You can make a case for anybody. He's the fastest guy this year from gate drop to checkered. Over the course of the entire season. That's Please not debatable. Make it stop. Straight numbers. <laughs> from, from Jackie Moon. Uh, I'm listening to Main Event Moto. Oh, that's the guy's first fucking mistake. And the French ambassador, Vincent, is on the show. He is a damn podcast co-hosting First Ballot Hall of Famer. Can we please get him in on the Pulp Show next time DB is in? I don't think no. I want your brother on the show. I've never no. heard him. I've never listened to the show. But I, No, you know why? Because your audience is way bigger than ours, and I don't need him getting out to the full public. <laughs> like, he can you stay. Yeah. Now nah, he can stay in our little world. In fact, I get worried sometimes because I'm the kind of person that I like coming here, and I like that we talk about what I do with the TV. I like the Eagle Grit thing. That's what we're here. I don't really like talking about Man of Moto as much on here because that's, that's, I feel like that's cheap. And I hate the fact, because we do, every time I come on here, the next show, we always get a little bit more, because people want to go, and they're curious. And I almost thought about this this week. I knew it was going to get brought up, the fact that my brother was on the show, and that is not fair representation of our show. My <laughs> brother's different, all right? Special? Yeah. Um, so if there's anyone out there that's curious, just try it a different week. Don't listen this week, please. Okay. Like, really don't. Because <laughs> it's not fair. Like, it's not who we are. It's just... And no, he's never coming on here because it would embarrass me as a family member. Okay? So don't have him on ever. Right, okay. Steve? Do you yeah. know my brother? You don't even know him, no, do you? No, I don't. Okay, good. Let's keep it like that. This one is from Wilma Dickfit. What does Craig have to do this outdoor season to believe he's earned his ride? He hasn't done much of anything on a Geico bike over the past two seasons. It's been tough for Christian. He got crashed out again this weekend, hurt his hand again, or, or, or you know... Did you, see his, you see his bike? Yeah. yeah. That thing was smushed in the How, back. He's so good in the whoops. How did the whoops bite him? Um, it's been tough, but yeah, I mean, potential, potential, potential. And I think he... What is the problem there? I don't get it. Is it a fact that he's not respecting a 250 enough? And he keeps crashing a little bit? Like, he's just pinned, right? You're just pinned on a 250. You know you're, what, you're though? Just... I know, actually, you know what? I know what it is. He's so talented and technical... That the 450 allows him to be himself, and I think the 250. I think you're right. He, you have to ride a 250 a little gnarlier, and yeah. it's not good for him. He's been good on a 450 going back so long ago. Troy Lee days. Troy Lee days. So, yeah. and it's just he's one of those riders that uses his talent, and on a 250 where you got to be tapped, I think it bites him a little bit because he's yeah. it's you have to ride that way to go fast. I, just said, I don't you're not yeah. respecting the 250. I agree with yeah. yeah. I think that's that's the problem. I mean, it sucks. though. what are you going to do when that's your ride and that's your? I mean, if I'm him, I I don't know, I don't Marty. Know. I don't know. Yeah, but I think yeah, I think that's those aren't fair comparisons. I don't I, think. I kind of did it to get a laugh. I know, and it's funny, but I I think Christian legitimately would probably I, I bet he would do anything to go onto a 450, right? If he could, like if Moto Concepts was like or Smart Top, whatever the whole name nah, is. No, he's not leaving. His father. I know he's not, but I'm, yeah. I'm sure he would love if there was a deal that was remotely from a business standpoint close. He would be out of that class in a second. He ain't happy there. But it's best option, you know what I mean? And he would be better. I mean, dude, didn't he get a podium last year on a 450? Or a fourth, a couple fourths? Uh, I think so. Salt Lake maybe Don't or something? That, but yeah. 
I mean, he he was good. Pretty sure. What's that? That's an eagle cry. <laughs> that's what they sound you. like? Yeah. yeah sounds I'm like a dog. Surprised you don't that's, hear this. That's live from outside Daniel Blair's house. Yeah. We have a mic right outside your <laughs> eaglegrit.com. You know PETA's going to end up calling one day. We're, there's going to be a problem. I'm going to be in a lawsuit. How do you, you not hear these cries of, of, of pain? I'm a businessman. Got to do what I got to do. That is not an eagle. Is it really an eagle? I pulled up YouTube. Eagle That's what you're looking up over there? Eagle sounds. <laughs> not again. Daniel. <laughs> Daniel, no. No. That's my mom. <laughs> That's my mom. That's no. That's horrible. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. More like, a, more like, more like, pew. Enough of that. Uh, I was thinking. I was thinking of the grinder. The grinder. Oh god. <laughs> the grinder. Oh, that's pretty funny. Uh, See, that makes me laugh. Okay. If you're gonna make, if you're gonna poke fun at it, right? Go there. That was good. That makes me laugh. above and beyond. That hurts. Yeah. <laughs> Still weird about Steve talking about grinder, but ogies and grinders. <laughs> From Jimmy Roy, with the track reviews and New Jersey being the only daytime race, do we see it on the circuit next year? No, they're going to Boston next year. They rotate them. Flip-flop. Yep. Uh, from Sean, who has a better shot of winning the 250 outdoor title, Sexton or Ferrandis? Wow. You know what? You know, no, good one. You know what the good one is? I'm, the 450 class seems like it makes sense. We, like you said earlier, we know, right? We know who's going to be up there-ish. Yeah. Holy crap. I haven't even thought about the 250s at all. Ferrandis is going to be pretty sick. Justin Cooper is going to – I mean, you would think it would yep. be better. Chase – Adam, now Austin's out. Wow, 250 class is going to be weird, kind of. Who do you think? All those guys you just mentioned. Jordan Smith, too, McElrath. Any Huskies? Covington? No, no I mean, I don't know. We need to see. Wasn't good. Um, All right. Improvement from Neymar, wow. hopefully. Ooh. I don't know about that. Um, no, 250 outdoor is going to be good, mainly because I'm kind of confused and intrigued, but... Who do you think, Sexton or Ferrandis? I'll go Ferrandis. Ferrandis a little bit, yeah. From Bill Jenkins, for Daniel and Steve, how much extra pressure is there on his AC now that Austin is out? Uh, not any more. Is there anything yeah. to do with that? Yeah. There's pressure on him, but it's just normal pressure. Pressure's more on Mitch now because the, the surefire title went away, and now yeah. the sketchier one is coming down to the wire. So for Adam, it has nothing to do with Austin. Nothing. They don't, he don't – zero. From Dr. Brian Austin, what's up with all the Cooper Webb haters? Most of us loved riders with spicy personalities like Hannah and Bradshaw. Coop has the edgy attitude, and it's exciting, and drama is great for the sport. What do you think about that, Steve? People are hating on him. He's getting booed. Um, why, why is he getting booed? I, I'm asking you. Like, uh, Explain to me why. At our, at our live show, there weren't many Coop fans, though. I don't, it's really funny. I, was, I don't know what he has done this year. I remember back in the 250 days, he said some things that came across, ah, and, and I thought it was, I personally thought it was cool, but I could see how people in the 250 days thought he was acting a little punky. Yeah, I could see it. But, but I haven't seen that at all no, this year. No, like, I don't know where the I hate... I don't know, yeah. Hasn't registered with people yet. He just hasn't really... You know that he, after the races, like, walks up and shakes the other guy's hands and stuff? Does he? Like, Eli right, and Kenny, right. like, I don't know if that's by design, on purpose, like, brand change or whatever, but he's super respectful. I mean... His personality, maybe I don't. I don't know. I, I've been. I can't figure by his that. personality out. I can't at the races. I... He's protective a yeah. little bit. 
He's yeah. not like that in person. He's he's yeah. different. But I think he's protective and. But for the most part, I don't I don't see why he'd be getting booed. I don't. What has he done other than start winning? I guess that's what happens. Beat everyone's he, favorite writers. I think that's it, right? Everyone has their guy that's been built up over the years. Roxanne, that's funny Roxanne, too. Roxanne, Marv, Eli, you know, Anderson. Eli has fans that are, whew, they are loyal yeah, fans. Right. So does Kenny. Um, but yeah, Coop. For whatever reason, I guess when you just kind of come out of nowhere and beat those guys, you mm-hmm. people don't like it. But still, like to get yep. booed, I can right. see not liking him, but to like boo him. I it's saw been some weird. backlash for like the finger point back or the the gun. The <laughs> I gun guess thing. that maybe a little bit. And it wasn't so much about that. It was the fact that like when asked about it, he was like, "No, I just gave him a thumbs up." Like, I mean, maybe it was. That's that just then. one of maybe those things. Start, all it takes is one thing. People start not liking you, and then yep. you go from there. It's just ask RC. He wore a crown and a cape, and it was yeah. <laughs> I know that's, him that for story. A while. Right. <laughs> you remember? You remember that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, two oh. more uh, from Todd Krieg with complaints about how badly the whoops break down. Uh, why don't we see something like steamrollers in Supercross? Can't we just pack them down more to help? Yeah, Europe uses the rollers. They don't work. Yeah. They, they get chewed up. And yeah. They, five, they use that because they can't get equipment out there. It's like their thing. But there is no answer to fix the whoops now. With the power the bikes have, Like, I don't think there's really an answer for it. Unless the dirt is fully hard packed, you're j- they're not yep. going to stay together. They're not. I mean, uh, right? Yeah. No, I agree. There's nothing you can do about them anymore. It's it's a new game and a new world, so figure out how to jump them. Last one from Brian Godwin. Last time Blair was on, he said he could change a rear, rear wheel, oil, and clutch in 10 minutes, and that the next time he was on, he would do it. Whatever happened to that? So is he going to show us how that, it's right? done? What? so easy. My God, dude. Okay, well, I talked to two other people that said you're on crack, so... I- Okay. Well, I mean, next time can we? Yeah. We'll book it. We what, what are the rules again? Because I, I remember, I I feel like you'll probably try to sneak something weird into the rules. No, it it's was ten minutes. Rear, was, rear wheel, oil, and clutch. If I have everything ready, like a like a team would come yeah. in with a hot bike yeah. too, because I would want the hot bike to get the oil out quicker. Change the oil, take the clutch out, put a different clutch in, same one, whatever, and swap the wheel in less than ten minutes. It's no problem. And I'm a really bad mechanic. That that would that's. I would Easy. just. I mean, I don't know how much I need to bet you. Do you want the deed to my house? I mean, you're gonna have to book an earlier flight if you're gonna do this yeah. this time. Yeah. Well, my flight's got to show up too. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll, I'll go a hundred bucks. All right. Yeah. Hundred no, bucks. Yeah. I'll go a hundred bucks. I could do it. And I'll go, I, I'll go a thousand. Didn't give me ten to what odds? <laughs> give me a hundred. Give me a thousand. Uh, no. That com- Yeah, you're not that confident, are you? This I could do it. Freaking a. I could do. It. I'm gonna do it next I'll time. I'll come right? film it. Okay. Ten minutes. Rear wheel, oil, clutch. Hot oil. Oh, yeah. So hot clutch. I got gloves on. It's fine. Yeah. All right. That's all. Eight and a half that's minutes. It. Yep. All right. That's the BTOsports.com tweeted. Travis segment. Race day live appearance. How am I doing? Ooh. It was looking good for you for it a was, while. Huh? But yeah, you kind of. Did Ricky really ask you about bearing the beef? Yeah. Really did. I swear. Ricky asked me, <sighs> hey, I think I should bury the beef? Wow. And I said, it's up to you, man. Bury it deep. I bet you. All right. All right. Here's what's gonna happen. All right. We're gonna do race day live. I'm gonna. Let, I'm gonna let it happen. All You're right. gonna let it happen. I'm gonna let it happen. I'm in. Race yeah, day live. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think. I what think, are we? We're we talking about privateer money. Talk about that. If that's what okay. do you is that what you want to talk sure. about? Yeah. It's it's cool what you did. Um. And we'll talk about the season or whatever. What's that? It's a party noise. That was a celebratory party okay. noise. So here's what's gonna happen, Steve. I believe you went to a lot of be- uh, birthdays as a child. Yeah, I, yes. be- I believe that you care enough about me that you're not going to blow this up for me, right? I mean, honestly, I won't. No. Okay, I- right. I think you're going to be good. You can wheel me out with one of those Hannibal masks, you know, mm-hmm. and I'll just be like, "Good evening, Clarice." Yeah, so we're going to make that happen, and I- and and 
are you proud of me? I mean, I made, I made, yeah. I made this happen. Yeah. I, had yeah. to, I, had well, to I mean, I like to think more like you're saving the best for last. We ran out of people. <laughs> like it's the last round. Nobody wants to come on again. We're actually super desperate. You're out of your mind, dude. So no, I'm gonna make this happen. And then you know what's next? What? I'm gonna get Ricky on the show. I don't think that'll happen. But you already made miracles happen oh, with the race yeah. day live. So. I bet I could do it. I'll bet you I could do it. I'm convincing. Okay, I'm Steve. A, I'm a super agent. Dude. Better chance he does happen. the mechanic thing in ten minutes, or gets Ricky on the show. Mechanic thing. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Mechanic thing's got no chance, by the way. But so then, so Ricky's not coming on the show. No, that's I bet not. I can make it happen. Okay. All right. But you gotta like maybe lighten up for a bit. Like take a month off and just <laughs> chill. You know what I mean? Take a month. Of like shit like talking. No, no shows? No, I guess if you can't control yourself, then yeah, no, I mean. No show this week, everybody. Daniel Blair says, I'm not capable of, of doing Steve, it. Steve, where's the podcast? We're still working on Ricky. Five weeks off. I haven't said anything, I swear. Eight weeks, ten weeks. Where's the pulp show? Still not going on, no, man. Just just cool it. You can do the Rick, Rick thing. If RC funny. comes on, do you, when he gets on the phone, do you say, Rick? No, I'll do it. I'll no. do it. I'll bet Double you, down. I'll bet you if he comes. I bet you I could get him on when I'm on. And I, then and then I'm going after Anderson. After that, I'll yeah. help you out, dude. Okay, I'm, right. I'm gonna try to fix everything. All uh, the yeah. problems that you've created <laughs> for myself. Yeah, that you've started. <laughs> I'm gonna fix them all for you, man. Thank you. So man. Uh, no, we'll, we'll do race day live. It'll be good. Um, so we'll talk about the privateer money. Yeah, which is awesome. What you do? What is the money? What's it up to now? It's over thirty grand. So, yeah. It's really awesome. So, Marks, uh, we're going to do the draw on Monday, right? For the Yamaha raffle? Yeah. Yep. Do it on Monday. Yep. You're going to do it live on the air. Yeah. Seven Deuce Deuces clinched first place. So, we'll I, think him we do on the it show. On, I think we do it on Race Day Live. Well, we can't because he's. Uh, yeah, he clinched. Adam clinched. I mean, we can. Yeah, we can. No, you I mean, want, I you mean the draw. For you, he's talking about the draw for the bike. Yeah, the draw I know, for the bike. exactly. For the raffle. That's what I'm saying. You want on the show, it's gotta, you got to do the draw on the show. But look, at I, him, look at him right now, Steve. No, I don't know how to fuck it. He does the draw with over there. There's a computer. It's just, with his, oh, I just, yeah, I just yeah. run code. It's, that's, yeah, it's not like a, a drawing of a name, bro. I you drawing it out of a baseball hat. There'd be thousands of little pieces of paper. Like you'd have. Do you know how many entries we have? Any idea? Not off the top of my head, but I can look if you give me a second. How many entries we have for this thing? So okay. I, I, I've been getting them pouring in today, actually. I don't know if people think if they enter late. They have a better chance they're, or something. They're, 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 their names at the top of the baseball hats. Yeah, like they're the last one in. Right, right, right. But, um, yeah. All so. right, so we'll do it. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about the season. Yep. Just behave Can I yourself. talk about rollerball? Oh, yeah. Jim would love that. Okay. I bring it up all the time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dude, he, doesn't get, he always asks you, why do you keep bringing him up? I'm like, yeah. yeah just, Dude, don't I'm worry a about fan. it. I'm a fan. Yeah. Um, no net talk. No nut talk. No um, curved tough block talk. Okay. Okay. We don't need any of your inventions on race day right. live. Right. Just keep your give stuff inventions your, to yeah, myself. Keep your ideas to yourself. Right. All right. Right. Uh, don't talk bad about Ricky. Right. And if you do well on there, I will get Ricky on here, and you know what that will be for your numbers. You know what it'll be. Oh yeah, people like what it. What would happen? People it like would it. be a good show. It'd be a very popular show if I could get Ricky. Marks on here. a server would probably crash. Yep. How many calls will there be? I don't know if we could take calls. Maybe don't take calls on that one. I don't trust your fans. I don't trust my fans People either. People would yeah, call and say they're they're going to ask one thing, and then as soon as they get on, they would totally blow it and try or, to Or they would just start yelling it. Rick over and yeah. over. Something, so, something dumb. All right. So uh, you're welcome. Have okay, yeah, Day thank Live. you. Race Day Live this yep. Saturday. I, uh, what time slot do I, am I looking at? Uh, Teresa will handle that. Okay, she'll, all right. Uh, she'll take right. care of that. I'll, I'll see you there. Okay. I'll be up there working. You come in and get you on the headset. Um, th- what, what time is it, though? Uh, uh, one generally. to one to four forty-five. 
Okay. Yeah. So, so like yep. right at right when free practice is starting, we're kind of like warming up, rehearsing, making sure yep. things are right, whatever. Right. And then we go on with the intent of opening the show into the first qualifiers. Like that's how we yeah. do it. So it would be after the first round of qualifying, we usually have a four fifty guy, a two fifty guy. Yep. And Steve Mathis. Suck it, world. <laughs> I've done it. I've done it. So sixteen hundred over sixteen hundred entries. That's pretty good. For the bike. That's pretty good. Over thirty thousand dollars. Wow. And uh, thanks to Race Tech and uh, Works Connection and Guts and Roost and Michelin and Vortex and Race, a, Race Tech. Is that officially going to be the most expensive bike ever purchased? Yeah. yeah. Wow. So Seven Deuce Deuce is going to probably get over $25,000. Yep. Wow. Just for not making the main events. Yeah. Get so, his, he gets his number back next year. What a – it's going to yeah. be a good run. And Casey Brennan – Probably will get second. Yeah, Cat and Zero got screwed by yeah. Tim Tapia this week. Yeah, he did. did yeah, oh, whoops, wasn't good. Uh, I think I, I, and AJ walked off like. Yeah, well, he I walked think off. He might for, be messed up. But I don't know if Hairline's racing this weekend. But if I haven't seen Hairline out, but AJ is probably going to get third. And so. Brennan, oh, because AJ it does go top three, right? Yeah, top three get money. Yep. Cool. That'll be good. So, um, um, yeah, thanks to Yamaha for that, by the way, and thanks to Yamaha for sponsoring the live podcast show this weekend, seven to nine at the Space in Las Vegas. With Chad Reed and Chad Ryan Villapoto. Chad Reed and Ryan Villapoto. Together. Well, Man, I want to do come. them separately. I, I got the family and the kids and stuff. But we I do them come. separately, but I think for this show, we might just throw them no, together. Do it together. Remember when we had Dungey and Reed on here together? Yeah. It was like 10 good minutes. Right. Make that happen. Yeah. They that like each other, that. right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're good. They were teammates. Cowie. Oh, oh yeah. Nine. That's right. Uh, 702-586-757. You can call anytime. Leave a voicemail. Uh, here's the best of the best that was from the last week or so. Uh, let's do this, Marks. Mathis, I just finished the Pulp Show from Monday night, and that was fantastic with Jake Weimer. I think my favorite part was at the end when you were talking on your rant about the mountain bikes, and you said not to toot my own horn, and Weimer said toot. That literally made me laugh out loud. Uh, thank you for all you do. Great job. Uh, it's 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 Jake and Coke is his new name. Dude, I listened to Jake that show. Coke. Oh my God, he he was he was by the end, man. He was having a hard time. How about his stories were just dude. his stories were going around and around and not going no, anywhere. Last time I was here, remember the guy with the should have called Randy Richardson yeah, story? Yeah, all of Jake's had the same type of like. I was like, where's he going with this? And then you're like, and then he no, he did it. No. It was funny because he started out and I could hear the glass, like you know, you yeah, could hear it. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. he's drinking. Yeah, and then. I'm like he's getting a little sloppy, and then you never stopped him, and he got. He no, got, I did stop him. He so it said just hit or something. He was he was saying, "Hey, another drink," <laughs> and then, and then I told Pookie and Nicole, his wife, I'm like, "Hey, slow him down." Yeah, he was. He's getting on. One. It's too early in the show, and he's starting to not make sense. Yeah, he lost it. Dean's <laughs> Dean. He lost it halfway through. So then he was getting pissed that nobody was coming down for drinks with him, and Nicole came down, and he was like throwing his arms up. And she was like, just, yeah, like, yeah, still working on your drink. Hey, Langston one time got, went too far on this show, too. Yeah. Yeah, Langston the last was, time, yeah, Probably the last yeah. time he was in. The, the, the first Langston was really good and epic. Yeah, that's and, where all the drops came from. Yep. And the second one. I had two things on my mind, winning races and <laughs> smashing pussy. <laughs> Langston, man. And, and the second one uh, went way over the edge. Yeah. He threw up in Kiefer's truck on the way home. <laughs> yeah. Everywhere. How was so. Weimer the next day? 
I think he was fine, yeah. God, dude, it, it, it got bad yeah, after. Jake and though. Coke. He lost it. Right. He lost it. Hey, Pulp. <clears throat> you guys are doing a great job. I called last weekend talking about a race tech rant saying that Steve should be – Steve is right. Mm-hmm. Mathis is 100% right yep. about people need to move up, man. And, like, his analogies and, like, Kiefer was giving you a hard time about apples to oranges, about, like, your NASA analogy and, like, going to the moon and stuff like that. Like, yeah, that shit's hard, man. And that, that's, like, what all great things have ever done is – achieving the impossible and fucking standing out and you know like so i don't think that those are bad analogies i think those are perfect analogies um and if anyone wants to give you shit about your little e-bike hour dude you put i'm pretty sure that podcast alone was five hours long so I mean, and, and these things are easily, you could skip through stuff if you don't want to hear it, you know, like people are nuts, man. And Mathis is doing his thing, dude. And I respect it. And I know everyone is just going to do the gargle, gargle, fucking whatever, dude. Mm-hmm. Just watching Mathis, face. like all these people who are <laughs> yep. giving Mathis shit, like Marks and like doing his drops and shit, like... That motherfucker's employing you, dog. Fuck you. <laughs> you know? And Fuck I you. get it. Like, you got to give your employer shit for sure. Like, I, I got a great relationship with my boss, and it's cool to give him shit, too. And it's, it's a cool relationship. But, man, at the same time, you know, <laughs> bro, you are way more right, especially about the – Lights guy is moving up, man. That bothers me a lot. I don't really know where this guy's it going. Really I should have called Randy Richardson. Like, because I saw <laughs> Savati. I've, I've always said when he was in lights, wait till he gets on 450s, bro. He's oh, gonna be right. good. It's my guy. We and I think the same thing about Davalos. He's, nope. he's got great throttle control. He's patient. You know all these other things that all these riders lack in the 450 class, like Barsha. And all these other emotions, everyone wants mm-hmm. to win so hard. But all these fucking veterans who are sitting in the lights class, I don't know. There's lots of potential there, and they could be, who knows, man, maybe Davalos could fucking win races in the in the main class. Maybe. Which would create more revenue and more sponsors and more publicity. And, and that alone has to be, at the end of the day, where it's at and... You know, I mean, I, I can't imagine he would be getting paid more in the lights class, honestly. You know, it's half the races, half the publicity. I mean, no one gives a fuck about it, really. I know people who I've raced with my whole life and who I have considered to be, like, very involved in the sport, and they don't even watch the lights. They don't even watch it. Mm-hmm. So, I, I, I Yeah, I just cut him off. And he, and he, and he kept calling. With more points. Like the voicemail machine ran out of tape? Yeah, and then, and he, then kept, came back yeah, and said, and he just kept calling. And I'm like, oh. okay, buddy, I don't know where he was going, but I like the part where he was saying, fuck you, Marks, I employ you. So I like that part. That, that was good. So part. the one one time that I was I was with the guy, one, one of the times. Mm-hmm. Thanks. <laughs> You're Asshole. welcome. All right. Hey, I have a question pertaining to the recent announcement of the Kiefer Mathis 
return to outdoor nationals. Greatness. Is Kiefer going to work on any sprint speed? Because we already believe that he has the endurance to go 35 minutes. The question is, at his age, is he going to be willing to get out of his comfort zone for the next month or two and work on speed, sprint speed? That's what he's going to need more than anything right now because he already has the endurance. I'm just curious if he'll be willing to get out of his comfort zone. Uh, what do you think? Do manager? you you agree, right? Sprint speed's going to be the issue getting into the motos. That's the only real uh, right. What's the point in being in shape if you can't get in it? You right. Know what I mean? yeah, yeah. It's all yeah. about one lap. Yeah. Yeah. He he's in shape. He can ride thirty plus two all day long. Uh, but yeah, getting in is is. I think he's going to be unpleasantly surprised with what Hangtown is like. Right. It's bad. <laughs> well, you told him that you did a good job I of did. that. Yeah. I warned him. Don't right. hey, don't act surprised, right. Chris. Um. All right, keep going, Marks. I'm just listening to the uh, fantasy pod, and I wanted to dispute JT on having to pick Josh Grant, and then everybody has picked Josh Grant. I know two people who have not picked Josh Grant, myself and my son, and it's because Josh Grant has a long history of being a quitter. If it is not going well, he will just pack it in. Uh, so we have afforded him like the plague. Uh, yeah, it's it's no good. I, I don't even know that I will pick him this weekend just because I don't trust the guy's got enough heart and conditioning to stay out there and do 20 minutes. So, uh, come on, man. He, have a good one. I, I picked him this weekend. Did you pick him? Were you able uh, to? Nope, because I had him the one before, the good one. 52 points. Mm-hmm. Uh, how are you doing now? Where are you? Because I was behind you by quite a bit, but I've had a couple decent weeks. Uh, Do I go to my dashboard? Okay, well, yeah, go to your dashboard. Marks would tell you all about that site. Um, it's unreliable. But, um, uh, my dashboard. 3,550 points. I'm 928th. 3,690. So you got 140. I mean, I'm, what place are you in? 261. I'm, wow, so I'm 100 and something points away from being 700 spots better? Yeah, whatever that, whatever it was. You wow, just said. Yeah. what do you have, Marks? The field is deep, bro. Yeah, I I'm have the... thirty-four fifty. Oh, is my idea going to work or no? Yeah, I told you we could do it. Okay, well, I got, I got, yeah, I got here late, so I couldn't even talk. Yeah. So I have a main event moto league. Okay, first on of all, your... I want, I want to talk about this guy for, for a second. Okay, Josh Grant is not a quitter. He crashes a lot, and then has to quit because of crashes. But when he says Josh Grant's a quitter and he doesn't believe it, I. I don't think that's the case with Josh Grant. Yeah, he, that's fair either. He he's won a lot. He's done well, and it's mostly his crashes and injuries. And he hasn't gotten that's ride after ride after ride because he's a quitter. Right. So right, he's right. maybe so, had had to quit from crashing out. Yes, yes. He's had to quit from crashing, but he has not. He's not a quitter per se. Right. So, um, all right. Sorry. Uh, okay. What's so your I want to run something by main you. event moto. I made some things happen for you. You make some things happen for me. So okay. I signed up. I made a league. But well, everything has to do with that guy. He, I don't do anything. No, because I it has to do. Does it have to do with him? His approval on something. Yes, I believe so, yes. Oh, okay. Okay, so here's what I want to do. I have Main Event Moto League on Pumpamex Fantasy. I made it halfway through Supercross, and I've been telling people on my show to get ready for outdoors. That's when it will start over. I want to do a deal where whoever wins the league this summer, I will pay their airfare to come to the Monster Cup, and then I will come on this show after Monster Cup, and they get to come on with me, a f- a, the winner of my league on Pumpamex Fantasy. 
Why do you want to do that? Because it'd be cool. Just a cool reward. They I mean these are your listeners. They would love to. A fan would love to come on the show. You wouldn't want a fan in here? Just no. They're not gonna stay here. Like I'll stay here, but they can go <laughs> to a hotel. But I want. I, I, that'd be a cool reward. No. No. Wow. Never mind, Mark. We had a great idea. We we're gonna even do a chase or not? Yeah, we we're gonna do a chase format where the last. You can't three do a rounds. chase format. Yes, you can. No, you can't. Marks can't alter the codes and do different things Marks. for different people. We were going to do a deal that after the ninth round, we were going to reset in the top 50 that qualified, get a three-race runoff to the championship. And he said he could do it. He can't do it. He just created a new league, and I could... Put those people in it? Put those people in it and block a couple it. things. And yeah, he said he could do it. I just wanted to run the reward by you, but jeez. I'm, I'm, I'm not coming on that show then. Race day lives in question. It's not confirmed yet. I'll text Teresa you're right gonna, now. I'll text Teresa right now. You're going to pay for this guy's airfare and hotel yeah. and everything. Not the hotel. Oh. Airfare. Get him tickets. Get him airfare. And then he can stay for Monday. What if it's your I'll brother? Stay. Brother ain't going to play fantasy. He doesn't oh, even okay. know what it is. And then I'll stay. Yeah. Because I actually I have to stay because Evan will be racing Sunday and Monday. Okay. So Monday night I'll come on. This and the Monster and, Cup. Yes. And the fan who wins the league. Why Monday. That's when you do your show. No, you said you have to race Monday. Monster Cup, the amateur futures oh, world champion, goes. national championship, is Sunday and Monday. Oh, okay. The mains are on Monday. Uh, yeah, you can do it. Sure. So okay. I can do it. No problem. So that means yeah. all your listeners can go onto that league, too, and you get a chance to come in studio and win it. Oh, look, you're so nervous about Fuck. it. Fuck. Race Day Live is not confirmed all the way. All right. That's fine. Whatever, people. All right. I, I don't think Daniel Bear comes through with his, his credit with his uh, flights. His credit card is going to be on a hold. Or, Do you have or... many miles I have built up, dude? So, no problem at all. Okay. All right. So the winner of the league gets to come. I'll fly you to Monster Cup just for the tickets, first hour, and then kick him out of here. Yeah. So one hour. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. It's fine. Fair deal. Marks chase format after round nine. Yeah, we'll we'll figure it out. Okay. Stop texting Marks on your own. All, I, all I text, text through him. Marks go through me officially. I didn't text him. How'd you work this out, then? I called him. Stop calling Marks. <laughs> all calls go through me. I had to find out if he could pull it off first before I even presented oh, it to you. So I, I, what I, need to, I need you to call him, and then next thing you know, he's producing the fucking main event moto show? I have my own. I'm just fine there. Okay. I, that, that's where we're good. My brother, on the other hand, no. My producer's good. Marks. Hey, thanks, for, thanks for calling me, by the way, because my wife was right there. She's like, the Daniel Blair? So yeah, that's what's up. <laughs> That's what's oh up. My God. I had a good Jesus, afternoon. Jesus Christ. <laughs> the Daniel Blair. The guy on TV? Yeah, the guy that wears awesome. LBZ when he raced? <laughs> had a belt on? Yeah, that guy. That guy. Oh, my God. That was so embarrassing. The next year, I turned down money to not do that again. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay. Let's, go. let's keep going. Let's, let's hey, Steve. Uh, it's Marty. Um, hey, Marty. Not that Marty, um, <laughs> but Marty from Maine. And listen, I, I just got a call. I'm I'm concerned about you, man. Um, listening, you know, I always watch the races on the weekend and look forward to your show. And going back two weeks, show 377, that whole first hour and 15 minutes on e-bikes, I, I was ready to drive off the road and, and pull my hair out. Then <laughs> later on, listening to Brittany Chisholm's voice, I backed up and listened to the e-bikes. Um, next week's show, 378, Jake Weimer, was just trashed. Are you kidding me? Bill Cosby's called. He said you're stealing his bit. Just have your guests 
be able to keep control. I mean, Grant and now Jake just sit in there and get trashed. I don't know what you're trying to do, but you got to pull it together. You've got a great show, but it really is going downhill quick. Going downhill. All right, I'm just pulling And now he's down. got Take care. crying eagles in the background. I mean, show's falling apart. That, that guy, I mean, seriously, were you listening to his message or you couldn't even understand <laughs> I heard the very end. He was mad about Jake. He said he's mad about Jake. He's mad about Jake. He said uh, Brittany Chisholm sucks. Jake sucked. The show's going downhill. And you got eagle cries in the background. Honestly, the eagle cry was better than that call. (laughs) Third time's a charm. So, all right, let's get down to it. Three facts instead of theories. One, you guys aren't giving enough credit. Eli broke his back. He broke his back. Regardless of him saying he's 100% before San Diego, he is not. You can see it. He is nursing it. He does not want to hit the ground. He does not want to get hurt again. You can see it. He is getting better and better every single weekend. Second, Jeremy Martin's been out for almost a year now, and that is his only riding partner, and he cannot reputate or do what he's going to see even a little bit by himself. With no, without riding with anyone. Third is the 2019 KX450. You can see since they rolled that thing out of designations, that bike and Eli have not killed. It will get better, and he will destroy the field come 2019 MX, and you guys will rule the day of what has happened and how much crap you guys have talked about all season on him. Good luck, and thanks for the time. Hey, this is DJ from uh, Michigan. Uh, I was listening to Pulp live show, and I thought of, I thought of this, and I wonder if Yamaha uh, hired Josh Grant to not expose how bad the bike is. I don't know. I could be oh, yeah, 100% wrong. Well, yeah, you that's could be wrong. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you're wrong. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's not. It's not what they did. <laughs> Yeah right. Yeah man. Did you want to answer to the guy who said Eli's? I, gonna, I took gonna... my headphone. My headphones okay. have been off for a bit, man. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, that was a live uh, shot from the from the EagleGrit dot com headquarters, out back. <laughs> so, what's your Brian? Was that Brian? Brian. Yeah, yeah. Brian. Brian uh, let us in there. That's good. So. Steven. What's going on? I am uh, just uh, now listening to the live show. I have to tell you, Bookie reading the wrong text, hilarious and legendary. I don't think I have ever laughed so much, and I don't mean this in that laughing at her, but laughing with you guys. That was uh, awesome. What'd she do? Um, on another note, I guess I can. I have a early rant for you. Mainly not for you, actually. For all you jerk-offs out there, that are planning on calling the show to complain about the broadcast. Stop that. If you are so smart that that you are looking at these writers and you are able to see that somebody moved their little toe up three millimeters because there was a bump on the track and the broadcast team did not mention it, you don't need them to mention it if you are that smart. Just watch the freaking races and leave them alone. Same thing about podcasts. Rick, Rick, whatever. That is funny, if you will. But if you don't want to listen to them, don't listen to them and don't complain. If you go back 
10 years, 12 years, however long it's been since Steve has been doing this, you will realize that his first podcasts were not great. But guess what? He is now the GOAT of podcasts, so leave them alone. The they will get better. The GOAT. The GOAT. And if they don't, don't listen to them. I don't think there are many sports in this world where you can actually get to listen to the greatest of all time in each sport, talk and be the commentator, and all of that content that they give you. So leave them alone, but especially stop calling to complain about it. Call NBC if you have a complaint <laughs> and leave Pulp Nation yep, alone. Call NBC. Tell them about Daniel Blair. Uh, Pookie's... Uh, yeah, what happened? Okay, so the live show in Denver, Moser, that guy Moser, sends mm -hmm. questions, right? So she doesn't text with Moser uh, very much. So the last text she had was the Anaheim One live show X-Brand questions. Okay. So she came on stage, scrolled through her text with Moser, started asking, what did you think of Roxanne's suit at Anaheim One press conference? And then what do you, I don't know what the other one was. Um, and, and, she, then, and she didn't pick up on the fact that she was reading the wrong stuff. It was about, you, how long did you let her go? It was about three oh, questions. Okay, here she comes. The camera's still on, so put the stand over there. Just, just grab. Defend so, yourself, Pookie. So she didn't realize. Pookie Mathis. Hello, hello. So this guy just called, left a voicemail and said he hasn't laughed that much <laughs> in a long time when really? you read the wrong questions. So, and honestly, your mood went south. After that, you were embarrassed. You, yeah, yeah, it wasn't good because we went out with the Kiefer's later, and that got a little tense because <laughs> Pookie felt like an idiot. Yeah, mm. I was because she I just scrolled up show. on her phone. She's, you know, you know what I mean. Like she didn't realize. Why would you feel like it? I mean, that's funny. It's, I that's, don't know. I messed funny. it up. So then she that's, found that's, that's she found the right radio. ones. Well, we, I just rolled with it, and we just like, what are you doing? Go, oh, because it was we. How do you feel about not? Getting a job, job at Supercost. He's like, we're pretty far into this thing. Yeah, like, I'm yeah. well over it. And, and and I was like, okay, like I, that's weird, but sure, it's Moser. I don't even know the guy. Um, and then, but I was going with it, and we just like, all right, I guess this is funny. First, I thought Moser just cheated and sent the the same questions in again, just to be because you didn't ask him until like an hour before the show for right. those questions. So I thought my original, because I did realize that they were repeat questions, but. I didn't realize that I was asking the wrong questions until I asked probably the third wrong question. And I was like, fuck. Hmm. I mean, F. I think so, it's funny. That's awesome. Marks, <laughs> will you read the right ones this Friday night? Uh, after seeing how funny it was, probably not. <laughs> Dude, just read Anaheim ones. <laughs> ask whatever the first question is. <laughs> Honestly, it, it was. It was. I listened to it, and it was really funny. I don't know. You don't have anything and to Right when she realized it, it, she was like, oh, my God. And then the crowd. I didn't get? Well, I didn't get a single picture of me up on stage. I meant to ask on Twitter if anybody had a picture of me up up there with you guys. Because you didn't have a photographer You were nervous there. going up, weren't you? Yeah, you she's yeah. nervous. She, she sounded like she was nervous Plus, no. beforehand. Right before that, I had left my phone. at. A, I was sitting with these guys at the front table, and I left my phone there. And then Steve called me up. And, of course, I'm like, where is my phone? <laughs> and this goes to the Anaheim one when she wasn't around. I said, Pookie, we're going to do the X-Brands around 7.30, quarter to 7. And at that, that, that time came, and I said, all right, time for the X-Brand goggles. Crickets. Not hey, even that's there. That's a lie, because you never gave me a time. But I was not prepared, no matter what time it would have been. I was up there drinking. And then in Vegas, for the Monster Cup, she was hammered. She's having a hard time getting, <laughs> putting this together. How did New York one go without me? Smooth? Fine. Oh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, except for the fact we didn't have a sound guy and all that. But See? Yeah. 
You know, Bradshaw was there and Barry Carson, which, by the way, I shook his hand. He was a flagger on Saturday. Yes. The yeah. Supercross. Yeah. Barry's a man. I saw him. I was like, yeah. Barry, I shook his hand. I was like, what are you doing as a flagger? But ah, Barry, man of jack of all trades. Um, that was awesome. All right. So, yeah, that guy, the guy thought it was really funny. Oh, the voicemail good. guy. That's yeah. Good. So you really it's made his day. Most he laughed in his whole life. I he like said. that. Yep. I like that it came from me and not from you. Right. And even said he wasn't laughing at you. But he was laughing with them. So right. well, um, figure that one out. <laughs> How did you like being on Dark Side Show? Yeah, it was good. The wrap-up show. Yeah, I think I was a big hit. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, I'm going on this Wednesday. We it, Any advice? Yeah. Oh, um, I didn't prepare at all, and I had never heard a show before, and I think it was good. So I'd say go with that. Wow. We, um, yeah, uh, babe, by the way, for, for this episode of the, of the show, we put, a, uh, we put a mic at the Eagle Grit headquarters. <laughs> This is live from the EagleGrit.com <laughs> headquarters. Because they put their heads in those things and then chop it, right? Yeah. That's how well, we, do we don't it. really know how the eagles. Oh, well, that's a chicken. How they do yeah. chicken. That's... It's not good. No. Eagle Grit headquarters in Sacramento? Uh, Stockton. Stockton. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, all right. Thanks, Pooh. Okay. You want to stay down here? You can. Uh, I wanna, I'm excited to see everybody on Friday at the live show with Debbie Mathis. Yeah, my mom's coming to town. Is she? Mm-hmm. Chad Reed, Ryan Vilopoto. That's a good lineup right there, eh, Trav? Yeah, and they could say anything. We don't really know. And everything. Yeah. I and told I, you. I already have the request. RV will be good, both, but Chad, I told you, it's a little early for Chad. You should have done it at 11. Yeah. What'd you say, Poogie? But the backstage requests. Oh, yeah. I've oh, got. what? Yeah, there's riders for the backstage. They got riders Well, you know as riders. a rock star. You know what? You know what I mean? Like yeah. well, green I'm in room, touch with RV green agent, room. But Chad's already. Yeah, you get permission to go back. Green room uh, beverages choice. Oh, I see. Yeah. So let's just say there's some of that going. Like you know. Nice. I don't know if we have to pick the brown M and M's out of the out of the yeah, bowl. Yeah, maybe. And right. hugs. They want hugs from me. One of them does at least one mm. or both. Mm. Mm-hmm. No, Mark's never got that request. No. No. He knows. Do you know that Daniel is calling Mark's separately to talk about Pulp Mix Fantasy and what? Changes to do the site and things like that. Hmm. Oh, Daniel's a um, uh, consultant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Good. We're going to do a chase format for outdoors. Yeah. Steve, said, Steve said it couldn't be done. Oh. Apparently it can. Who's we? Travis and Daniel Blake? Yeah, no, the they're, they're in cahoots with each other. Oh. Yeah. I have my own league on his site, and we're going to make that one the coolest one with a he chase He wants format. to give the winner a trip to here. Yeah. <laughs> and he agrees. To my house? Yeah. yeah. To sit in the studio. And he agreed. That's what to go on Race Day Live. I'm on Race Day Live this Saturday. No way! Yeah. They went for it? <laughs> what do you mean they went? What? They went for what? Oh. Wait, what's he going to say? No. I didn't think <laughs> that they were going to go for it because remember we were like talking to that lady and you were like, you know, help me out. Like they're not going to yeah. let you yeah, on. Yeah, no. It was Blair's <laughs> choice and he he said I can go on, but if I his career's in the balance. Right, so he's if vouching I, for you. Like, so, I mean. Big, big, big yeah. day. I think I can control myself. He said no net talk, no inventions, no, you know, none of that. Don't bring any of that up. Don't talk about the purse. Right. Don't talk about oh, the purse God. money. Okay. And don't talk about Ricky because that's Oh, that's God. Next. No, we're yeah. working on it. We got something in the works. Yeah. Ricky's coming the on the shirts. show. Damn it. Well, I'm good. I'm not some sort of animal. I can control myself. Can I make a request? Yeah. Wear Kiefer's Rick shirt. Oh, no. No, no. That. That'd be pretty funny. <sighs> What are you gonna wear? You gotta dress up. Like you can't wear cargos and flip flops. Like you gotta did you dress see up my? Nice. Did you see me and Bogle walking in together? Yeah, yeah I did. Right? You know where that? You look better than Bogle. Like, you see that, Marks? Yeah, see that? he's um, he's pretty creative. 
at the moment. I don't really know what goes on with that. Like, I don't understand wearing that. I don't get that. I, I mean, but I'm not his age, but is that cool? The NFL has Cam Newton. Yeah. The NBA has Russell Westbrook. Yeah. We have Justin, we have Bogle. Justin Bogle. Yeah. Yeah, it is, it is a similar thing. You're right. Yeah, I'm waiting for him to just come up with a hat with like a feather in it. Right. That's coming soon. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, let's get, keep going with these voicemails. That Canadian motocross lady sounds like the motocross version of the major league bitch who wouldn't let the <laughs> Indians actually be successful. Mm-hmm. Oh Just a god. Thought. Yeah, Marilyn Bastido, everybody. Hey, what's up, nation? Uh, I'm a week behind here on the show. You know, this is from the old show with Jake Weimer, Jake, Jack, and Coke Weimer. And uh, listen, and first of all, you, you know what? Best shows, Grant Langston, crushing the push-push, getting wins, uh, drunk. Jake Weimer, drunk. I think for now on, any moto racers, anybody shows up besides Chris Kiefer and a few other, you know, guests, uh, but definitely any motocross riders, any uptight individuals, you got to feed them drinks, man. It just seems like they need that to loosen up and be funny and have a good show. Blair's and uh, I don't right care here. if it's in season or not. One day of drinking ain't going to ruin your program. Let's get with it now. And the next thing I want to say is also a week late as well is uh, that dude that called in about the, uh, you know, whatever, Supercross racing that the amateurs can do after the whatever, you know what I'm talking about, the Futures of Roos, whatever the fuck it's called. You know what I'm saying. Dude, okay, speaking of retards, I wouldn't take anything that guy says with anything, any kind of actual, you know, without a grain of salt or grain of sand, as they say. That guy was too fucking stupid to even realize I was turn his radio off and realize, oh my god, there's a delay. Like, I can hear myself talking, but I also can hear myself speaking in the future somehow. And I can hear the radio, like, Jesus H. Christ and a rubber fucking crutch. Oh, that guy is speaking to retards. I know I sound retarded, but trust me, I'm not. I'm very intelligent. I watch Rick and Morty. That guy Kids will get that joke. Don't worry, Steve. It's above you. Um, that guy was a fucking moron. Anyways, I don't know. Um, whatever. What Love your show, Turn Steve. Speak to Jack and Cokes. <laughs> Man, that's you myself, brother. But you'll be cool, guys. Take care. Love the show. Uh, Race Tech, Starcross 5. They all rock. I use them on my 2018 KTM. Race Tech. Uh, I didn't Hope get my springs done by, by Race Tech league. because uh, <laughs> you don't need to get springs done by Race oh Tech when you got air forks. Uh, the rear suspension, I just, uh, you know, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I didn't get them done by Race Tech, though. My other uh, Suzuki, I got them done. I love you guys. You guys are great. And, uh, well, I don't know. You got a weekend off. Enjoy. Marks. Hey, Rig. Rig my league. That guy's got to win. I want him in studio. Please, Pookie? no. No, he's not invited. <laughs> Can't say the R word. No, if he three wins, times. If you just... win, you win. That was three strikes, and oh, he's his, out. Uh, his Canadian accent was cute, though, but no. What? That's, that's eight thoughts. Hey, I know it sounds crazy, but I'm going to give you a little inside nugget from the listeners on why people will stay on hold so long. Uh, if you stay on the phone call, you get, like, live time. You're constantly in on what's going on. You don't miss any bit of the show. If you're on the app and you're listening live on the app, sometimes it drops, sometimes it don't. comes yeah, and goes. But through the phone call, you're on. So for those guys that put you on hold, it's not a big deal to throw you on speakerphone. like listening on the app, only it don't drop. Just thought I'd let you know. Thank you. I listen hey, on the app every week. It never drops for me. Mm-hmm. 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 Smart as that. That's right. Steve, just listen to Monday's Pulp Show, and you're talking with Castlew about the 15 other podcasts that are out there and how, you know, you can't be beat on your review show. How about somebody could beat it if 
they didn't spend the first 20 minutes talking about travel arrangements and airports and what restaurants they went to and just got straight into reviewing the race. <laughs> I think that'd be better, but I love your stuff. So. That was a very passive-aggressive I love your voice stuff. Wait, I was Not so bad. confused by that. What did, he, did he give props to the review show and then bash the review show? Yeah, both, I think. I mean, honestly, like, I don't care. Like I, I love the review show. I am so past the point of trying to make people happy with what we do because you can never make them all happy, as you know, Daniel. And so I am just going to talk about what I want to talk about, e-bikes or my travel that weekend or Wygant's cheapness or, like, I just – I don't care. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, I'm – because you just – you'll never make anybody happy. Like, some people love that talk. They love it. Some people don't. Some people don't. if you don't do that, then the people that love yeah. it are bummed because so you know all you guys do is talk about the racing. You don't right. talk about your trip. Right. <laughs> so I'm just going to keep doing me. I think I we like should it. go with the feeding everybody drinks thing, though. Yeah. Charles Castle and Daniel, drunk. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I only party with Weege. Yeah, that's his new best friend. Yeah. Weege's already declined. Proclaim that. Really? Yep, Daniel's best his friend. best friend. Yep, because JT and I would not go out with him Saturday after the race. Mm-hmm. And his buddy Daniel Blair did. I told Blair you did. to go out after the race. You did, but I was... Blew it. You could have had drinks I, with Ricky. <laughs> How would that have gone? <laughs> been awesome. <laughs> so, what's, so, what's up? How you been? How you been? <laughs> what's, so, uh... You, uh... <laughs> how's the TV show going? <laughs> <laughs> and then he's ignoring you, and then you're all, Rick, 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 Rick. So, remember that time in Honda when you won? That was cool. That was cool. And uh, what's he say? Yeah, uh, nothing. Nothing. Just nope. disgust. He just looks at me. Yeah, he, he goes, looks at what yeah, yeah, the what absolute- the fuck is this idiot doing here? <laughs> Rick. All right. <laughs> I'm sick of all these people talking about Chris Keeper, Keeper like he's not going to qualify. Oh, well, qualifying's going to be hard. Can he put his balls on the crossbar? You fuck, you know who you're fucking talking about? You're talking about Chris motherfucking <laughs> Keeper. Of course he's going That's to right. qualify. Yeah. He's going to be in the top 20. Fucking stamp it. God damn, we're not, ta- we're not talking about some Joe Schmo coming off the couch. couch. We're talking about Chris motherfucking Keeper. God damn, not going to qualify. Suck a dick. Wow. Chris? Chris? Yes. <laughs> Steve, does, does Kiefer make Hangtown? Uh, I've been, I'm on the record as saying uh, it's a bubble. It's bubble. Pookie? I've got Is that people. a waffle? Mm, kind of. Pick waffle, pick. waffle, waffle, waffle. I Can't know. say. I'm super Don't know. I, honestly, I am 50-50. I think he makes it, and I think he doesn't, and I don't know, and it's going to be really close. And he's in B practice. Yeah, I had. Oh, what? Did they go first though? No, they go second. Yeah, it's not going to make it. I've had people tell me there is no chance he's making the motos, like respectable, respectable people, like motocross people, and then I've had people tell me, dude, he's probably going to get like top fifteen or twenty. So the range of moto folks that have told me how they think is all over the map. And honestly, I am – I mean, look, the strength is me managing it. The strength is me giving him strength. <laughs> I like how Poogie laughs first. Uh, yeah. The, the strength is me being his rock, being his pillar, and guiding him. 
the way I've guided so Sounds many good. other racers. I think I gave him more advice today than you've given him this whole time. I have to go to Hawaii, and then I'm thinking about exactly. it. Exactly. Right. You're out vacationing. Right. Shocking that my wife found time to go to Hawaii with the oh, really? race. That's not a, right. Not a huge... <laughs> go to the races anymore girl yeah, i don't see you often no are you going to hawaii but the hawaii wow. one wow she found time in her schedule that's weird to go to that one when are you flying in and out wednesday oh, yeah, pretty yeah, early baby. Yeah. checking the hey, scene Antignap out says he's flying in friday out sunday really in and out yeah yeah and i'm like a race going like thursday to monday he's right. getting a day or two in right there. right so we're in wednesday brayton's in Brayton's Mark's. hey brayton is leaving uh saturday night after the race is he really? Hawaii? Yeah, whole family's awesome. going over there. That's awesome. Mark does it, does uh, Kiefer make Hangtown? Just hang. I'm not. We, we can't go to the next one until we get to the first one. Does he make Hangtown? Yes. All right. Team Kiefer. Yep. That's right. I say no. I'm being optimistic. Sorry. It does suck if if they're not first practice though. Dude, the track is. It's gonna be gnarly. It's enduro cross. <laughs> It's so bad. Easy on that Supercross guy. It's so guy. bad. It's not Enduro Cross. Yes, it is. It's so bad. Oh, my God, this guy. All right, let's keep, let's keep everything rolling here. Dave, bro, how the fuck did you ever line Pookie? <laughs> Jesus, bro, she's way too good for you. Holy fuck. I like this guy. I mean, I'd eat a fucking turd out of that. <laughs> yeah. Oh my good God. job, bro. Yeah, he would. <laughs> he really would. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good reference, though, the Nicole Weimer reference. It's like a callback. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Good one, guy. I like, I like you. Jesus fucking Christ, man. Fix the goddamn app. <laughs> fucking tired of this shit, man. Fix the fucking app, Travis. Wow. Jesus. Anger. Anger. Yo, Mattis, this is Cooler. What is going on? Cooler is the uh, truck driver at Bullfrog uh, MCR Honda team. Right, right. It's my truck driver. For two rounds? That's your guy. Cooler is calling in. I've been talking to you trying to get shit together. What kind of babysitting non-licensed program are you running for this outdoor national? Uh I've been asking for credentials for me and my crew. What are we doing for food? What are we doing for drinks? What are we doing for... A-H. A-H. Dinner? Where are we staying? After (laughs) Hawaii. I haven't got no answers. All I got is I'm working on it. That doesn't cut it. Working MCR doesn't work on. I'm working on it. We. I'm logistics. I need to know what's going on, what time, where I need to be, where my team needs to be. I need all this information. It's all up here. We're only a few weeks away. <laughs> all up here. And Don't you worry, keep dragging cooler. your feet. This is not the Pulp MX show, brother. What's going on with those this guys? Is team MCR. What the fuck our are you doing? Our team manager don't drag his feet. Neither does our team owner. Bullshit. So I'm holding you to that level because you're our team manager for Listen two weeks. To me. So I need to know, what the hell is the info for these two nationals? We need it. That I need going it. Down. We need to know what we're doing. I got it, Cooler. So I got give it. Give me a call back. Shoot me an email. I ain't calling you, Cooler. Send it through Prime, uh, MX, PX, whatever. Chill, chill down. We need to know. Bro. I'll be in Jersey. I you got the real manager would know how to keep his people ideas. in line. What's and going this on? guy's We're way dark, out of line. Oh, yeah. You let, this, you let, you let on, your employee homie. talk to you like that? Simone Holmes, do I got to get Tony Berluti in there? He's getting fine. He'll get that shit right. He's getting fine for this. I'll He's getting written up, right? Yeah. HR? Yeah. Get it right. Two Don't. weeks out. <laughs> I got it, Cooler. Oh, my God. Call us. I got it, Cooler. I got it. 
Audi 5000. No one says that anymore, Cooler. No one says <laughs> Audi 5000. Nobody. That's like saying fuck off. That's like saying fucking tubular. <laughs> tubular. Totally tubular. No one says that. But I got it. Your cooler. truck driver does. I got this. Your cooler. driver does. Don't worry. You just fucking worry about the grill and fucking parking that thing, and I got the rest. All right. <laughs> After Hawaii, Matt, of course. After I Hawaii. Hey, Will from beautiful sunny Central Florida. Love the show. You guys are doing a great job. Supercross series coverage has right. been awesome. We're done. We're done with this. We're done with it. Voicemails. Yeah. That's... We're going to wrap this thing up. Pookie, give me the first thing that comes to your mind when I uh, read we our sponsors. We talked about this on the Dark Side Wrap Up Pod. I think this is over. What's over? This segment. Yeah. This is dumb. Everybody says the same thing. You ask thing. me the same shit every time, this too. I don't dumb, know. This is dumb, he it says. Is. He's revolting. I, I say the same thing every time, and I don't know some. The other ones, I say the same thing. I only thing. know what I hear other people say. Would you, like, a, to, would you like to do a tits versus tits? <sighs> What's that? Oh, that's the thing. Can we do one at the live show? Is tits going to be there? We can maybe drag tits there. Is he coming? Um, I, I haven't heard. Oh, we need to I'm ask your him. friend. I'm sure we can make it happen, though, if he needs to. Give me that list. Give me the list. Here we go. All right, Steve, what's the first thing you think of yeah. like, when you hear these? Okay, okay, let's do this. BTOsports.com. Great guys. <laughs> really? That's pathetic. They're great guys. They've okay. been a sponsor of us for this eight like years. like Berluti answers where he says great sponsor for the first six. <laughs> <laughs> great sponsor. Fly racing. Uh, great helmet. Formula helmet. Formula helmet. It's great. fantastic. And, and great guys on JT. Yeah, great guys. Race tech suspension and engines. My bike is seriously like riding on pillows. I don't even feel like it just feels like I'm on pillows. Vortex racing. Uh, great bars and sprockets. Gear alloy. Why'd you cross them off? They're not a sponsor anymore. Uh, <laughs> you Wheels. don't make a new sheet? Ah, it's a waste of paper. Roost MX. Roost MX, custom graphics, uh, great guys. I'm going, All great guys. Yep, oh, yep. We're real creative uh, over there. They're going to make me some numbers for my bike because I've been getting... So much shit from people about riding a bike with no numbers on Why? it. Why? You don't race. I know. I don't race. That's dumb. Right. Okay. Okay. Uh, Vert- Vertex Pistons. Uh, great guys. <laughs> Good Pistons. <laughs> See? I, I've used, I have Vertex Piston in my uh, 89 Sierra 125 right now. X-Brand goggles. Clear vision. If you don't wear X-Brand, you will not win. Nope. EVS Sports. Love EVS, guys. Great guys. Uh, in Wisconsin. I, I think they've been around a long time uh, in the industry, and like I ask a lot of riders who, who wear the EVS stuff, they always have something they wear from EVS. Nice. So, yeah. Just for confirmation, good what, products. What kind of guys are they? <laughs> Great guys. Great guys. Michelin Star Cross Five. Randy should have called mean, Randy Richardson. Should have called Randy Richardson. <laughs> Firepower batteries and chains. Uh, good guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. <laughs> They're okay. Uh, Maxima USA. Sketchy guys. <laughs> Sketchy. <laughs> no, fucking dogger, bro. I used to eat sandwiches with the dogger. I remember KTM 2000. I got the job at KTM. They're in El Cajon, right? That's where Maxima is. And one of my first days there, I'm with Alan Brown and a couple of guys at KTM, and we go to the sandwich shop, and the fucking dogger is eating a sandwich, like, right, bu- right, like, table over. And, and all those guys know him, and they're just like, dogger. And he's like, what's up? And they're just like, dogger. And then I'm just like. If I'm you like, could right now just go out for drinks with dogger or Bradshaw, who would it be? Dogger. Really? Yeah, dogger. I got dogger to get loose. <laughs> <laughs> Pro Filter. Uh, good guys, yeah. yeah uh, Tre- that's Trevor. Trevor yep. Reese from Pro Filter. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. He came out mountain biking with us. I was on an e-bike. 
and I said, "Hey, uh, man, listen, I'm on an e-bike, so you you know you might just is your phone work because you might need to call me, so I'll tell you where the trail goes. But here's kind of where it goes, and just you know, I'm on an e-bike, you're not." And he's like, "Yeah, I'm good. Yep, I got it." And then, dude, he was all fucking over me. And then at one point, I'm like, "Go!" And he's on a manual mountain bike, and he just dropped me. <laughs> Guy's a beast on a mountain bike. I had nothing for him on an e-bike. FMF. Good guys. I mean, come yeah. on. They're good guys down there. Great They're guys. Not great. They're uh, great. I remember FMF with the plated pipes. I'm old enough to remember when they came out with a plated pipe and blew everybody's mind back, where they're just like, holy fuck, a silver pipe? Yeah. What the fuck? I remember that, too. Yeah. I was on, what year was that, probably? 89? 88? Was it? Oh, maybe then I'm thinking of, I had them on 65. Uh, maybe I was a little older than that. Yeah. My bad. Um, Atlas Neck Brace. I mean, Noof. 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 Chase Sexton. Marty. Jason Anderson wore a Supercross championship with an Atlas brace. My son wears an Atlas brace. Oh, fantastic. Yep. Noof? Uh, huh? Noof dial you in? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Noof threw up all over a hotel room floor. When? Uh, San Diego last year. I've I've been with Noof a lot of times. Yeah. Um, the shirt comes off most of the time. Yeah. Yeah. I'd rather have that than puke all over my hotel room and bathroom. Yeah, he's pretty bad about and like, then, the and limit. Then, and then Pookie was like... Are you okay? And he's like, yeah, I'm good. I went to a bar one time with him, and he rode the mechanical bull and broke his wrist and had to have surgery riding the mechanical (laughs) bull. Yep. This is Uh, all. This is all. I mean, you could almost almost tell me anything about Newf. You could be like, you know, hey, he he got hammered, and he walked across the top of the Golden Gate Bridge. You'd be like, yep, okay, got it. Works connection. Eric, good guys. They're good. They are good guys. I love that perch. I love the perch. It is good. It's been good forever. Guts Racing. Andy at Guts has been a very good sponsor for us for a long time, and uh, I like how they can customize stuff in the seats. They can make you anything you need, in a, oh, yeah. including that width, that little width thing they make on Yamahas. Mm-hmm. Get data. Get, get. Uh, Dan Truman. <laughs> Not a great guy. Not a great guy. No, I like Dan. I'm oh. just joking. Yeah, no, Dan's great. Uh, the guys from Get, I know their ECUs are really, really good, and when I think of Get, I think of just domination in Europe. They just, they whoop. MXGP, everyone in MXGP uses Get just about, and they they kick ass. OGO Power Sports. I mean, I got an OGO backpack. I had another backpack that I really liked. I had a Project backpack. Guys are good, good guys. They gave me a Project one. I really liked it. I'm like, this backpack is awesome. I'll never want another backpack. And then I got an OGO one because they came on board the show, and I like it better. So many compartments, like a cargo. Yeah, like cargo shorts. Yeah, it's compartments everywhere. I love the compartments. WUSA. John Anderson, been a sponsor of us for a long time. Uh, done a great job with my wheels on my project bikes. Any of my project bikes, he's done a great job with. Um, also, um, very popular in the pits. And Mark's got wheels from John at W. Honda World Downey. For his bike that he will never ride. Honda World Downey. Ridgelines, bro. Well, you crossed it off. And it's LA Honda World now. But Yeah. All right. Yeah. Caught you. I just wanted to see if you would catch that. You didn't. Ride Engineering. Ride Engineering, Adrian, MX2 title up in Canada with Ride Engineering Clamps with Jess Pettis. Eagle Grit. Garbage company. (laughs) Garbage owners. Not good guys. Not good guys. Not good guys. (laughs) Motorcycleindustryjobs.com. If I needed a job, I would go there. What's the job of the week? What's the job of the week? KTM, technical service rep. Listen, on all these fucking idiots that want to get jobs in the industry are are great, but... um, but I love how people are like, hey, man, I really want to break in the industry. Uh, I need a job as factory mechanic. 
Yeah. You're like, yeah. Your job in the industry is, uh, is Anderson got anybody for the summer at his house? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, you're just like, bro, you got to start somewhere. I started off garbage jobs. Dude. You what are you laughing about, at? Hey, you what are you to, laughing? You want to talk about garbage jobs? You're so funny Listen to this. with your, what you say. Do you, know Andy, do you know Andy Dalton? I'm surprised you're married to me. She laughs at everything I say. I, I know she Andy. Likes Porn, you. Pornahue. Mm. No, that's Andy Pornahue. Sorry. Yeah, Andy Dalton was Shane McElrath's mechanic yeah. last year and okay. the year before. He started out with the shittiest job of all time. He was my mechanic. Yeah. And went to Ronnie Renner, Mike Mason, went through the ranks all the way up and was winning Supercrosses with TLD, started out the Los Banos Fairgrounds working right. for me and my yeah. brother on the same night. Right. Yeah, you, 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 it's, That's it's, the bottom. And he made it to the top. See? Yeah, so... Get, find go a to local motorcycle, pro. Find go to a local pro and work yeah. for free. Yeah. He or for free. go to motorcycleindustryjobs.com, take a lower salary job and make connections and meet people and work your way up and the ladder. And crush it and do a good job. Right. All crush right. it like the, like the talons and the beats. Yes, intense. Intense bicycles. Good guys. Can we add an hour to the show and just talk about it? <laughs> wow. <laughs> I turned that episode off. I did. Did you really? Dude, you dude, turned just, it, it off. It never stopped. Like, you never got... There's a fast forward button. It just I, I didn't want to have to, like, go and find it and then wonder, and I, it just went too long, and I just said, yeah, I'll, I'll wait till next week. It's a four-hour show. That's a lie. Daniel. I swear, I swear on everything Come I Come on. I listened. It was some guy who was, like, a legendary guy. Who was the co-host? <clears throat> Kiefer? No. Uh, Christian Craig and Kiefer. Yeah, I, I turned it off. <laughs> All right, hey guys. Uh, I'm, on, I'm honest. I'm just telling you the truth. Why hit fast forward twenty times when you hit stop once? Exactly. <laughs> Why not just drag the slider? Because then, what if I miss like good stuff, like when JT's on? You'd rather just miss everything. Yeah, I guess you just miss everything. Yeah, yeah. I just I had a protest. Show you. Had a pro- I'll show you. What a Ta- fucking weirdo. Teach you teach you a lesson. So, EagleGrit.com. Yep. Pulp code. Uh, Pulp MX is the code for 25% or off. Pulp Show Sucks. Or Pulp is a crappy podcast. That dot one net. works too. Yep, dot net. Um, we're on Amazon. I'm just going through my list for Maddie Friend. And then eaglegrit.com forward slash free hand cleaner. Save the Eagles. Um, and then you get a moto pack, right? You have a moto pack of it's some moto you, get, bundle. you get a t-shirt. Yeah, we'll do that again. First 25 to order, which is do that again. crushing me. But I'm getting the shirt out there. It's cool, yeah. First 25 to order the Moto Bundle using the code pulpshowsgarbage.net. Um, and I'll give them a shirt. And guess what? Just think about it, people. Right there, those ones you hear? Those, those are going to be in your order. They're going to be in your order. <laughs> <laughs> you, you do it on yourself. You bring it on yourself. I told you if it's funny, it's funny. You keep saying, don't say that. I just you... don't like when a YouTube comment, someone says, Blair sucks, that effing eagle killer. That's what I don't like in the YouTube comment. Oh, There's a few. please. Who There's, cares? I do. There's they're, Because they're, they're using it. They're taking the joke out of context, and they're being angry about it. It's a joke. It's funny. Right. Don't take it that way. Like the yeah. fantasy guy. That was good. That was right. the best. Right. That literally made me spit food out of my mouth. Right, it was right. great. Uh, bring, a guy, bring a guy some posted a screenshot of his scores and attached <laughs> Pulp Mix Fantasy. said, I'd rather be an eagle at Blair's house than own this team, <laughs> this Pulp Mix Fantasy team. <laughs> It's incredible. It was good. Was, um, was all right, so uh, Will Christian was on. Uh, great interview. Thank you, Will. Uh, Zach Osborne was on, friend of the show. Chase Sexton as well. So we have... Uh, good interviews. All of them. Six, seven days to buy the Yamaha raffle ticket before, uh, before we do our draw. Oh, and then his bike's going away? Yep. Thank God. Yep, the bike will go out of the studio. Five days till race day live. Five days. I'll be on race day live this Saturday, everybody. 
Can't wait to see me, Jim Holly, Daniel Blair. Be fantastic. So um, we don't know when you're coming back in, but soon, hopefully. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure it schedule, out. Schedule. Right. I will. I will watch outdoors this year. Oh, good to hear. All right. uh, also, uh, thanks to Moser. Thanks to Swisscore. Uh, Pookie, thank you. Live show Friday. Come see me. Seven to nine. The space in Vegas. Tickets start at thirty bucks. Chad Reed, Ryan Villapoto. That'll be fun. That'll be really good. I'm excited. I kind of asked both guys to stick around for the meet and greet. Not getting a good response on that. But I think they'll just be hammered. They might just stick around anyways. Right? They they won't know it's a meet and greet. They'll just sit there drinking. Yeah. You got got to. Who are all these guys? You got to manipulate them a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Be like, hey, guys, you want some more drinks? Yeah. Drinky poo? Yeah. Drinky chatty? Have Jake Weimer come. He'll be ready to go. He'll be there for the meet and greet after. Chad want drinky? (laughs) Chad stay for drinky? And then, and then hopefully they do that, right? And then, and then just pay Ryan a little bit of money, and right. he'll stick around. Ryan, drinky Ryan, and then like Coors Light, yeah, Coors Light, maybe. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, appreciate it. The Space LV for tickets, everybody. Uh, thanks to everybody for listening. Next week, jam packed show. Max Steffens is here. Randy Richardson is here. Uh, Chris Kiefer may be here. Jason Thomas is in studio. Randy's, br- Randy's bringing some jerky buddies. Next week, Max is bringing his wife. You crossed JT off the calendar. Yeah, but he's back in now because he was going to go to Hawaii. That's the calendar? So now he's in. What's open? When can I come back? Monday uh, after Hangtown is A-Ray. Monday yeah, after Hawaii is open. too quick. No, we're no, no show. Oh, no show after Hawaii? Yeah. Oh. No show. Ready for it. Getting ready for outdoors? Yeah, we're going to recover that race, that barn burner can of a race. Can I say after? Then A-Ray, then Kiefer. Okay, we'll look into then it. Then we're free. Then, I got to learn a lesson, free, too, no for show. future. I need to not come here after East Coast races. I'm pretty wiped from the weekend. Are you? I got to be a little well, smarter. Well, good news for you. This show is five hours and 45 minutes. It's one of the longest ones we've done. Yeah, you got to go. You're welcome. What a hero you are. Thanks for coming in late. That's Appreciate why we went it. long. I came a little late. Yeah. Had to add on. Uh, Marks, thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks for your help. Thanks for your time. PulpMexFantasy.com. Uh, one more week to go. Actually, fuck. I was going to ask you to recap the standings with one week to go and see how far the guy has to go, like who's winning and blah, 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 how big of a lead he's got. But um, Yeah, who's safer, Chase, Adam, or that guy? Yeah, or that guy for uh, the new KX. Yeah, I don't, KX think, I don't think he's very far ahead. Yeah. He's uh, who sets 18 your, points ahead. Who does your handicaps? Parabinos, Dan, and JT. They're not nice people. They're not. <laughs> the 450 this week was so bad. They're not, they're not nice. It was like every one of them was horrible. Every... Single handicap. Your number one fan over here, Daniel Blair. Huh? A pulp fantasy fan. Well, he's saying it as a, from a tough... No, I know. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard. We yeah. care. We have a Supercross League with some of the Supercross TV people, which I'm winning. Oh, are you really? Yeah. Rick, I know. Ricky it's play a, it? It's a competitive life Yeah, Ricky there. plays. Ricky plays it? <laughs> yeah. I'm sure he needs the handicap system right down. Man. There, there it goes. All that progress. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. I can't help myself. Steve All right, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for listening. Daniel Blair, thank you. Main Event Moto, EagleGrid.com. Pookie, Marks, thanks, everybody. We'll see you next week. I'm fucking good looking. There's something I want to get off my chest, and it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine, and I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Concho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Concho.